0: Man, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10.
1: A exclusive.
2: Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is Big Rig Nick u Glad to be here.
3: Glad to be on this wonderful Thursday night. Uh, if I sound tired, I'm sorry. I just got done hiding a dead body.
2: Well, you shouldn't have told everybody, because now, folks, you've learned the secret of what our surprise is tonight. Folks, welcome to the first true crime episode of World Class Bullshitters. Can you find Nick's dead body? If you do, don't call the cops. <laughs> Up next is American
4: Ramrod Kendo Slice. Remember folks, if somebody ever makes a parody account about you on social media and nobody's paying attention to it, do not go on social media and advertise it to the entire world and inadvertently give them thousands upon thousands of followers. Are we talking about our favorite uh senator from New York? Uh House of Representatives member oh, from New me. York but yes yes that would be the individual though, who essentially streisand affected her her parody account and now oh, it's more it, of, now it's bigger than hers it works uh, because
2: i spoke to that parody account this week i was like this is not april fools you know so <laughs> our boy etep was talking to the robot and uh yeah it was a fun time so that is uh that's that's appropriate
3: that's appropriate
2: <laughs> now folks dion will be here in a moment we're uh we have a review of Into the Spider-Verse, or into, Across the Spider-Verse, excuse me. Wait till you hear what I have to say about that. If you saw our Twitter post, you'll know exactly how I feel, and it's going to be a little more elaborate on that. But tonight, folks, we have a very special show planned for you, because this episode of World Class Bullshitters is sponsored by ShopWCBS.com. Now guys, it's June. It's hot. And, you know, if you got in public, you gotta wear something. So why not wear something with style and class? world-class that is so go to shopwcbs.com and get yourself an official world-class Bullshitters T-shirt. also it being summer get a get a damn drinking glass you know you're gonna have to drink some cool drinks a beer milk if you're Kurt Angle I don't care what you're drinking it's too damn hot for milk if you ask me it's always a bad choice but you can get yourself the official WCBS pint glass over on shopwcbs.com as well it features all of our wonderful mugs and if you want a mug we got one of those too but grab the glass Get together with us, hang out this summer, because we have a lot of new content. And remember, when you do drink out of this glass, you become the official fifth bullshitter. So crack a cold one with us and spend your summer watching all the new WCBS content, including a big return that we're going to talk about in just a few moments. Now also, tonight's show is going to be very special because we have a theme, a fun theme, a summer theme, beyond just the Spider-Verse review. And so tonight's theme is going to be tying into our new Patreon content. Uh, coming up this month, we're going to be recording a special retrospective of the Summer of Punk. We'll be reliving some of the best matches, the best feuds, we'll reviewing the matches as well, and we'll give you our overall thoughts on the Summer of Punk, which is one of the most iconic moments in the history of wrestling. So if you're a longtime fan, well, you're going to love that, because, yeah, you love wrestling, and we love to talk about wrestling. Also, as well, if you're not a wrestling fan, we're going to have some new Patreon content as well. And remember, folks, all of that Patreon content does appear here on the YouTube membership program. So if you choose to support us here or support us there, it doesn't matter. We appreciate it nonetheless, and it will get you access to the same exclusive extra content. Now, before we talk about anything else, we do have a brand new patron. I'd like to thank our new patron. Excuse me, Edge Scarborough. Uh, he's joined at the video. T- excuse me, he's joined at the five dollar level. And now, folks, we understand that you know things are crazy with inflation, and you know people are just falling down left and right to take your money, but. We here at WCBS want to give you more. So, folks, it's only 17 cents a day to get access to our Patreon page, which isn't a lot. It's like cheese on a burger, which you need cheese on your burger, and you might need some Patreon in your life. So that gives you access to our back catalog. It gives you a direct line to us. And as we said on last week's episode of the show, we have a few things. Uh, We asked you guys a poll. What do you guys want to see more of on the channel? So we're going to be finishing the James Bond commentaries and a whole lot more. So if you want your voice heard in the most easily accessible way, a direct line to WCBS... Well, patreon.com slash worldclassbs. All of our links for tonight are in the description below. So uh, one more thing, housekeeping update about Wokebusters. I've got three pages done this week. I'm working on it all the time. As soon as I get the other pages back from the Inker, I'm going to post those on social media. Like I keep saying, folks, Wokebusters is a work in progress, but it'll be here this year. It is an epic. It's an 80-page comedy sci-fi Horror, fantasy, whatever you want to call it, it's got it all. It's the funniest comic of 2023, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So as soon as it gets back from the inking stage, I'll share some, and then I'm going to be sending a big batch out to the Colors, and then it looks wonderful. It's meant to look like the like a, a churched-up version of the real, Ghost, the real Ghostbusters cartoon, which uh, I believe we've hit on every level. So be sure to go to wokebusterscomic.com, get yourselves a copy of that. It'll be out later this year, and if you're coming to the cons, you can get more information on Wokebusters, including meeting the Wokebusters. So if you do come hang out and pre-order a copy in person, you can take some photo ops with us at the Horror Hound booth with our full-scale proton packs. And it'll be suit Saturday as well, so... It'll look like we're the Ghostbusters from Ghostbusters Part 2. Now, speaking of horror hound, Nick, I know you got a Versace suit. Kendo, are you going Armani? Because I'm going Tom Ford myself. Oh, damn. Yeah, probably Armani. <laughs> oh,
4: God.
3: <laughs> Tom we Ford, keep well, the place. shit.
4: We
2: gotta keep the class and world class bullshitters. Come on now. <laughs> you think these people just want some jabronis on the side of the street? Nah, man. They come to listen to I us. I mean, I was, I was,
3: men. yeah. I mean, I was gonna go Brooks Brothers, but goddamn, I didn't realize I had to go like that. But all right, I'll, I'll, well, I'll see, I'll I mean, see I'll call, I'll call, I'll call a cousin in Dubai and see what I can pull off. <laughs> I'll up get a, I'll a get a Versace. I'll wear Versace.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the movie Next Friday? Yes. <laughs> Every time I talk about, or think about Versace suits, I think of the dude going, "I got a Fosachi, F-O-Sachi." Sachi, yeah. <laughs> God, I mean,
3: one, I, I mean, it's better. Funny. It's, it's yeah, it's better than going Hugo, uh, Hugo Boss, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> I have a limit, and that's a hard limit. I mean, they, they, oh. they, they make some really they make some really awesome uniforms from
4: what I hear. Hmm. Yeah, I'll just go to Men's Warehouse. I'll like the way I look. They guarantee it. (laughs) Or your money back. There you go. There (laughs)
2: you go. Now, folks, we have uh, a few other things to tell you about tonight uh besides you know suit saturday at horror hound you can come hang out with us we'll be there October, august 18th through the 20th we'll be hanging out you can come uh, get your books signed you can come pick up a comic if you never had the opportunity to get one as well as tits and art or just come out and hang out with us it's gonna be a lot of fun i'll have some new art because that's what i used to do as a profession and so i miss it i want to go back nick that's how we met me selling prints you selling Ooh. contacts it was a good fucking time <laughs>
3: uh dude i'll never i'll never forget that fucking weekend where we just made bank and we went to the sushi spot and got drunk and just like like just like passed out on sushi oh my god it was the best food coma i've ever had (laughs) it was so much fun um and everybody was looking at our fucking money boxes because we were just like trying to like stomp it down Trying to get all the fucking cash in there. Well, the nice they, part is
2: nobody fucks with me because I'm a foot taller than your average person. Yeah. So they're like, "Yeah, the giant. I'm gonna leave him alone."
3: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they they fucking hated us that that sat, that Saturday uh, afternoon. They yeah, some of them were just like, hmm. it's like, "I
2: don't care, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna swim in this fucking cash." dude it was a great swim scrooge mcduck has it right that's how we all stay fit these days we're just swimming in our banks our pool full of money we don't have a bag anymore that's this wide this tall full to the brim it's a swimming pool at this point nick
3: (laughs) dude yeah it was it was a good time man it was a good time uh it was a nice it was it was like the height of well it wasn't the height but it was like around the the uh, walking dead days when, like you know they had 18 of the fucking cast members and people would line up around the block to get all their signatures
2: you know. you know who we're not gonna uh, line up to get a signature from at any convention? Who? Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy.
3: God, uh, did you hear? But did you hear his story about uh, the? I think it was Indianapolis Days of the Dead. Did you hear that story? Oh. What did he do? Have you been to the Indianapolis Days of the Dead ever?
2: Yes, I have. An executive okay. doctor.
3: I've yes. been there okay, many Yeah. Times. Okay. So you so you know about like the. Um, I think it's like Friday and Saturday, and like also on Saturday night, you'll see the, uh, the guy outside with tacos, or you'll see a food truck outside usually. It's usually tacos <laughs> or whatever. Um, <laughs> in the middle of his, in the middle of his, like, I think, uh, signing or whatever, when where he had a lull or something like that, uh, he gets up and goes outside, cuts in front of the line of like, you know, just a few people, of like maybe five or 10 people, and orders tacos. And the guy's like, What are you doing? Get in the back of the line like everybody else. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah. And he humbles him real fucking quick. I'd be like, look, bro, you were a Goonie in 1985. You ain't done shit since then. So yeah. No, you did you did a central millennium where it was like your day as an old man where you had to like get
3: up, dance a little bit, and then go back to sleep because you were tired. You're the lesser of the Frog brothers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's I said very
2: it. Very true. That's very true. I mean, look, this is our twenty twenty three celebrity feud. It didn't work with Steve from Smash Mouth, thankfully, because he's an all-star. <laughs> but Corey Feldman, on we the tried, other hand. We tried hard.
3: We tried very, very hard to to, uh, to, get, the, to get a rise out of that, man. Nothing. Nothing.
2: No. Now, uh, before we get lost in this wonderful show, uh, first off, let's give a shout-out to our wonderful members in the chat right now. I can only go so far back, but I want to thank people like James Lizer, Adama, uh, we have our friend Joseph Bienowich, who does a lot to spread the word of WCBS. Thank you very much, Joseph, for all the work you do, as well as all the entertaining memes and stuff you send me. Uh, shout out to Shrebles08 for all the wonderful words of the day. We'll get to your word as well. Also want to thank, you know, people like Dr. Coffin Nails, Garth Vader, Dirk um, a friend Enrique, and a whole lot more. So folks, hit that thumbs up button, not for us, but for the YouTube algorithm, because it helps more than you could possibly imagine. I want to give a shout-out also to my co-host from the High Council on Tuesday nights, uh, Caffeinated Wolf. So uh, go follow him on Twitter and social media. The dude has some wonderful social media takes, and you'll have a lot of fun engaging with that. So, um, yeah, do that as well. And don't forget to sh- – uh, I don't want to forget to say hey to Xavier Degod, Greg Kirby, and uh, where did he say – oh, and Georgian. How can we forget Shazhorgin? Um, One of our biggest fans of all time. Thank you for the Beverly Hills Cop Japanese stuff. Now, like I said, Dion will be here in a moment because we're going to be reviewing Into the Spider-Verse 2, Electric Boogaloo, as well as a whole lot more. But I wanted to make this big announcement. This Monday will be the return of Good Morning Pop Culture. Now, before everyone, you know, applauses and gets excited, it's going to be back for a week, but it could be back for much longer, indefinitely, if the numbers don't spell disaster, if they spell success, success for us, at sacrifice. So if you want it, all you got to do is watch it live. That's it. Make Good Morning Pop Culture a part of your summer mornings, and then we'll make it part of your fall mornings, and your winter mornings, and your spring mornings, and hell, if Good Morning Pop Culture can... Uh, hit a certain goal, which we can, we keep on growing all the time, uh, then we'll make it a part of every day's uh, live streaming cycle, we'll bring back, look at, I had the best morning show, we're going to bring back the best morning show, it's going to have all those fun segments that you remember, and a whole lot more, I've been working on new segments, I'm going to have a guest one or two days of the week, don't have any of that lined up exactly, excuse me, any of that finalized yet, but be on the lookout, it's going to be starting at 7, 15 a.m., I know that's early, but fuck it, we want to get started, because it's good morning, pop culture not. I rolled out of bed at 9 o'clock, hey, good afternoon, pop culture in England. No, no, no. It's good morning, pop culture. So get yourself a cup of coffee, drink it out of the official world-class bullshitter's mug, and join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, guys, you can keep it around as long as you want. We just got to hit those numbers. So tell two friends. They'll tell two friends. And Kendo, what happens after that?
4: And They'll tell two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on.
2: And before you know it, folks, we'll have uh, 50 million people watching live, and I don't know what that's gonna do, but it's gonna give all of us big heads, including Dion. So Dion, hurry up and get your asses here. His black ass needs to hurry up. Oh, the... Now, guys, what are you drinking tonight? Anybody have any uh, a beverage with tonight's
4: show? I have a Coke Zero. Ooh, fancy. I, I, I have nothing right now.
2: I'm gonna drink uh, some wine because I just happen to have a lot of that. And then Dion's grabbing some beer. So folks, it's gonna be a nice toasty introduction. And again, like I said, he'll be here in a minute. Let's tell you a little more about tonight's show. So as you know, it's hot. Summer is essentially upon us. And we wanted to take you back to some of our favorite summertime pop culture. We're going to be talking about our favorite summer blockbusters, some music for a change, which is rare here on this channel, the Nick at Night summer block party, which is one of the most integral parts of our uh, early adulthood and childhood, and uh, some Summer Slam moments and some other uh, summer-related wrestling moments as well. So it's going to be a fun time, but we'll review the Spider-Man film first in just a moment. But Kendo, you yeah. and I were talking briefly off-air about the new AEW pay-per-view uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend, Double or Nothing. You bought it. I went to someone's yeah. house who was streaming it.
4: What did you think? Um, Outside of one, one and a half matches, it was a dud of a show. So...
2: Folks, if you watch wrestling like we do, you knew that this Memorial Day weekend was a big wrestling weekend because there was Sweet Saudi Money 478 on Saturday morning, afternoon, depending on what part of the country you live in, and then AEW Double or Nothing on Sunday night at 8 p.m. I watched both shows over at my friend Phil's house. We had a good time watching that. And, you know, I don't normally say this, Kendo, but I thought that WWE put on a much better show, and if I'm going to rewatch... Actually, I don't want to worry watch any of it, but I had a better time watching WWE.
4: Yeah, I kind of wish I have watched Sweet Saudi Money as opposed to, what the hell did I do on Saturday? I watched something on Saturday. Beverly Hills Cop? No, I'm trying. There was something I was watching instead on Saturday. Yeah. Um, oh, Texas Tech was in the uh, Big 12 semifinals for baseball. I was watching that. And they got blown out in the first game. Oh. oh, They got blown out. And then they had to come back and play him again because it's double elimination and they were winning five to nothing in the eighth inning. And then they gave up five runs and then they got walked off in the ninth. So guns down. What an anticlimactic ending. Yeah, it was, we went to like a, somebody's like birthday slash graduation party or something. And so it was like an hour away. So I had it on my phone, like watching slash listening to it in the car and we we're just kicking ass. And then in the amount of time that we were at this party for like one hour it all went pear shaped.
2: Uh, speaking of shapes... I totally shape feel like Dion. I was there,
0: dude. It's fucking crazy.
4: Yeah!
2: What's up, man?
0: What's up, boys? What's happening? I missed you. We, we I missed you. you, too. I'm so happy to hear you guys' voice.
2: We're so <laughs> happy to hear yours, too, Dion. What kind of beer do you have this evening?
0: I have, of course, living in Michigan, mid-Michigan specifically, my Bell's Two-Hearted IPA ready to go, and a couple California shots just to really give the ladies something to think about when they're not doing shit
2: oh perfect the, the things I miss about living out there
0: <laughs> well technically you live in the midwest so it's not unheard of that you could get some certain items from your northern brethren you know what I'm
2: saying northern exposure was my favorite tv show uh, Dion so I know what you're talking about right. holy shit I haven't thought of that show in forever god damn dude. most people haven't <laughs> touche like, yep Yep. Or if you think about the best TV shows of the 90s, I won't say Friends, but put it like this, if you think of the most popular TV shows of the 90s, you think of shows like Friends and Seinfeld and In Living Color and Living Single and Martin and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but very rarely do you bring up Northern Exposure. You got a lot of Twin Peaks, because that's a good show. but uh...
0: Right. I mean, the, the first season is
2: after that, it's just weird and stupid. It can't. It got canceled after the second one, right? There's like a couple spin-off yeah. movies, and then it came. I think back The second
0: one barely got got finished. But yeah, I think the, yeah, the second season is when it got canceled.
2: <laughs> well, I am not much of a. Uh... It's David Lynch, correct? So he's not my cup of tea. But Eraserhead's cool, so there is that. Now, folks, we do have a word of the day. It comes from our friend Shrubbles08. He says, in honor of Pride Month, the word of the day is AIDS. Freddie got AIDS. Damn. Star Wars, the rise of AIDS. Kendo, I'm sorry for this one, you too, Nick. Ernest gets AIDS. Oh, come on, man. What
3: did he do to anybody?
4: Unfair. uh, Dirty needle, man. Dirty pool, mister. Dirty pool.
2: Yeah. Ernest goes to AIDS camp. (laughs) That sounds like a fucking horror movie. That's a hell of a place to start. Ernest saves aids and you only aids
4: twice. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't have The aids that, is not enough. It's good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, since it's June, our listeners are in on the uh, festivities guys we have a new wcbs logo now i don't think we're ever going to do anything with this but one of our (laughs) listeners sent it in so we thought at least for all the hard work you've done we'll at least showcase it on the show but don't worry we believe what we believe in all year long we're cool to everybody all year long but here is a a listener's logo of wcbs made for tonight's show there we go guys there we are in the june colors (laughs) We yeah just it that's pretty cool fun. <laughs> just gonna, i
0: mean just that's just very star trek esque. there I'm, I'm digging it
2: you, know, you want him to bean you up dion
0: <laughs> yeah
3: dude uh, what is it <laughs> uh, caffeinated wolf said something really really interesting uh in it's in washington there's a coffee there's a coffee pop-up chain called twin peaks all the baristas are beautiful women in lingerie uh oh. counting me in god damn it oh, yeah, i love washington more that. let's go <laughs> yeah we need we, 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 there needs to be a pop-up chain like all across the u.s Get it? Pop-up chain? yeah. <laughs> Giggity? Is, wait, is he talking
4: about the state or the city?
3: I, it, I don't I know, he the, state, city. the state. Yeah. He, has, the state. He, he, said, he, he had WA in the comments. So.
4: Okay, because I, I, I guarantee he probably wasn't talking about the man because, well, he's been dead for quite a while. I'm sure you've heard about that. Uh, uh, yeah, I heard, I, heard, I heard.
0: The man I, is available every Monday night, sir, on WWE <laughs> Premium Television Programming.
4: Becky Lynch, is that you? Wait, Becky Lynch was George Washington?
0: Wow.
2: Yeah, haven't you seen that
0: uh, reenactment? <laughs>
4: yes, Becky Lynch crosses the Delaware. <laughs> oh, that's what we're calling Seth Rollins
0: Ooh, now. All right, Laddie. <laughs>
2: um, I just wanted to highlight R.J. McCready before we start talking about tonight's main topics. To Wong Fu, <laughs> thanks for the AIDS, Julie Newmar. <laughs> uh, R.J. McCready
3: fighting the good fight, making sure the thing never makes dissimulation. <laughs>
2: Dude, did you see The Thing 2 is in the news? Oh, God, what happened now? So, um, let's see. I didn't mean to type in The Thing 2011 because nobody means to search for The Thing 2011. No, but, it's not that
0: bad. It's, it's not, not that bad,
2: but it's not good either. I mean... Now, last... That too. Look, Dion, if you ever want to get drunk and watch it together, like when you would bring the family down here... Nah, we don't want to subject the kids to that movie. Let's show them the original one and scare the shit out of them instead. How's that sound? My man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. his head, The guy's stomach ate that guy's arms. Yeah. Wait till you see what happens next. Oh, my God. His head's separated. <laughs> oh, dude. Wait till the flamethrower hits. Oh, my God. They electrocuted oh his God. blood. It's the craziest movie ever. <laughs> wait, what hold on. Fantastic. Hold on. Hold on, Dion. How, how, how old is D2?
3: He's nine now. Okay, that's 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 about the right age you need to expose him to the thing and really with him. I saw like
0: eight or seven when I saw the thing, he'll be fine. Same, yeah, he'll be fine, (laughs)
2: dude. (laughs) I want to see what Devin says to see in that movie because that kid is a little
0: older and he will be. I think he'll freak out out, like, dude, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I think Devin will really love it. Devin would really love that movie, you know, especially because now he's a a lot better about discerning how movies are not real, right? But he's still like, you know, he'll still get hit in the feels. But yeah, I think he'll be fine. Like he'll he might he might be scared, but he'll be like, yeah, that was cool as shit. D two will be like, oh god, mom, oh god. and she's already pissed at me, so it might not. You know, we might have to wait until we see each other in person. I wouldn't do it now because you know no, I already got. I want to be there. <laughs> he, obviously, I'm not gonna show him the thing and then be like, hey man, I got to deal with this shit by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, mean, make sure
3: you have that nice uh, that
2: nice 4K scan of it, you know. I
3: do. But, you know, so. I
0: know a guy. You know what I mean.
2: <laughs> we'll have look. It. I'm not going to show somebody the thing in 480p VHS quality. Man, you're going to see that shit in 4K, where you can see every string of sinew that separates from the body. There you go. Wait till we, wait till you get to Schlocktober, folks. Fest. This is or Fest, folks. This is going to be an ugly, ugly year. <laughs> we're gonna have some glory shit. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna have some fun shit. Uh, I've been working on a crossover with a pretty nice channel, so let's see if we can make some cool stuff happen. I'll tell you about it off air, guys. Nice, nice. Now, one thing I do want to say, though, about The Thing real quick is during a recent appearance at Texas Frightmare, John Carpenter stated there may be a sequel to The Thing in development, but he was sworn to secrecy. He said, I've been sworn to secrecy, okay? Because there may be, I don't know if there will be, there may be a Thing, too.
0: Um... Don't, honey, us John. Listen, I, I, that's what makes me mad about him. Because he will do that.
3: Listen, the the last couple of things he did were not that good. I love the man. He is a he is a god. He's made a lot of really fun shit. We've talked about on the channel, really mm-hmm. iconic, classic things. But everybody has their time, and his time has passed.
4: Yeah, Seriously, I saw diary. His time, of man, on, man. his time is up, and your time is now easy easy he, he, he won't be able to see you because your time is now
0: easy
4: <laughs> i'm just saying like
3: you know look at look look at the 90s look at uh, like Ghost from mars and things like that it's like those were of the
2: invisible man bro that's the worst one
3: that okay no,
0: that was i mean it's not terrible that's true it's just pretty fucking bad the point is the point is the point is one You know, Kendo gets points for those references. Two, the second thing. Thank you. The second thing is, you know, we love John Carpenter here. We played his music for a meetup. We did that shit at Whoreham. We love John Carpenter. We're just saying, hey, John, you know, you're a bit older. And, you know, you may or may not be able to get it up. We're not saying it's a bad thing. It's fine. We love you. Yeah. But except you know, for
4: we're cocoa pebbles and you're fruity pebbles.
0: Right. <laughs> like, you know, we may be Captain Crunch, you know, but you're you know, you're you you're, you're you're more fruit loops these days. <laughs> you mean grape nuts?
4: Ah. That is no, no one's favorite that, cereal. He's not Come Uwe on. Bull.
0: Calm down, Nick.
4: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ah, grape nut flakes are okay.
0: But here's <laughs> the could, could you imagine if Uwe Bull got mad enough at us that he tried to fight us? Because
2: bring it on. I prefer a straight fight all the way around. Listen, it's gonna it. be. It's, <laughs>
1: gonna
0: be
3: it's gonna be. a tag team. That's what it's gonna be.
0: Listen, we can. It. Could, it doesn't like he could throw a dart and get any four of us. That dude is like sixty now. <laughs> and we would beat the shit out of you with but that's not the point. The point is, John, we love you. We're just saying, you know, a little long in the tooth. That's all. We'll hear- that's okay. all. Okay, not I would.
3: I would. Okay. Here's how I would. I would. I would. I would love a a thing to graphic novel. I think that would be good. I don't want yeah, a movie Apple, because right. because there's going to be a lot of expectations, a lot of this and the other. I think if you did a nice graphic novel, you did a, you know, um, a crowdfunding thing for it. You had like signed copies, really crazy VIP copies, things like that. You, it would be cool. Um, that's as far as you need to go. Make a nice, uh, hell hell even come out with it with the with, with, with a vinyl and a CD of the music that goes along with it. Do that, please do that. Well, but for my, the
4: love of God, just don't make a movie. My thing is this. With with the thing, the whole twist and the idea and all the stuff about the thing that makes it really good and the suspense and everything like that, that that if you've seen that movie, that the jig is up. It's like, h- h- how do you replicate that in a sequel movie? Because we all know what the idea is going to be. That we don't know which one of is the thing. They got to figure it out. Ooh, it's a well, who dark it horse. Now.
0: I believe it was Dark Horse. Dark Horse did a comic series following up. It's it's actually pretty good. There's a different. Uh, I think there are, three. there might be four, but I think there are three separate series. So, you know, to the fans out there that obviously you listen to this show (laughs) because, hey, uh, but also you've already dealt with Star Wars. Go read the thing stuff. It's really good. So he did that. Uh, That all being said, even if we were to get a John Carpenter in his prime to follow the comic books that came out. You know, maybe not not be John Carpenter in twenty twenty three. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love you, John. I would take a I would take a fucking bullet for John Carpenter. Please don't if, I would Look a, it. I, we would all take a bullet for John Carpenter to the the shoulder like, even on the chest.
3: Not the chest. Like,
0: <laughs> Thank you. Me. Like, you know. But you know, John Carpenter is a man. Like John is fucking John Carpenter. Like, don't make a movie right now. Like, it better we be a twenty two. Yeah, man don't we'll pretend it's 2022 don't make a movie because we because we love you please don't please john don't make another movie
2: <laughs> now you know dion your sentiment about not making another movie is going to roll over into my uh, review of into the spider-verse or excuse me across the spider-verse because i don't ever ever want to have to travel back into the spider-verse um i'm excited <laughs> really? yeah i'm excited to talk to you about this movie because folks before i say this we review the film i want to put this out there None of my opinions or views on this film are based on my distaste for Miles Morales. At all. Everything I'm going to say is based strictly on the narrative structure of the film, the content of the film, no preconceived notions of the characters, or the futility of countless, you know, Spider-Man clone rip-off things. This is strictly on the basis of the film. I have nothing... Uh, that I'm going to say that's, oh, I hate Miles, so I hate this movie. No, no, no. He's actually the character I can tolerate the most in this film. I have very few issues with him. I don't like that he exists because I don't think there should be a million Spider-Man, but that's not what this review is about. Tonight, we're going to talk about the film. Uh, we're going to give you a chance to hear our review before we get into spoilers, and then we're going to have some more fun with our other topics. So... <laughs> you guys now dion dion and i have seen the film kendo and nick have not but uh, kendo and nick if you have any questions please ask us and folks in the chat uh tonight we want to have some super fan engagement so send in your messages everything you want to ask us and we're going to talk about uh into the spider-verse 2 across the spider-verse so this is the second in the series that is the what the ninth overall spider-man film the series started way back in 2 and believe me, you'll know when you watch this movie because it can't stop referencing everything that came before it. So this is our spoiler-free part of the review. Dion, yes, uh, just briefly, did you like this movie?
0: I fucking love this movie. Tell me more without going into spoilers yet. Without any spoilers, go fucking see it. No get me wrong. Uh, you know, fans of the show will know I was just as much a Miles Morales contrarian because again you know i'm you know jeff especially jeff and i together like you know we're fucking you know me and him we fucking love our media and for me i've said this to him you know and jeff knows this because obviously he knows that spider-man is not my favorite character um but peter parker is my spider-man you know i i was not a fan of this movie Doing what it did to to Peter Parker, I was not. I, I don't like the the act of of portraying to the viewer that this is the universe and this is how it is, you know. And and as much as I enjoy, yes.
2: What do you enjoy, Dion? Did we lose him? I think we did. I think Sony got him. He's saying too many nice things about this terrible movie. Are you there, Dion? Well, look, while Dion uh, has faded away from existence back to the future style, sorry, folks, uh, I'll fill in for a moment. So I, too, dislike Miles Morales. I think it's pointless. But again, I'm judging the film based on uh, the merit of the film. And I thought this film was far too long for an animated feature. It was the first maybe 25, Five minutes was the prelude with Spider Gwen, a character I have very little uh, affinity for because most characters in this film are unlikable, narcissistic douchebags. And if you don't like watching characters like Rey from The Force Awakens or these just know it all, whatever characters that are so hot, you're not going to like the characters in this movie because there's very little humility across the Spider Verse. There's very little heart. There's very little um, relatability with these characters. It's just Basically, it's like taking a McDonald's cheeseburger and then it, it starts out plain and then you put a pickle on it and you're supposed to pat McDonald's on the back for putting a pickle on it. Then they squirt a little bit of ketchup and you're supposed to pat him on the back for putting on ketchup and then mustard and you pat him back on the, pat them on the back again, then the onions and then you put the top bun. And you act like it's a masterpiece when in reality it's just the same shitty cheeseburger with a few extra toppings it's the same thing it's the same lack of nutritional value that's what i took away from this movie all the new introductions all the new characters all the wonderful things that you see in the trailer are about five minutes of this movie the shit you actually care about the million spider-men it's one scene and a very long movie Now, the character development is not bad, this is not a film that is stupid, because the stuff with Miles' parents, the stuff with him, it's fine, but because the characters aren't, I don't want to say relatable because I'm too old for that, but because the characters aren't very likable, it's hard to want to root for anything that goes on in this film. At all. Uh, The main plot is the spot was created by Spider-Man from the events of the last film, and he wants vengeance, and... Uh, Because of all the shit that went down in the first film, it's ripped a space-time continuum hole in the multiverse. So Spider-Man 2099 has taken it upon himself to team up with a core group of Spider-Man clones, which is literally everyone but Miles Morales, to uh, you know, police the multiverse by making sure that certain events happen no matter the outcome. And the movie, it's like a lot of filler. It's you know, the main story really only needs about half the time of the film. And then, it's not even a complete story. It doesn't end. It is to be continued. Now, I didn't know that going into this movie. I guess, you know, maybe if you read the press or the trades, it was going to be a part of the story. But I did not know that at all. So I'm watching this movie, very bored, to the point where I, I went and got popcorn because I thought I was going to fall asleep. I did not enjoy any of this movie. It was just... It's like if you eat a piece of candy, you know, that's sweet, that tastes pretty good, but you keep eating the candy and you're just, you blow out your taste buds and you're really, you're just not satisfied anymore. It's just junk after junk after junk. That's what I got from this movie. So little substance. And the thing I dislike about Miles Morales or modern day interpretations of Spider-Man is yes, Spider-Man has wit. He's got a hot mouth, a sharp tongue, this, that, and the other. But he always shows respect to specific people. Like you never saw Peter yell at Aunt May. There was always a line he wouldn't cross when he, you know. I don't like that these modern characters don't have that limit. It's like they're all and I hate to keep using the phrase again, they're just all unlikable douchebags. They're 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 all quippy, they're all witty, they're all backstabbing, nobody is earnest, nobody is that interesting. Like, Spider Punk is Spider-Punk, and it's not that interesting. He's just Uh, He's a stereotype of the the cocky British guy. Okay, big deal. Spider-Gwen, she has way more focus in this movie, and she's kind of a douchebag too. And Miles Morales is the least problematic part of this movie, and I hate to use the word problematic. But realistically, uh, if you have the issues that I do with the character, it's not a problem, uh, because Miles is fine. But my big problem with him is the fact that he's just a Peter Parker replacement. It's the same shit that Peter Parker dealt with with just a modern twist. It's not unique. It's not original. I mean, he has trouble fighting crime, getting to school on time, getting into college, making making the party, getting the cake, like all these things that Spider-Man has historically done. And it makes me wonder, what's the point of creating a new Miles Morales character? He offers nothing to the conversation except he has electricity powers. Okay, why couldn't Spider-Man just wear a fucking gauntlet or something like that if you really need electricity? So... I found myself questioning uh, the irony a lot of that. Right
4: I know, now. right? <laughs> we, need, um, we, we need. We know somebody that needs electricity right now. Dude, this movie needs more than just that, what those people need, okay? They it's, need Mr. Electricity, so they need to go dig up Herb Abrams. I mean, do you think he was buried in his cowboy boots? Oh, I would fucking love to think that he was buried in his cowboy boots with a big old bag of blow and... The, well I don't think he was buried with the UWF championship because I think they still have that around there yeah oh he was totally buried in he was buried in just cowboy boots he was naked like when he got arrested
2: I mean if you have a story about you being ripped out of your mind on coke naked
4: in cowboy boots you have
2: lived life maybe not well but you've lived
4: <laughs> the crazy part is that he was supposedly a really nice guy
2: <laughs> yeah just because you're a you know you're stoned out of your gore doesn't mean you're a bad person yeah you just like the to party too hard
4: yeah, shit happens when you party naked
2: yeah well folks if you need to find out what happened to Herb Abrams when he partied naked well go watch Dark Side of the Ring mm-hmm. more entertaining than Into the Spider-Verse because now people are asking about is it woke is it this is it that Peter Parker excuse me Miles Morales has a BLM sticker on his backpack that they put right front and center now I didn't see that in the trailer yeah it's in there which Bacon, is weird
4: lettuce, and mayo yeah but... he
2: was hungry <laughs> oh, alright But, um, yes, I agree with you, Ted, about the story is more of the issue. The spot is an underwhelming villain considering the rogues gallery. It really feels like the leftovers of Spider-Man. It's, well, we're going to tell this animated story. We can't really, for some reason, they can't use regular Peter Parker Spider-Man. Like, there's Peter B. Parker, but he doesn't even wear the costume. Like, you can see in all the promotional images. He wears a pink bathrobe, and he carries the baby around. I was hoping at the end of this movie, he had to put the baby in the crib, put on his mask, and went and fought off a Spider-Man, because it's like... I was, I don't get what the whole appeal is depriving everyone of regular Spider-Man. When you go and you look at Into the Spider-Verse, no, Into the Spider-Verse, I apologize, No Way Home, that movie is the highest grossing Spider-Man movie because it had three versions of Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. People went ten times to see this movie. That's the new gold standard for fan hype. I'm not saying it's the best Spider-Man movie, far from it, but it ain't bad either. But I gotta say, this movie really is underwhelming, especially with Marvel and Sony wanting to give you more Miles Morales in the live-action movie, more Miles Morales who's gonna replace Spider-Man in this new video game. If you don't really enjoy Miles Morales, I don't think there's gonna be a much, there's gonna be an interesting year for Spider-Fans. You're gonna be stuck watching either the character you hate or a character who's just being Peter Parker, but it's not Peter Parker. So it was such a disappointing film. And I gotta say too, guys, Usually, these superhero movies all have really good fan engagement. And I saw it at 2 this afternoon, East Coast time, and it was fairly packed. There was only about three seats available in this theater. No one reacted to anything but one joke. There's a joke where they're running down the stairs, and that's it. No one, oh, sorry, I take that back. They all laughed at the Spider Man finger point meme because people know that from the internet. But these mm. kids, it was mostly kids and parents, no one was laughing. Kids were running around because they, or kids got up because they were bored. Like, it was like watching a a drama. This was supposed to be a funny movie at times, and people weren't into it. So I want to know what people in your, uh, people that have seen it in the chat, tell me what your audience experience was, and as soon as Dion comes back into the chat, I'd love to pick his brain about that. But, um, you know, oh shit, Dion lost power in his apartment due to a storm. So it's going to be a couple minutes, guys. Yes, that was
4: the electricity (laughs) jokes, Jeff.
2: Well, I don't know, because I just opened the chat. I'm doing the show. I don't have time to look at my phone.
4: So, folks, if 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 you would like to help Jeff develop the skills of multitasking, go ahead and just join Patreon or <laughs> you know send in some super chats of encouragement.
2: I could buy I can buy multitasking.
4: That's a power up from the Legend of Zelda. I just need enough <laughs>
2: rupees. So, folks, we need about five hundred rupees to get that skill or, 1, Gulf or a thousand gold Skulltulas, which could take or
3: or or seven seven thirty in U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah,
2: we're not picky. No, 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 but. Uh, Uh, Thank you, though, for everybody. And Dion will come back in just a moment. But, uh, yeah, guys, I... You know, I'm a big Spider-Man fan to the point where I've dedicated my life to being a comic artist because I was so pumped for that first Spider-Man movie. I was like, I gotta draw this shit. I gotta be a part of the conversation. It's so cool. It's so exciting. 2013 hit with the all-new, all-different Marvel, and I lost that drive in my life, mainly because I didn't want to be associated with the people that write Marvel comics. The editors and writers... Are that crazy three-letter word that you drop, SJW, and I don't want to be associated with that shit. I don't really think that's what these comic book characters should be. They should be relatable, fun, not really aspirational like the DC people, because those are a little boring in my eyes, but they should be characters that people can relate to and enjoy, no matter the age. Because I'm trying to look at this film and understand that it's a kid's film. I'm not trying to be overly critical, because I don't want to come off as some angry guy that's bitching about a kid's film. But... Super Mario Bros. was a kid's film. I thought that was a better film in every way. Um, you know, other Spider-Man films are family-appropriate. They're all better than this one. I will just say that. This is the worst Spider-Man movie I've ever seen, personally. I did not like this movie at all. I would rather watch Andrew Garfield. I'd rather watch Spider-Man 3. I'd rather watch fucking the first Tom Holland movie, which I hate, too. Oh and no God, Spider-Man movie been has a terrible. Dude, remember when we reviewed it, how shitty we were all pissed off, and everyone's like, it's so great. And we're just like, no. Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was, yeah, because it was,
3: it was, it was him bitching about not being able to do things because, like, he, because Iron Man told him to stay, you know, in the neighborhood and make sure everything was okay. And he kept making fun of it. He's like, oh, I don't want to listen to Iron Man. Don't listen to Iron Man. It's like, and then, and then, like, he shows up when he fucks up. It's like, you're, you're just Iron Boy at this point. That's all you are. You're Iron Boy.
2: Yep. Um, No, uh, ex-lerb, it was not better than the 1980 Spider-Man cartoon. I love that cartoon, actually. It's not a guilty pleasure. It's just my first introduction to Spider-Man, so it holds a special place in my heart. Um, now guys, all those crossovers, like, all the different Spider-Men, that's a good scene. That is the best scene in this movie. But, like, I keep saying, folks, it's not worth the price of admission to see Spider-Man from the PS4 game make a comment, or Lego Peter Parker show up, or the spectacular Spider-Man. He comes back. Like, that stuff was cool, But it was one scene in a whole narrative film that just didn't really hit for me. So, um, I got a question.
4: Yeah, what's up? So, for somebody that had no idea what the hell of Miles Morales was till he met you, um, how we all know this, we all know that Peter Parker gets bit by a radioactive spider, now he's got superpowers. How does Miles Morales get his superpowers? He's bitten by a radioactive spider. They're (laughs) all...
2: What happens, his story, according to this movie, is... They make a radioactive spider. It gets sent to the wrong dimension. He gets bit by the spider, which causes the original Spider-Man of his universe to die, who could have then, you know, saved everybody. So this movie actually copies
4: from Back to the Future too. by the way. So he's like a Highlander. There can only be one. If I get bit by a radioactive spider, then I become the new Spider-Man, and the old one just dies. No, because somehow that same
2: radioactive spider bit Spider Gwen. Yeah, See, I
4: don't. Right, this is, I, I, you know what? I'm, no, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna try to understand. I'm just. Gonna well,
3: understand. I I remember in the in the first one across the universe, like all of them couldn't exist in the same universe because they were all you know bitten by a spider, and that was the thing. Is like they all had to, they all had to go back. I, th- I think that's how it went in the first
2: one. It, it was um, okay. Now so, they all have a bracelet, and they could just stay there. Well, oh, so uh-huh. they have
3: so they have a MacGuffin awesome that's good that's great yeah that these makes these fucking muffins. sense
2: yeah <laughs> by the way uh someone in the set, chat said that peter parker kissed him and he got his powers that way uh
3: say it, oh.
4: that's the june version of the movie that's the june version well, of that movie. it is the first of june kendo there yeah. we go we've got we've got the theatrical cut we've got the director's cut and we've got the june cut
2: ah <laughs> oh, that's why it's called the 616 universe because it's the june 16th version god, god. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's where, things, that's where we're going to be a thing now. There's going to be like the the June cut of a lot of films. What? Okay, folks in the chat, you can play along with us right now as we're talking about this movie. What? What film should get a June cut? And uh, give us your June cut pitches. Like the June cut of the thing would be like Brokeback Mountain in Antarctica, which would yeah. be hilarious. God, dude, come yeah. on. Think think, <laughs>
3: think, 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 think. Ocean's Eight June cut. Okay, think that. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, think. Yeah. Okay. I like Sandra Bullock
4: movie. and a uh, Kate Blanchet. Yeah, that'd be a way better movie.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Kate Blanchett's a good-looking woman.
3: Over Jeff's over here, go going like, oh, first thing, a, bu- a bunch of dudes, and and it's cold outside. Yeah, that's where I'm going to go. Jesus Christ! Well, Jeff. nothing's
4: going to
2: happen because you're all shriveled up because it's fucking Antarctica.
4: Correct. No one's going to be in the mood for that shit when you're down there freezing to death.
2: There's an alien that's turning them, that's eating them.
4: I don't think they're going to be like, oh man, <laughs> the there's an alien this
2: I was going to take the whole
3: <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't fucking say it.
2: Nor did I. Thank you, Kendo. Uh I was just going to say they're like, "Yeah, we're going to we're going to run away from this aliens and have sex and then die." It's like what a dumb premise. <laughs> Keep it in your pants to survive the creature Keep attack. It in
3: your pants to survive. <laughs> oh god. Uh Charlie's Angels June cut.
2: There you go. <laughs> Which Charlie's Angels? Uh the original from the 70s? The 2000s one with Lucy Lou, Drew Barrymore, and Cameron Diaz, or the new ones with Kristen, Kristen <laughs> Bell and two other girls that I don't know their names. The
3: first, the, the first two, because I feel like the third one will involve, will involve too much underarm hair.
2: Yeah, I don't judge, but I just don't want to see that in that movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's, Not that's on screen. Gonna, that's how I feel it's going to go down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. No, Robot Shlomo, if you didn't enjoy the first Spider-Verse film, you should not watch this one. Folks, I mean, I always tell you guys to do what you want, think for yourselves, and all of that stuff. But I am a long-time die-hard Spider-fan. I mean, you name it, I've read it. I love them all. But this is just a film that I feel dropped the ball in every way. And it let me down. I wasn't bored... I just wasn't enthused to watch anything, and the Back to the Future 2 style twist where they come back and they're, you know, oh my god, it's the wrong universe, okay, like, they haven't done enough to build up what they try to have pay off in this movie, Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, and the Spot, as you guys know from the trailer, are the villains, the Spot is a lame joke, just like in the comic books, but like, You can't use that type of a villain as the mainstay in a fucking feature film because all these joke characters, a comic book back when these characters were coming out were like 65 cents or a dollar at maximum when the spot was around. You're paying 12 to 15 dollars to see a movie that cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make. Stop with this bullshit. If you want to use obscure Spider-Man characters, no problem. But if you're going to make a movie like this, make sure that you follow a structure that's interesting. If Darth Vader was a panty waste, then Star Wars would have sucked ass. But he was an imposing villain. He choked the dude. He threw him under the fucking wall. He killed Obi-Wan Kenobi. He shot down all these pilots. He was an intimidating villain. The spot can't even steal an ATM. That's it. Like, no. There's a reason why they used Doc Ock, the Green Goblin, and some of the other iconic villains in these films because you can build a story around them. This movie could not. It just was like joke after joke after joke. And they weren't funny. And the kids weren't laughing. So if the kids aren't laughing and the adults aren't laughing, then who's there to laugh? Nobody. It's just so dumb.
3: Wait, I I, I have an idea, Jeff. I have an idea. This is going to work and make things better. Okay, are you ready? Okay.
2: Ghostbusters 2016, June cut you're welcome oh, 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 no it's a Cadillac I don't want to see Melissa McCarthy and uh, Leslie Jones I'll watch Kristen yeah. Wiig and uh, other one sure but
3: I mean it doesn't have to be those actresses it
2: can be other ones you know like oh Alexander we can switch actresses sure why not so it's Alexandra so Sydney Sweeney Monica Bellucci and uh, Christina Hendricks is that a good guy's 2016 had that, you
3: had that in your head already Jeez.
2: Oh, I always got that in my head, but we don't need to talk about that.
3: YouTube's I'm glad. Not, I'm, glad
2: I'm glad. YouTube's not very friendly to uh, guys like us.
3: <laughs> That's true.
2: Even though we're guys that are friendly to everybody, I just don't get it.
3: Yeah, man. man
2: yeah. Um, would you guys watch a Captain Marvel June cut? Yes. Yeah, so would I.
3: No, <laughs> no, no. I would. Maybe. I would watch. I would, I would probably watch the Marvels June cut. There we go. You're just missing your ex-wife. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hey! She looked good on the on the red carpet of 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 uh, Fast X. Okay, I got got a little excited. All right, she looks better than she used to. Like I,
2: I'm not gonna lie to the audience and say she's gross looking or something. Maybe her feet are, but like nowadays, she's changed her image. She's trying to get people to like her and go see her movies. I won't because I judge people on their personality, not their tits. But god damn it, <laughs> she's trying hard, and I give her a thumbs up for that.
3: Yeah, but that's, that's about true. it. That's true.
2: Uh, yes you're right uh, Quang Su just keep her shoes on <laughs> yeah um, yeah um, now I'm trying to think what else there is to talk about into the spider verse 2 uh, the animation is not as groundbreaking as it was the first time you know you always remember your first time you're enamored by that but the second go around this movie is very blurry it's very it's interesting I'm an artist obviously so I'm going to appreciate the more artistic points but I didn't really, it wasn't enough to save the movie. I didn't care about Gwen Stacy and her dad. I didn't care about Peter and his baby. Well, the Peter Parker baby and Mary Jane stuff was good. So that was that. But like, I didn't care about the Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man 2099 stuff. Visually, this movie is a win. Narratively, I think it's a fail. And overall, like, I, I, I hate to say this because I don't want to sound like one of these angry people on the internet, but don't pay to see this movie. Like if you got kids that want to see this movie, take your kids. Take your family. Family always comes first. Don't worry about what, you know, people say on the internet. But if you're a guy or a girl, I look at the demographics. So I know it's 97% dudes. Sorry ladies, we still respect you. But like no. don't go. Don't waste your fucking money on this one. This is not a fun movie. It feels obligatory at times. And if you know Spider-Man lore, you're just going to roll your eyes and think, "What is the purpose of all of this?" Like man, jesus i just i'm trying to find something positive to build on to make my next point but i can't i really don't like this movie it was again uh, just a waste of time a waste of money i the shit that you're gonna be enamored by is in the trailer so just watch the trailer and then send us a message and i'll spoil the rest for you and that's all you need to know but there's one part i wish dion was here for there is a spider horse that shoots webs and wears a mask, <laughs> and it can talk and shit. or no, sorry, he doesn't talk. The cowboy that rides him talks.
4: So and I thought about, cut. yeah, it's the.
2: <laughs> that wasn't Heath Ledger under the mask, buddy. It was Jake Gyllenhaal, and his sister was the horse. <laughs> oh god! Um, but no, I did think of Dion the entire time watching that scene because I'm like, I know Dion's going to see this movie eventually. And I'm sure, you know, we'll have a conversation about it. But I know he'll hate the fucking horse. <laughs> um. Now, oh, yeah, thank you, Dirk, in the chat for bringing this to my attention. There's a pregnant spider woman in this
4: movie. So and, not? like, yeah, Wait, she's pregnant. If, like, when she goes to, like, have her babies, does, like, her belly explode and just, like, all these little spider babies go flying out?
2: That's in part three. <laughs>
4: Okay. <laughs> no, a spider baby is the real thing. It's got the body of a
3: spider, but the head of a baby. You need to watch Species Two. That that that's I know what happens.
2: Uh, I I've seen that movie. The first Species is a a cult classic. That's the nicest thing I can say about it. Um, it was one of those '90s skin flicks. It's like the '90s equivalent of Life Force, Nick, but with less <laughs> bush. So that's, well, a, I feel that's like, a downgrade. I
3: feel like one and two were that because two was a little bit more of a skin flick. But yeah, you know, yeah, two is yeah, a little more skin flick than, than one was, but it still it still had that aspect to it. I, I know what you're talking about.
2: We need to bring back the skin flick, maybe maybe on listen, streaming, but we need man. a reason um, to have them
3: back. I'm I I I'm I'm down for it. I know. I, I, yeah, it's because those, those those were fun. Those were those were crazy movies, man. Especially the parody ones that happened in like the early, well, maybe 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 the early aughts. Yeah, because they had a lot of parody ones that would come out late at night, like around 11, 30, 12, Eastern Standard Time, and you
2: know. <laughs> Hmm, it's not like you uh, timed it on your watch. Nope, never. I never had a VCR there to record them all the time. Never. Oh, your old uh, your old Nokia cell phone with the dot matrix sound was like, <laughs> oh beep, beep, God. beep. Oh, God, it's time to record. Shit, here we go. Life was better to, when the technology was simpler.
3: <laughs> had to run a splitter from my parents' house to mine and, and, you know, like, hide it behind the TV so nobody would know it was there.
2: Dude. I you remember had those, those, you had those
3: big. You had those big buttons on it that would go ka-chunk, ka-chunk every time you like hit it. It was fucking terrible. You are doing it so quietly so nobody would know you were
2: doing it. What are you doing down there, son? Uh, nothing. I'm watching X-Play. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um clearly that's more fun to talk about than our uh, okay. Into the Spider-Verse review, but... Uh,
3: okay. Yeah, because, yeah, like, you know, I remember after that, after that, they had the, little, the nice little spiders that had, like, the sliding metal on them that would slide from one to the other real, like, real smoothly, no sound, and I was like, where the fuck were those? I needed those.
2: I did. Dude, <laughs> we, look at the HDMI cord is a wonderful invention. It really is. It really is. <laughs> now, our friend Ted in the chat has seen the film. He said, I thought the spot was an opening villain to start the movie. Nope, just him. Yeah, Ted... I don't dislike the spot at all. My first introduction to the spot was back in the 94 cartoon because I was six years old when that show debuted, so, I mean, there's not a lot of Spider-Man to consume, especially when the books back in the 90s, people overinflated the value of comic books, so it wasn't easy to get a ton of old Spider-Man comics. Plus, why would you want to read the old ones at that age when the new ones featured Venom and the shit that was popular? So, I don't even know if the spot appeared in the early 90s, but that's not the point. I... I think of the spot like I think of the beetle, like I think of uh I'm trying to think of I think a lot of the Spider-Man villains are they work best in small doses. You know, your Goblin, your do- Doc Ock in my eyes is the greatest Spider-villain of all time. He straight up is just the the one that I always go to. Like if I was going to do a Spider-Man graphic novel or a miniseries, it would be Doc Ock as the villain, not Norman Osborn because that got too stupid, especially once you bring in the whole sins of the father um, when, you know, he's banging Gwen Stacy and she's a clone and all this crap. They really ruined the character for me. Yeah, his girlfriend that dies got knocked up by the Green Goblin instead. Oh, That's my real. God. Oh,
4: my God. I fucked your girlfriend, Spider-Man. Ha-ha! But then... Think but, about but, it, hero. But then,
3: but then there was also a fucking clone. I was like,
2: what? All the fucking clones in this movie, Ben Riley, he's like, He's overly dramatic. He's like, oh my god, I've landed in the, in the alleyway. There's something. I'm looking at the wall. I'm looking at the other wall. It's normal. Like, he's, like I get the humor in this. It's written for people like me that are going to understand it. Like, there was one joke I laughed at and it was kind of sad. They're like, they're showing the multiverse how every multiverse has to have a certain event happen. And they're like... This is Universe ASM 90. And I chuckled because ASM 90 literally stands for Amazing Spider-Man issue number 90, where this event happened. And they just—they literally showed issues of the comic book on screen. And I was like, ha ha, Gil Kane artwork, cool. But other than that, and oh, also too, they spliced live action into this movie, which I think is jarring. Like, Donald Glover is in this movie. Oh, Donald Glover, sh- uh,
3: of yeah. course he is. Of course
2: yeah, He's he is. in jail. They're like walking by him. He's like, what are you staring at? It's rude to stare. It's like, oh, shit. Um, they, they splice in clips of Andrew Garfield crying. They splice in clips of Tobey Maguire crying. You know, the one that we have the button for? Oh like, he, God. that scene's in this movie. What button so, is that? Oh, um, you know, it's somewhere here. I think it's uh, closer to the bottom. But, you know, if the audience wants to see it, they can wait a second, and we'll press it for them right about now.
1: Who's that Pokemon! Uncle Ben.
2: Yeah. Um, The way to save this Spider-Verse film is to, like, in the third one, just have Tobey Maguire appear at the end of the movie
4: in animated form and just fight everybody and save the day. Then I'm cool. Like, I'm... Now, you you guys are older. He just looks in the camera and goes, Hi, everybody. I'm Tobey Maguire. And everything you've seen between from 2007 until now has all been a dream. None of it existed. I was just really sick one night, and these are all my fever dreams. Catch you next time, and he just swings <laughs> away into, you know, the credits. It That'll was the awesome.
2: dream. Yeah. I used to read Word Up Magazine. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, one of the cameos was actually funny. Do you remember the 1960s Spider-Man cartoon? No. No. Nope. Well, you, you've heard of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. He, he appears in one shot, and then he gets like a Charlie horse and dies. <laughs> so... Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really I know Dion loved it. and I really wanted to have a spirited discussion about why he loved the film versus why I hated the film. And I'm going to use the phrase hate. I hated this movie. I'm not angry at Miles Morales. I don't care about the diversity. I don't care about the women with shaved haircuts and this and that. Like, I don't like movies where all the characters are unlikable. Miles Morales is the least of the problems in this movie. And that's me saying this shit. The guy who swears I'll never buy one of those comic books. And I haven't. I've sworn off buying a PlayStation 5 because I was going to buy it for the Spider-Man game. And I know that he's going to fucking... They're going to kill Peter Parker and you're going to be forced to play as Miles Morales. And I don't want to play as that character. I don't want to spend... $500 Five hundred dollars for a console, seventy dollars for a game, a hundred dollars for an extra controller, and another seventy dollars for a year PlayStation Plus to play half of a game with a character I like and another half with I don't. You know, thank God they announced that Metal Gear Solid remake is going to be on Xbox because I'm not switching consoles anytime soon. Sony can go fuck themselves. They have really yeah. shit the bed with this movie. Yeah, dude, they they, they really have. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll
3: we'll see what the uh, if there's going to be a next weekend drop off or or, or not. So.
2: Well, based on the numbers, they're looking at uh, what is it, $153 million for the opening weekend, which is going to kill The Little Mermaid, which is already a fucking flop. Like, yeah. I was reading on today's video, folks, check it out. They said it needs to make 400, low $400 million range or up to $560 million to break even. As oh, of this what, morning... Is that worldwide or domestic? Worldwide, because oh, the domestic geez. box office is way more they're successful than the international box office. Dude... There's a French website, a German website, and a couple other uh, websites that aren't Asia that are shitting on this movie. IMDb has to put up a thing. We have to wait the metrics so we can get an accurate review score. So their accurate review score is at ninety-five. Oh bullshit! Yeah, yeah. fuck them.
4: Like well, Disney uh, has to be paying people. According to the box office Mojo, um, right now that movie's sitting at two hundred seventeen and a half million dollars, but one hundred thirty-eight and a half million dollars is coming from the domestic. So. 64% nearly uh of the little mermaid is coming from the domestic. Now the question is what is going to happen to it come this coming weekend because I I'm sure there's going to be a fucking drop off.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, it was Memorial Day. Now I know kids are out of school and I look at when I went and saw the Spider-Verse, when I was getting some popcorn, a mom took about seven kids to go see the Little Mermaid. And I felt bad for the boys because it was like Two brothers with a bunch of sisters, and he could just tell they did not want to see that fucking movie. The mom's
4: like, We're gonna go see the little mermaid. And I'm like, oh
2: man. Yeah, and, and if I had kids, yeah, we wouldn't god. be seeing that shitty
0: movie. That's when yeah. you
4: fall that's when you fall down, gig yourself, and then start screaming, help, help, my mom is beating me. <laughs> oh my god. Child yes. protective services will get called and you won't have to see The Little Mermaid. Yeah, or your parents ever again. <laughs>
0: It's God like that God. episode
4: of South Park where Cartman comes up with a solution to get rid of all the parents. So he tells the kids, "Call, call the police and say your parents molested you." And they end up having like a Lord of the Flies type town.
3: <laughs> is it Lord of the Flies or is it, or is it Children of the Corn? Which one? Uh, it's a
4: Outlander.
2: Bowl. We have
4: your woman. <laughs> it's kind. Of, yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of both, but I would say it's more Children of the Corn.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha.
4: That is a movie that I don't find scary in the slightest
2: bit. I love Dude, Stephen they King's Dude, they've remade it like not. twenty-three times. Jeez, it, man! Like they get and,
3: and like it was and it was a Stephen King from a, from a, I think it's a Stephen King short story as well. So they pulled they pulled they literally beat a dead horse with a fucking short story.
4: Hey, but our boy uh, garbage days in that movie. That's true, what? No, I love that shit so much.
3: Yeah dude yeah, cuz I think they remade it last year or something. Yeah, they remade it last year and nobody cared about it then. It's like sci-fi is remade four times. Like other people try to remake it like nobody fucking cares about it. It's just nobody gives two shits. It's just a
2: recognizable
3: name like Spider-Man at this point or or, or Amityville. Like there's Amityville like <laughs> It's Amityville everything now.
4: They've yeah, never they been scary. Amityville Whore. That's probably good one. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah,
3: let's make that one, Amityville Horror. There we go. I'm sure it
4: already exists. Sure.
2: I mean, look, there's always
3: room for sequels. Either we go, either either, the three things we go: Amityville Horror, Amityville Horror House, or Amityville Bordello. Done. There we go. Or it's a trilogy.
4: Yeah, we just uh, you know just steal a bunch of like famous like you know sci-fi or horror movies and just replace it. So like. The Amityville Horror, or Revenge of the Amityville Horror, The Amityville Horror Strikes Back—all sorts of different things.
3: Amityville, Amityville, um, Amityville sorority house.
2: Yeah. <laughs> stop making, stop pitching better movies than they're gonna make. There's <laughs> a bunch of na- a bunch of naked and topless pillow fights, and like
3: I... and like and like some and some bloody seance stuff. Like towards towards the middle and the end, that's it. <laughs>
4: I'm not hearing anything that I would disapprove of in any way.
2: That's all it would be. (laughs) I want to watch this movie. I want to make this movie. (laughs) I want to produce it. I want to help cast it. I want to be the first victim in the film. (laughs)
3: Fine. You'll be the pizza guy that gets that gets uh, that gets you know, <laughs> sacrifice quote unquote. Yeah, somebody ordered
4: he a rolls a pizza. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I, did somebody get a large sausage pizza? And they're like, Yeah, we <laughs> all did. And Jeff goes walking, in and he's here. hear,
3: ah! That's how hey, if you gotta go,
4: go with a smile. <laughs> that's
2: true.
3: That's true. That's that's how that's how all four of us go in the movie. We're all just like delivery guys. We just like yeah. we just we just go that way in the movie. <laughs>
4: They just they just fucking call Uber Eats every you know couple of hours and just murder the person. And, yeah, it, and it's... the the back of the sorority house looks like the fucking end shot on uh, from Dust till dawn with all them fucking trucks piled up in that canyon behind the titty twister. There you the go. Yeah. Twister. Exactly.
3: Exactly.
4: It's <laughs> just all these poor delivery guys fucking automobiles. Got the poor part right.
3: Yeah. That that's all it is. It's it's it's, it's like it's like Jeff first. <laughs> <laughs> then Kendo, then Dion, then I'll go last.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that order. I can I can get down with that. Yeah, and Decent it's all yeah, order. and
3: it's all once again, it's all naked. It's all tricks getting naked and sacrificing us. That's all it is.
2: That's yep. all it is. Boom, Shiva K, dude, can I die like in Temple of Doom? Like that's how I want to go in the a sure,
4: like, fucking
2: rip yeah. out my heart. I'm still some, alive. Some Drop me in the lava.
4: Stand, some sorority horse standing over the top of you topless. Kalimah. Kalima. Kalima. <laughs> the day. I'm I'm there, man. Katoshi oh, <laughs> <God.
1: laughs> die. she die. <She>
2: <laughs> Folks, if you want us to make movies, make sure you spread the word because that's what we're doing. We're making entertainment more entertaining for you.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Amityville sorority house. God
2: damn it. That would that'd be fun. <laughs> Hey, if you remind me, look it, we should, I got an idea. This is how we can actually help uh, fund some of these projects. Tell me guys off air and people in the chat, I should make t-shirts of this shit. We'll make a full high quality t-shirt, like with really good artwork on it because it comes from us. And you know, if there's enough interest, then we'll do a little more with these projects and have fun with it. So should we do an Amityville horror shirt? Yes. No,
3: yeah. yeah, Make, 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 make like, make, make like three or four different ones and we'll do, we'll do a competition, like make, make really nice puzzles for them, whichever one sells the most and like. Let's say um, a month, or let, let's say a month. Let's say a month. What'll, what what then will happen is whatever um, ancillary income comes from that we'll make a we'll make a we'll make a thirty second trailer, and then if
2: that does well, then we go on to make the movie. I like it, folks. Uh, hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to WCBS. And Nick, remind me of this idea off air so we can actually implement that uh, this summer of bullshit. Yeah. We told you folks because, that the changes were coming. Yeah, because right
3: l- 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 yeah, because if you get yeah, once again if you, if you come down here and do that, it'll be a lot fucking easier.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cut look it. I I remember living in California how expensive it was to just get to a place. So we can make for the cost of two Uber rides in California, I'm sure we can make a thirty second trailer and go to lunch. Oh, no yeah yeah and we, we, yeah, we can all do, do it all at Richard's house you know and
3: then and, and the, then go get pizza or sushi or a- afterwards and we're, we're good so yeah I love it all a sushi <laughs> yeah it, it, yeah it all works out it all works out yeah mm-hmm. we do we do yeah I think I, I think his <clears throat> his guest room bed has been covered in blood like eight times already this year
2: <laughs> well he's just having a good he's living his best life bro <laughs> yeah I don't judge I don't judge at all yeah <laughs> hashtag respect. Now, um, in terms of the Spider-Verse, folks, like I said, I really can't recommend this movie to, like, if you have a family, if you have kids, go watch it with them. If they want to see it, always make your family happy, within reason. I mean, don't go to debt to please your family. That's yeah, don't, yeah don't, don't go to Disney with your family. That, that, that'll make you on debt. Don't do that. So. Okay, so there is the Amityville Horror on Amazon.
4: <laughs> of course there is.
2: It's a book. But you know what? Um... Who cares? I'll look, I got, we'll call up the lawyer and we'll see if, um, you know, look, there's two different things called the Amityville Horror. We'll just come up with our own version. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. The second one is a June, a June level adult film. So we might not oh. want to make it. Wait no, it's Scared Stiff Two: The Amityville Horror. We're taking it back, okay? <laughs> what, it's a three-hour adult film. What the fuck?
1: It's Scared Damn. Stiff
2: Two. Made it. by Naked Stiff. Sorry, Naked Sword Productions. Oh my mm. god, it's not, it's not. It's not done by Woodcock. No, it's not by done by Mr. Woodcock Productions. <laughs> it stars. I'm not gonna read this. No. Yeah, don't, yeah,
3: don't, don't read those names. Don't read those names. They haven't paid us for that. Don't read those names.
2: No, we're we we do not promote we don't promote that stuff. You gotta pay us, folks. Join our <laughs> Patreon page. We'll promote your shit once a week for uh, a nominal fee. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, Enrique, Nick wasn't joking about the dead body. It's the uh it's out there. You gotta find it. Yep. yep. So I like again, folks, I really can't recommend this movie. I highly say I say avoid it it's stupid it's got a cliffhanger ending the villain's weak it's it's like the first run was good it was cute it was funny it was heroic you had a story that you could root for this movie is about characters you have it's like it's a time loop movie where certain events have to happen in the time loop or time will destroy itself and in this case it's not the death of Uncle Ben that has to happen it's the death of Captain Stacy So every Captain Stacy equivalent has to die. And it's like, the Captain Stacy equivalent in this movie, for Miles, is his dad, even though it's supposed to be Uncle Ben, but Uncle Ben, I guess, is Uncle Aaron. It's just a convoluted mess. Honestly, if you like the Spider-Man lore, go watch the cartoons. Go watch the Tobey Maguire films. Go watch the Andrew Garfield films. But just don't go to this movie. Like, I can't say it strongly enough. You're not going to have a good time at all. So... (laughs) Uh, I was pissed, honestly. I thought the opening was overly drawn out. I don't think Spider-Gwen's a likable character. Um, You're supposed to root for your heroes, not have douchebag heroes. Maybe that's just a next-generation thing and I'm too old. Like, you know, goddamn me, like, I want to have a character that I can stand behind. Like, you know, Indiana Jones used to be a cool character that you can get behind. Even he showed respect for his dad, even though his dad was old school. Um, You know, when his dad told him to listen, he listened. And I'm not saying you need a movie about characters who listen to their parents but if they treat everyone like shit and there's no line, they're just assholes. And do you really want to watch a film about assholes? Not, not in the. No, no, know.
3: no. And, and, like, I hope that's not a, um, I hope that's not, like, just how modern heroes or modern, um, you know, like, yeah, like heroes are going to be because that's, that's terrible. Because, like, the ones you said, um, you know, Indiana Jones, James Bond, those characters, they had respect for, for certain people and other ones they obviously killed but you know they had like there was there was they, they were they were human they were human beings it's not like these people you're talking about are just like straight assholes or just talking to them and just trying to be aggressive all the time and mean that doesn't make sense so mm-hmm. i don't know it yeah it doesn't sound like fun at all
2: no uh nick and kendo avoid it like the plague you you're not gonna like it yeah i am not. I mean i wasn't yeah i wasn't gonna watch it anyways, i wasn't but, yeah. planning on it anyway so we're good well, I didn't plan on seeing it until this afternoon when I was getting ready for the show and I was I typed in the, the image to get the picture for the podcast logo and I was like, wait a second, there's a showing in 30 minutes. So I took a shower and I went and saw it right away. I was like, fuck, I should go see this for the show so I can have something to talk about besides our summer of bullshit extravaganza, which is coming up next, folks. And, you know, it was nice to go check out my local Regal. It was nice to get acclimated to my new location, aka home again. And yeah, that was about it. The popcorn tasted good. The audience was quiet. Nobody had their phones out. But I did pull out my phone to tell you guys the movie sucked in the middle of it. Did I not? Yes. Yes, you did.
3: <laughs> yeah, which which says something. If you, have to, if you have to make an effort to take your phone out to tell us it
2: sucks, that, that means something. Like, the artistry's there. The visual imagery is there. It's a very interesting movie on that point. But here in this community, in this sphere, we always talk about the story. And the story just didn't hit for me, man. Like, I can't stress it enough. Uh, If I'm going to give this movie a score out of 1 to 10, I'm going to give it a... I gave Captain Marvel a 3. I'll give this movie a a 4.5 or a 5. I really (laughs) didn't like this movie. And again, none of this comes from my issues with Miles Morales as a character. I took that all out of the loop because actually when he showed up in the first scene, I went, Oh good, he's back. Yeah, I said that. I said that shit because I was like, okay, I may hate Miles Morales, but he's at least entertaining to watch. He's the nicest, most likable, decent character in this film. Even Peter Parker did some bullshit and we we're like, goddamn Spider-Man, you did that? Fuck you, man. So, um, yeah, it, uh, the folks in the chat, if you have any specific questions, please ask me right now. But, uh, yeah, man, if you can make Spider-Man, it's like that scene in Knocked Up when they say, you made Steve Carell look like an asshole. They made Spider-Man look like an asshole. And I mean Peter Parker, the character we all relate to and get behind. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, uh... That's yeah, terrible. Captain Wolf, skip it, my friend. Skip it. That's a terrible move. Yeah, I mean... Look, I just, uh... I don't know what else to say. Is there anything else you guys have uh, questions-wise for this movie? Uh, anything you want to ask? Not really. No. Folks, it's, uh... Like I said, there's a BLM sticker, there's a I think there's a transgender flag in the movie in Gwen Stacy's bedroom. It's blinking you miss it moments. Except the <clears throat> BLM sticker. That's pretty much in front of your face for a good thirty seconds.
3: But Yeah, and that and that yeah, that right there would kinda just pissed me off. I'm just like, come on, man, you 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 should fucking
2: know like you should really know better. Yeah, like trying to make this trendy and hip with a certain demographic, it's a kid's movie. You should keep that shit out of a kid's movie. But uh yeah. They announced today that they're working on a live-action Miles Morales movie. I don't think it's worthwhile because the Miles Morales parts of this movie feel like a color-palette-swapped version of the regular Spider-Man story. So a live-action version of Miles Morales is going to do what? I don't know. But more Spider-Verse and crossovers and 10 Spider-Mans? Fuck this shit, man. One version of the hero. It only works when there's one version of the hero. If everybody's Spider-Man, then nobody's Spider-Man. God, I don't want to start screaming again, but uh, (laughs) that's about it. Uh, The Freshmaker, Steve Carell, was in a small scene in Knocked Up when uh, Catherine Heigl's character was interviewing him for the E! Channel. Remember when the E! Network was relevant? Oh my god, yeah, holy shit. Yeah, uh, it's a a lot... God, it's almost been 20 years since the 40 or Knocked Up came out. Can you believe that <laughs> shit? Oh my God, really? Holy shit. 16 years ago that fucking
3: movie came oh. out. Oh my
4: God, Knocked Up. <laughs> you know how many times I've watched it in that in the uh, 16 years that it's been out? Uh, Too once. many? Zero. Oh, good for don't, you. don't ever watch it. I put, wasn't planning on it because guess who's the main star in that movie? Oh yeah, your hero, Seth Rogen. Yeah, like I said, when that movie came out, the picture, the poster picture was just Seth Rogen's big ass fucking head on there with a the big old dirt face. I'm like, this movie is not for me. You know, Kendo, you use a phrase, chuckle fuck. He is the definition of chuckle fuck.
2: Every time you say chuckle fuck, I think of Seth Rogen going. Like He's a
4: total chuckle fuck. And his Ninja Turtles movie's coming out soon too. And guess who's not interested in seeing it? Me.
2: <laughs> yeah, that new trailer did not look it.
4: Again. We're not
2: oblivious to the fact that these are kids' movies. We're not going to act like, oh, they're supposed to be for us. But we can like movies that are geared towards all ages. Like, again, Super Mario, I paid to see that twice. Would happily buy that on Blu-ray tomorrow. Excuse me, 4K. Because it was that good that I'll buy it in the highest quality. So I'm not like some out-of-touch guy that only watches, you know, European Italian beaver pictures or comic book (laughs) movies. No. I have a wide range of films I enjoy.
3: No, yeah, I but even my
2: art to standards. Yeah, but even then, like Mario is is even
3: though it's a, even though it's a cartoon thing, and I hate when people do this shit. They're like, it, it, it's a cartoon movie, but it's geared towards us because we're the ones who grew up with it and who know it better than than anybody else. Right now, yes, I know there are fourteen Mario's out, and I'm sure everybody has played the game or whatever. But kids are playing like Fortnite and shit like that more than they're more than they're playing Mario. Yeah. So like hey, they, they they have they they have, they have no they have no, first of all they have no t- they have no ten- attention span for it, and they don't know who it is. So for, and I hate it for people who say say it because it's a cartoon, it's made for kids. Like that's not that's that makes no fucking sense. I'm sorry. Don't show him Fritz the Cat. Exactly. Yeah. God. It's like, yeah. There there were there've always been adult cartoons, and for anybody to make the excuse like, oh, you shouldn't judge it because it's a kids cartoon or the kids, it's you know it's a cartoon because it's for kids or something, is dumb. Is it's, it's 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 an idiot. That's not how you you know that's that's not how you differentiate it. Just because it's 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 an animation doesn't mean it's it's a it's specifically a kids movie or a kid's, you know, show. It's for everybody. It's just this is the this is the medium they chose to make it in.
2: That's all it is. Yeah, and this feels like a prove a testing ground for like, oh, can we make a big budget one? I don't think you should make a big budget one. Um I don't think that's gonna be a smart one
3: Well movie. because of because of you know the, uh, the, the the all their funding and the way that they have their D you know their D E I and ESG scores
2: and all that other bullshit. They're gonna make it and then they're gonna fail with it. That's what's gonna happen. So, whoever's funding the ESG shit, you're just killing businesses, like... And I don't mean, like, to kill it, to take it over. It's like, I just won't go support these businesses anymore. It's like, you've made enough shit movies, Disney. Like, what do you want me to do? Go keep... Like, I'll... What else do they got coming out this year? I'm gonna see Captain Marvel 2 to just shit on it and make money from it. Fuck them. Jeez, I'm
3: not... Yeah, I'm not even touching that at, at all. I mean, I, <laughs> I... don't know. I may... I may watch it to to, to talk shit with you. I'll, we'll you, see. Look we'll it. see.
2: Look it, I'm going to try That's going to be one of those WCBS mandatory viewings So we can all have the frame of reference For how ridiculously God. dumb that movie is going
4: to be I'll send you a <laughs> gift
2: card to your local theater I'll make it up to you I'll send you some Look at Kendo I'll bring you a case of Yingling to Horror Hound To make up for it, okay?
4: I can buy my own Yingling in Missouri Yeah, but you won't have it for Indianapolis And I won't have it for watching Captain Marvel 2 You could just, you could,
2: we'll find a way to make it happen. Life,
4: (laughs) yingling, finds a way, okay? When does that shitbag movie come out that I now have to go fucking find? I think it's November. November for Dion's birthday. November.
3: (laughs) We're we're a ways away down the road. Speaking of which, is his electricity on yet?
2: No. uh, (laughs) He's got to call his friend Electro to come fucking power the generator that powers his home. Oh, my God. Jeez. Oh, man. Uh, Jonathan Hurst the man who has an Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom icon the movie that's playing in the background of the WCBS headquarters um, yeah I think it's crap. I, I hate this movie it's my least favorite Spider-Man movie by a country mile I I would never recommend this to anybody <laughs> it's, it's like it, it almost put me in a bad mood like I left the theater and I was angry I'm like what the fuck did I just waste two hours of my life watching and it's so long it's two hours and sixteen minutes like, <laughs> this reminds me of the time we went to go
3: watch It Comes at Night. Oh, dude, and that channel fucking tried to shit on us? No, yeah, thank you. Yeah, they were they're just like, oh, these these guys didn't like it. I'm like, motherfucker, it was, and like, I love how they blamed us because the advertising was shitty for that movie. It's like, no, the advertising made it look like it was a zombie movie, but it wasn't, but that's not what we got. Don't blame yeah. us because your advertising is dog
2: shit. Nothing came at night. That was boring as shit, dude. No, it
3: was was boring as fuck.
2: Now, for context, folks, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home ran at an hour, or sorry, two hours and 28 minutes. The original Spider-Man film, which I'm trying to get the runtime, was two hours and one minute. Spider-Man 2's runtime was a whopping two hours and 15 minutes. And Spider-Man Three, which was the worst of the original trilogy, was two hours and nineteen minutes. So this film, the new one, is slightly less run has slightly of a less run time than Spider-Man Three, but Spider-Man Three is more enjoyable. It's funnier. Topher Grace is better than some of the shit in this movie. Like, I am really, I'm face palming. Really, come on, man! All my favorite heroes get fucking they go in on dry on my favorite heroes. Spider-Man. James Bond Han Solo Indiana Jones it's like the universe is like fuck you dude we're gonna take all your favorite characters and just treat them like they did on that episode of South Park we're bending them over the pool table and we're going in and we're going in full throttle that'll show them boys real quick how we do things back home like it was fucked up all the shit that happens to my favorite characters am I ever gonna get to see Indiana Jones be cool again no am I ever gonna get to see Spider-Man be cool again maybe in 30 years when I'm fucking old and don't give a shit anymore But for God's sakes, now, I don't know man, I'm not going to read Spider-Man comics, I'm not going to buy Spider-Man games for a while, I'm not even going to pick up any new Spider-Man figures, which I still would pick up because I love the character. I'm on a personal Spider-Man hiatus. I hate this movie, 4.5 out of 10. If you like my take on Spider-Man, you're not going to like this movie. If you're looking for fun jokes, you're not going to find them. Uh, Our friend Ted in the chat has a great take on the movie as well. So, yeah. Go watch... If you have to give your money to a superhero film, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was better. And I don't like to tell people to go watch Disney films, but at least that movie had a heart. At least that movie had a decent story. It had good effects. It was what it was. This movie? No thank you. No ma'am. No more. I'm done. Um... God. There we go. I I think I've I've, uh, blown my load about that. Oh my God.
4: So can I have a simple request since I have to go watch the... um Captain Marvel 2 movie... And we all have to go watch it... Can we get No Man shirts to wear... While we watch this movie? Uh yeah... Hold on... Let me see where we can get those real quick... Are those on Amazon?
2: Probably. Uh... Do you want... You know what we'll do is... We will get those and we'll wear them... Okay... They're all over the internet guys... I will send you each a No Man t t-shirt... And what we'll do is... We'll each take pictures of us... At theaters wearing No Man shirts... Going to see Captain Marvel 2 and we'll post those on Twitter, and then we can get everyone excited for the review that's coming. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I'll get you guys. Look, if you're going to suffer, suffer in style. And folks, (laughs) if you don't want to suffer, but you want to be in style, go to shopwcbs.com right now. Get yourself an Aquamilf t-shirt. Get yourself a World Class Bullshitters t-shirt. Coming soon. The Amityville Horror, the non-June edition, and the Summer of Bullshit. I've been working on a cool psychedelic rock t-shirt to celebrate the Summer of Bullshit. So, oh, very nice, uh, very nice. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. All of our t-shirts are designed by me. We use the highest quality print. We use Teespring, so it's fulfilled right away. You don't have to worry about any delays or anything like that. And they have great customer service. So shop WCBS.com. Go right now. By the way, guys, I've been looking at the analytics. We've been moving some of the newer shirts. So um, you're going to see people out in public wearing them. And uh, soon we'll be offering the original Wokebusters design because everybody loves that one with the uh, with the Pooh Emoji logo. That, uh, <laughs> in the early days of the channel, this oh funded the channel. Oh, my God, dude. And I now with Wokebusters coming out. Yeah, dude, dude I got to get you. Look, we're going to all have those for Horror Hound. I'll get us uh Suit Saturday is going to be a thing, but we'll have WCBS and shit Wokebusters shirts to rock at the convention as well. Nice, nice. Uh, Jason Green I will get you that Motorcycle Guy t-shirt for the summer of bullshit don't worry we're gonna like I said with Good Morning Pop Culture coming back and giving the audience everything they want this year and next year and the year after that like we're gonna be we're here to entertain you guys until 2030 then we're just gonna retire to an island collect 20% and never be heard from again except in reruns that we run all the time there
3: you
4: go what's a rerun?
2: find out in the future um alright folks let's see if anybody in the chat had anything to ask about Spider-Man uh, yes Hans it'll be better that we see Captain Marvel than you but uh, make sure you check us out when we do review it we're doing it for you guys um <laughs> darian seven says Nick will suffer through watching his ex-wife on screen for the podcast Nick you're a good <laughs> man
3: <laughs> she's gotten le- less insufferable I mean what, what do you want from me <laughs> are you sure she hasn't gotten less insufferable her tits are just hanging out I, I I wasn't listening to her, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Strange That's how that happens. That's the correct answer. <laughs> mm. Now, guys, you're going to want to join us or stick with us through the entire show tonight because it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, we have the Summer of Bullshit kicking off, which means we're amping up everything we do, and it's going to just roll into the next season and so on and so on. Uh, when you get to the Fall of Bullshit, we'll change the name because it sounds like we're actually dying or ending the show, but we're not, <laughs> so... <laughs> the Fall of Bullshit. <laughs> that just sounds like a that sounds like an American novel. It's like the years twenty nineteen through whatever. The fall of bullshit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so um uh Mr. Julian, I will make that. Folks, if you want to recommend stuff for the WCBS show, go to patreon.com and uh, we will get your messages right away. We're gonna be doing those James Bond commentaries real soon. We gotta pick up with are we on Timothy
4: Dalton, guys? Uh, yes, because we had to stop after a view to a kill because Chet wanted to do the Dalton movies with us. And then Chet disappeared up Brokeback Mountain.
2: Yeah, and he never came back. I thought he took a walk off a bridge or sorry, a rooftop like Johnny Gobbs, but no, no that was the no. other guy. So maybe they're hanging out together on that rooftop. Could be. Yeah, we still love them the same. We, we appreciate all the support you gave us, uh, Chet. You're stewed, buttwad. The Autumn of Bullshit. There we go, Jeremy Winfield. Thank you very much. The Autumn
3: of Bullshit. I like that.
2: (laughs) Maybe we should review uh, Howard the Duck and the Autumn of Bullshit. Oh, God. I'm in. I've never... Oh, Duck Tits. I don't want to watch that one. (laughs) Duck Tits. Hey, that yellow spider guy? If you have any specific questions or spoilers, you can ask us, but we've pretty much said all there is to say about this movie without ruining it for everybody. Like I said, I... I I gave my take. I really don't think people should watch it, but I'm not going to get mad if you still want to go see it. I this isn't an echo chamber. This is a this is a fun form of entertainment and friendship. We sound like a fucking WWE promo where uh Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho are going to cut awesome promos on each other. So it is what it is. So uh Darian 2 and 7 says he wears his shirt till the paint's comes off. Yeah, that dude darian seven was awesome. He showed up to WrestleMania, hung out with us up at all the meetups, and uh, he had a sweatshirt on and a WCBS t-shirt on underneath. So that dude is uh, WCBS to the core. Thank That's you, man. Awesome, man. We appreciate awesome. that. He and his brother were fucking cool. Both were rocking the sweatshirts, all of that stuff. So That's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. So um, let's check in with the audience um, because we have a lot of wonderful messages we would like to read from those guys. Uh, Nick? Would you like to pick a number between 1 and 69 so we can uh, check in with the audience? Uh, 37. 30 in a row? All right, yeah. here we go. <laughs> and... <laughs> I forgot about that. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, here we go. you one ugly
1: motherfucker. Ah.
2: I wish the power hadn't gone out so Dion compare, can compare into the Spider Verse with She-Hulk. I'm guessing She-Hulk is still shittier because it's She-Hulk,
3: but you know it is what. I don't is. know. He, he, he sent a video to the chat where he's like, you know, having to light candles and chill like that. Apparently, apparently across the road they had electricity, but he didn't. I was like, that's really fucked up. I hate when that happens.
2: It's a targeted harassment campaign. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Folks. Sony Sony knew and then just emp his, his his building,
2: which is funny because he was gonna give it a glowing review and I I got the yeah. shit on it for forty five minutes because his
4: power went out. So thanks. what he needs to do is take some pictures of across the street and if it's a bunch of white people with power, then he can, if I can start sending. I guess I might be Detroit Edison up there, just start firing a bunch of messages. And then be like, oh, so this is what this is what you guys do. They got power. How come I don't? We got power. How about
2: you? What? You know, uh, if you want to help Dion get power, folks, write your local congressman and say, return power to Dion Green. Care of world-class bullshitters. We'll have a new P.O. box soon, and you can uh, get your letters read on air. Now, our friend SpaceMonkey0899 says, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Miles Morales isn't. Yes, I agree with that. By the way, it's not Miles Morales in this movie, it's Miles Morales. Like, everybody says it with that inflection. Oh, really?
3: That's Everybody. God. Oh, um, hey Jeff! We got a, there's there's a post from Horrorhound. Apparently, Alex Winter is going to be at um,
2: Horrorhound oh, in nice. Indianapolis. Oh shit! Actually, that's a celebrity. I'm excited to see. Yeah, man. You know who I? I'm sad we didn't get to see at the last Horrorhound was the Cobra Kai guys because I started re, uh, watching Cobra Kai again now that I'm back here. God, is that a good show? It's so much I fun. To get, I'm gonna get caught up and uh, maybe we'll do some Patreon content for it. We did the first season, right? Yeah. That was like four years
4: ago. We'll catch. I think Nick Nick and I I think did season four.
2: Yeah, we did. We did. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I won't watch your reviews after until after I watch the show. That's fine. Probably a good idea. I know it's spoilers, but I do like Miguel. He's a cool character. Miguel is a good character. So Uh, Hawk. (sighs) My favorite's still Johnny. Oh yeah, Johnny Lawrence
4: is like all of us at this point.
2: Well, the cool thing about Billy Zabka, the actor, is I have I met him before Cobra Kai came out, and then I've had friends that have met him since Cobra Kai's come out, and the dude has not developed an ego. Like, he's still as cool in person to the fans as he was before Cobra Kai. So that makes me like and want to support the show more, because it's like, yeah, you got some new success and some more fame, but it didn't go to your head. You're not an asshole, so.
4: he was cool the time I met him at Horror Hound. We were standing was, in line together for the John. and I, I was standing there, and he just walked up next to me, and I was like, just kind of looked over, he kind of made a contact eye contact, and I was like, hey, he's like, hey, and that was it, and he went back to his phone, and I went back to my phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, hey. I saw Jake it's the funny. Snake
4: Roberts at that at a different
2: horrorhound when we were really drunk. I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, brother, and I was like, hey, and he, I think he fist bumped me on the way out of the bathroom, so I hope he washed his hands, but you know, <laughs> it was cool,
4: Jake the Snake.
3: <laughs> it's good. It's good that Johnny Lawrence didn't try to cut cut, cut the line, Kendo.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's that, and it's probably also nice that I don't get like starstruck like that, and didn't fucking geek out by the fact that I was standing in line to take a piss and Johnny Lawrence was standing right next to me because that would have been awkward as shit. Because I think that was an Indianapolis Horror Hound too. What <laughs> if he and- it, would been, it would have been really awkward if he
3: if he followed you and then both of you had the the, the stall next to each other and then had the sing next to each other. <laughs> You guys, yeah what you like, hey it'd be hey, really hey,
2: fucking awkward <laughs> hey, hey, i live by hey, the randy Orton rule in the bathroom i don't know anyone including you guys it's like no it's that's like no, that's,
1: that, it's that's how like, it is no prize i
4: was because I, I went in the bathroom and i was peeing next to foster from super troopers and i <laughs> just walked up and it was like foster's sitting there taking pee and i'm just sitting there taking pee. didn't say nothing to him that's how it was and it's like I don't want to be one of those people that fucking nerds out because at the Horror Hound, the celebrities are using the same toilets we are. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be a jack off and try to strike up conversation, either standing in line for the pisser or, you know, while going to the bathroom. That would just be weird because I don't like people trying to talk to me when I'm going to the bathroom. So, but
2: folks, we, no, this August at Horror Hound, do not talk to Kendo in the line at the bathroom. Other than that,
4: come on the over and hang out with the, us. The line is different. Like, if you're in line you're, like, eight deep, and it's just, like, whatever. The fact that it was Billy Zabka is why I didn't try to strike up conversation. But if, like, I'm standing in line and some, you know, dude walks up, stands in line it's like, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? And he's, like, you know, wearing, like, a Top Gun shirt or something, like, obvious that I could strike up a quick conversation. Just be like – Oh hey cool sure you know whatever I'll do
3: that but I have a cousin named 8Deep. <laughs> oh I don't
4: doubt that at all
3: <laughs> Sorry that was random
4: My my <laughs> favorite my favorite name of of your people is Deep Sack or whatever it is <laughs> From from outsource No just Dinium cuz there's like always like you know like that one guy that, that Dr Deep Sack Chopra or whatever his name is Deepak <laughs> like, Chopra Oh my god Deep I'm like man, all these that
3: guys gosh. sack. That's great. Oh my god, uh, a a friend, a friend of mine from Knoxville. She 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 texted me last night. She's like, uh, she she kept try, I guess she kept trying different chais in town, or whatever. She's like, why are they all why are they all bad? And the one that go I want to get from the Indian restaurant is good. I'm like, because they make it, because they actually make it like you know they're supposed to. It doesn't come from like an instant like pack of chai or whatever. So that's why I had to send her like eight recipes about it.
2: She's like, she's all about it now. Oh Nick, this movie has a scene about chai. Of course it does. Of course. Because it there's go. Mumbai Spider Man who lives in. Uh, I don't. I don't
3: know. I don't. No. 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 I don't want to he hear. He chastises chai, people chai. who say hush, hush, chai, chai tea. He's like, chai. it's
2: not chai tea. It's just called chai. It's like All saying TT tea, tea. You wouldn't offer coffee coffee, would you?
3: It's yeah. Like, yes. Or like or like or or, or like. Well, I I was I was acquainted to make saying corn maize because you're saying corn twice. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well, he's I pronounced Maize, he up- motherfucker.
2: Maize? <laughs> nice.
4: Goddamn. It's uh, not okay. Maize, it's Maize. Maize, sorry. Fuckin'.
2: Well, we're here to be, old, uh... Douche. <laughs> we're putting the world in world-class bullshit. or something. I
3: forgot, I, 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 I forgot Kando's 256th, um, Chip Ahoy.
4: <laughs> yeah, Chip's Ahoy. yeah. Yes. My, my <laughs> grandfather was a proud member of the Chips Ahoy tribe. <laughs> he was he, he, just he, he, did, he that did that he did he did the whole Keebler thing, you know, back back in the day. It's <laughs> honestly funny you say that because my grandfather was born on a reservation in North Dakota and he was Ojibwe, which is Chippewa. Oh that, my
3: god. I was great. close! I was close.
4: That is fucking great. <laughs> my <laughs> grandpa Johnny was a Chips Ahoy Indian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was close. <laughs> oh,
2: my
4: God. Uh, Good times. All because Nick couldn't understand the difference between maze and maize. <laughs> Sometimes heard, out of a...
3: I've always heard it called maze. That's why. I didn't know it's called yeah.
4: maize. Well, that's that's how you would pronounce it with the actual pronunciation. Just kind of like... Uh, like fajitas is fajitas or fajitas, <laughs> fajitas,
3: or, 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 or some people some people will say instead of jalapenos, jalapenos.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, there is a difference between jalapenos and jalapenos. It's a subtle difference, but there's a difference there.
2: It matters, believe me. Yeah. I respect the difference. Oh my gosh, jalapenos peppers. That's how we call them here. Um, so. Our friend Shrubble's 8 says, "Is Dion Green's favorite movie Boat Trip?" I'll take one more time motorcycle and a gay
4: button for Dion Green. Do we have a gay button here? Holy shit! Joseph Bianowicz called me Chief Rockahoe. I love it.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh god! Damn it! I want to get that on my license plate. You should.
2: Uh,
4: that was that, that was kind Is of that weird. your new nickname
2: on the show? Are you that no longer American of... Ramrod? Was like, okay, like, like,
3: like, like 10 years ago, Chief Rockahoe.
4: <laughs> hey, I got it. My license plates come due in November, and I have to make the decision do I just try to get Missouri plates again and deal with it when I go back home for Thanksgiving, or if I just go get New Mexico plates? I might do that. Either
3: way, Chief Rockahoe is.
4: is well, a I wouldn't winner. get Chief Rock? Well, no, see, it'd be, it'd be C F R K A H oh because i'd have to explain that because in missouri whenever you get custom plates you have to explain what that means so like you can't just put you know b c k f t r on there you know buck because you'd have to actually <laughs> explain what buck is so you know to keep you from putting bad shit on your license plate uh, you're no. not allowed to put obscene things on your license plate
2: <laughs> i just want to put I want to get a custom like James Bond license plate. I would uh, be very proud if I could get that. But every time I go to the DMV, they're always taken.
1: Hmm. I'm not <laughs> surprised.
2: Just wait for those old guys to die. It'll happen soon. Don't worry. That's what I'm doing with Star Wars toys. Once this generation of collectors dies out, I'm just going to buy their shit real cheap because their kids don't care. And then I'll oh, hold yeah. on to it because I enjoy that stuff. Um, Shrubazoit, thank you very much. He said about um, Boat Trip. I'll press you the buttons in a minute, but... Boat Trip is a movie they could not make today. If you haven't heard of Boat Trip folks, it's a movie about Cuba Gooding Jr. who goes on a gay cruise, but spoiler alert, he's not actually gay. It's all a ruse to either get a cheap vacation or run away from something. I can't remember the plot. It's pretty dumb. But uh, Oh, no, yeah. I, think, I think he ends up on the wrong
3: boat and he he finds uh, this, this uh, Latin woman really hot.
2: Is it Rosalind Sanchez? Uh,
3: yep, it's Rosalind Sanchez. That's who it is. Ah, she is awesome. Dirty
4: Sanchez herself. Yeah, man. yeah I, have to, I, get I have dirty to go, with her I have to go stalk her
2: now y- you don't you do and you don't tell anybody about it Nick fine I'm not stalking her right now the one thing I'll say about this movie though is it's while it's a movie you couldn't make today and I'm sure it's got stereotypes that are offensive to dumb people I the, what I remember though it's like a pretty positive message about like all the dudes on the boat they don't really like like is, isn't that how it goes like they're all pretty much like decent guys and at the end of the day they're all like the hero oh. of the story together.
4: Yeah, because it's kind of like that Chuck and Larry movie. Like, they never make fun of anybody. They just make fun of the idea of two dudes getting married to try to cheat the insurance company. That's a yeah. great idea. Yeah. Back then. Yeah,
3: but i mean well. Yeah, I mean, and that and th- that that movie when it came out was was fairly funny, especially for for Bing Rams. That was hilarious. Um, but no, I I I agree with you, Jeff. It would be problematic either way. You you would, yeah. It, you couldn't come out with it now. There's no way.
2: Um, and I don't think I'd want it to come out, because comedies from back in the day were better than what they are today. They're just, you know, different times. So, Georgian, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, Wizards Dungeons of the Dragon Angers TTRPG with its restricted OGL. Now Wizards Magic the Gathering Angers cards players by releasing a promo pick of Black Aragorn... Jamram and a random horse button, please. Well, let me get those all those buttons pressed for Shrubbles 08, as you as well. And also, too, um, I believe one of our listeners sent in a Jamram on the High Council, but because of StreamYards, I didn't get to see the Super Chat message. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to press our buttons from Shrubbles away our buttons from Sejorgian, and then I'm going to press you a random Jamram as a thank you uh, for your patience of last week. So, folks, get ready. Here are some button love from... Uh, yeah, I'm going to get some more to drink, too, while we press this button.
0: Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one.
3: Another one. Um uh, I'm staring at Rawls and Sanchez right now and she
2: hasn't aged a day. How did you get her over so quick, dude? Does she just like live in your complex? <laughs>
3: uh I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna say that joke. <laughs> that's, that's too- You're outside uh, of her you- window, be honest. Sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um Does Brino? Shut up. <laughs> <Just
2: be quiet. laughs> not sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh no, no, I I am looking I'm looking at Instagram and I'm just like, she has really hasn't age a day and she's fifty, according to Wikipedia, and I'm like damn. Can we do can, can we do a, a, a June version of some movie with her and um,
2: some Hayek, please? Only if we can make it a triple threat with Eva Longoria.
4: Yes. Deal. Deal. God. We'll call it we Latin XXX.
2: <laughs> oh, Latinx, the movie. Yes! Finally! <laughs> I thought that shit was going to come out on the 5th of May, but hey, mm. June's good enough for me. Now, our listener friend requested a gay button for Dion what is our ghey button um I don't think we have one do we no but this one's a good one for Dion remember what I told you.
0: don't be a gun
4: (laughs) that's for Dion maybe we need to get a June button
2: like what would it be I don't know. We'll find out, folks. If you want to send us a June button, let us know. We'll uh, we'll vet it, and then we might play it. So, uh, so Georgian, thank you very much uh, for your message. You know, the whole Wizards of the Coast stuff. I just don't want to personally support them as a company after they sent the Pinkertons after a list or a game player over the cards getting leaked early. That's just lame sauce. I mean, come on, this shit comes out two weeks later. Fuck them.
3: By the way, I am I'm, ig- I'm ignorant to this. Who the fuck are the Pinkertons exactly? Like I have I've heard this before. I'm- You're
4: not familiar with the Pinkerton Detective Agency. I've heard of that before,
3: but I I thought it was something fake. I didn't realize it was real.
4: It's yeah. old. Yes, yeah, so they've been around for a while, dude. You have played Red Dead, haven't you?
3: Yeah. The yeah, fucking I'm... Pinkertons are coming after you
4: in that game.
3: I didn't. Once again, I once again I thought it was fake. I didn't realize it was actually
4: real. I was I, yeah, don't know. Well, for Fair starters, enough. the Pinkertons are a bunch of cockbags, so there's... That. <laughs> Fair well, enough. Fair enough. Uh, yes, No. the Pinkertons are real. Apparently they're still real. I didn't know they were still real, but apparently oh, that's God. a thing. I just assumed that, you know, the FBI and CIA would have taken over with the shit that they did. Wouldn't surprise me. They, start, they started as union busters, and then they just became, you know, 100% all around just assholes. Now, that's not the sequel to Busters, folks.
2: Union Busters will not be a comic we make. Sorry. I know you're excited. I know you want to see Kendo,
3: you know, clubbing the shit out of some
2: Irish guys in 1865.
3: (laughs) No, you (laughs) you will
4: fucking work on the railroad.
3: (laughs) I don't think those are the ones who will work on the
2: railroad, but okay. Okay. Nick's going to be the fucking big boss at the end of the fucking (laughs) story with a cigar and a fucking... I'm going to be that guy? So what, so what? Am am,
3: am I going to be Italian and be a a mobster? Is that what we're doing now? Look, you may look like Al
2: Capone, so why not?
3: not, Just
2: just play the type. Sure, why not? I know I say this on the show all the time, but Nick, you are still the most fun character to draw for the comic. There's this part where you're shaking this little white dude you end up stealing a cell phone, and I like—I couldn't stop laughing when I am drawing it because your face is so intense. You're like, "Shh!" You're like, "Where did you find this information at?" And you're just like yelling at this guy, and I'm like, "God damn! Only Nick could pull this off." I do got Dion hitting on random old white women though, so that's
3: that very on brand.
4: Some life imitating art there.
3: Oh my God! Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure he's got a Sports, sports Illustrated of uh of, of what's her name that came out like last week or whatever. Martha
4: Stewart. Oh yeah, the fucking page is already. Stuck he bought it. a whole print run of it. <laughs> why Why do you think his electricity just kind of conveniently went out? It showed up earlier today. <laughs> With his Sports Illustrated football phone, perfect. Yeah. Oh my God, the football
3: phone. <laughs> I remember. The I heard in- about. I had a
4: dream. Jim Morrison told me that Dion was going to get the uh, Mar- Martha Stewart you know swimsuit issue today. You know, I had a similar dream, but mine was a weird naked Indian.
2: So, wow. oh, 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 sorry, Jeff, sorry. <laughs> Man, I gotta stop drinking before bed. Yeah, you really, you really should, shouldn't do that anymore. No, I'll just do it on air. Uh, Jammeram button for Sejorja. Jammeram. Now he requested a random horse button. Um, I'll press it in just a second. I want to press this one though. Guess what, motherfucker? Eh? because yeah man we don't get that enough and then finally uh, here's your horse
0: button who are you what are you doing here and where are my horses
2: terrifying to say the least yep Now, folks, get ready because our Summer of Bullshit segment, we're going to need your help. We need your engagement because we have a lot of questions for you and we want you to answer them. So get ready. But a few more from the audience and then we're going to continue on with tonight's wonderfully fun show. I miss Dion. I wish he could be here. He's here in spirit, kind of. Wait, he died? It's a long story. We'll tell you off air because YouTube (laughs) might ding us. He was (laughs) masturbating. His heart seized that he died. (laughs) Yeah, that had to be the weirdest thing you ever tagged (laughs) no I once had to tag a kid who put his mouth around his penis (laughs) that was the best (laughs) line in Clerks Xavier to God Kendo I know it's not going to be popular but we should eventually just review the good Kevin Smith films and put those on Patron as well I'm in what I really want us to do is get a letterboxed account. That way we can give reviews of films. People can request reviews of films and we can then do media content based on those films. So, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Xavier God says, I'm not watching Across the spider because Jessica was turned black. Miguel O'Hara is also the... Also the black suit for Spider-Man PS5 is terrible looking. I agree. I don't like the suit. I call it the Arkham problem. What I mean by that is... They over engineer and over design these things. Spider-Man's essentially wearing a black leotard with a white spider on it. I know it's a living alien symbiote costume, believe me, you're not going to teach me anything new about Spider-Man from the 80s. But I don't like the design. Sometimes simplicity works the best. And I know this is a shallow thing to say, I refused to buy the PS4 game for Spider-Man until I had confirmation that I could play the entire game in the classic suit without that bullshit white spider when it comes to the visuals that's what i care about the most and i don't mean graphic fidelity i don't mean realism i mean you gotta have the version of the character i like i'm not gonna go out and watch a fucking iron man movie when he's rocking the shittiest armor you know the stuff they designed for the movie was beautiful at least the first one same thing with spider-man i hate the amazing spider-man costume never bought a toy refused to own one but if it looks the part, I'll buy it. So much, in fact, that I bought the hot toy of the amazing... Oh, sorry, I bought the hot toy of Spider-Man PS4 because it was good. So, there we go. Um, But yes, um, I'm not a fan of the race swapping of Jessica Drew. Or sorry, Jessica... Is it Jessica Drew? Yeah. No, wait. I don't remember. They're Jessicas. I don't... Full transparency. They're characters I don't like in Marvel. My favorite female characters in Marvel all come from the X-Men and then the Spider-Man supporting cast. Like, just today, I got an Aunt May action figure in the mail. Yes, Aunt May. I won't buy Captain Marvel, but I'll buy Aunt May with her wheat cake flipping action. So, there it is. So, um, Enrique Vasquez says, Fuck, Marry, Kill, Dad Edition. Hank Hill, Uncle Phil, or Hal from Malcolm in the Middle? Oof. Oh, jeez. That's hard. Um, I'm going to marry Hank Hill... I'm going to do it in that order. I'll marry Hank, kill, fuck Uncle Phil, and kill Hal from Malcolm in the Middle.
0: Cool.
4: Sold. That's the same thing I'm going to do, too.
2: Uh,
3: marry Uncle Phil, fuck Hank, Hill and kill uh, Ma- uh, Malcolm in the Middle.
4: As long as it's the good Uncle Phil, not the bad Uncle Phil. Who's the bad Uncle Phil? Shredder.
2: Ah, yeah, that bastard killed fucking... He killed too many people. Him and his Foot Clan have just got to be stopped.
4: Yeah, so as long as it's James Avery, the good version, as Uncle Phil. Not oh, the...
3: Not, not, not the one on Peacock?
4: Oh, I forgot about Yamacraw. Thanks for reminding me of that stupid shit. I'm going to get caught up on my uh, reviews of Season 2 from ETEP. There you go. There you go. Is he actually watching that show? Yes. I drunkenly goaded him into doing it. <laughs> <one day. laughs> I'm glad he said yes. Oh god! Because the I, I was wa- I think I was watching wrestling one afternoon and they were advertising for the new season of uh, fucking that show. I can't even think. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And I met. I, was, fresh I just. Prince. I sent him a message like, "Hey, you gonna review season two? He's like, "No, I don't want to fucking deal with that." Blah blah blah. And I just started insulting him and making fun of him and, just <laughs> and calling him a pussy and. <laughs> And he's like fine i'll 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 review it and i'll watch it for the people i'm like see there you go now you know what it's like to suffer for your art bitch. <laughs> Kendo, you make me proud
3: to call you my friend oh god he's uh he's gonna try to come and uh, hang out with us at horror Hound. so
2: let's I hope so let's yeah it's gonna be a good time folks if you want to come meet some youtubers and hang out with us uh get some art uh, get a copy of. If, Busters, if, yeah, if Etap shows up, it's, go it's down gonna.
3: Down. If ETEP shows up, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be. It's gonna be nuts. <laughs> hey ETEP, if you're gonna show up, call me before you leave. I need a couple favors, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might. I might give my grocery list too. Yeah, it's like, hey man,
2: you know what I need, Dion. Your car <laughs> might, might, might oh, break no. down, or your power might go out,
4: or something. <laughs> you know? I think it's. I think that's all above board in Indiana. Indiana. It's not. I've looked. Oh, uh, well, Illinois is, it is I know,
2: because I've been to Illinois for that stuff. It was... I saw shit on the ceiling. We'll put it like that. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Anyway. Um, Xavier to God, thank you very much, my friend. He says, fuck, Mary, kill. Ant-Man 3, Doctor Strange 2, and Guardians 3. Since I... Haven't, I am uh, I... Yeah,
3: I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen Strange,
2: Doctor Strange or Guardians, so... So, yeah. I'm the only one that's seen all these, so I can review it only. I will... Fuck Doctor Strange 2 Mary Guardians 3 and Kill Ant-Man 3 it's literal shit I hate that movie um, uh, Fuck Mary Kill wrestling football or women's volleyball asks Enrique Vasquez uh, Mary Women's women's Volleyball sir that's, that's how it goes <laughs> you know Enrique if you would have said women's gymnastics like when I was in college that was my favorite thing to watch because the MSU gymnastics team would broadcast all of their Meats on TV and me and my buddy uh Curtis Londonfield will call him. We used to watch that shit in college. We we're like, all right, cool. Those are women, Jeff, not just meats. Come on. <laughs> There's a lot of meat trading going on. Okay. <laughs> um to give an honest answer, if it's pro wrestling, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry that one because I actually like to watch pro wrestling, even though it's shitty at times. I'll fuck football and I'll kill women's volleyball. Just not an actual entertainment value, but if it's for uh, the thirst, it's the opposite way. Well, it's just literally <laughs> women's volleyball. I don't give a shit about the other two. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'll marry women's volleyball. Um, fuck uh, football and kill wrestling. I'm not. I don't really care.
4: Um, marry football, uh, fuck wrestling, and kill women's volleyball because it's June.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> gotta go against mother nature for you
2: Uh, TLJ Screwdrop says there's been any talk on Deadline and the Hollywood Reporter or whatever about interracial relationships in Spider-Verse or has it just been oh my god Miles is better than Peter Parker this movie doesn't really build up Miles Morales and shit on Peter Parker at all really and I only preface it like this because I'm trying to let you guys know how it really is and you know how I hate Miles he really isn't a problem in this movie it's not enough to go see this movie but goddamn it Uh, they don't really shit on Peter Parker. What they do is they make Peter Parker kind of a douche by lying to Miles Morales, and you'll sympathize with Miles because the shit he's trying to do is literally the same shit real Spider-Man would do. So they kind of made Peter B. Parker make, you know, the B stood for bitch. That's kind of what it is. But like, the interracial relationship isn't an issue. It's just, like, he likes her. She doesn't kind of like him. It's it's a thing. It's not like it's Beverly Hills Cop in 1984 where they're not allowed to show Axel and Jenny share a kiss because the South wouldn't, you know, show the film. Now, this is 2022 where the movie sucks for other reasons. But, you
4: know, I digress. 2023, Jeff.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a year behind. Just like this film. <laughs> Um, yeah, one they, they did they, they did delay it I think
3: twice or whatever it was or was it wasn't five times I forget it was delayed quite a bit. Not enough,
2: not enough delays. Yeah, should have delayed it for five more years. I agree. All right, we'll read two more and then we're going to get on to our summer of bullshit, folks. Hang out with us. This is going to be a fun one tonight. We again we need your uh, input because we want to hear what you guys have to say. We're going to be talking about summer blockbusters and a whole lot more. But again, this is a shared experience show. Yes, the four of us, well, the three of us tonight because Dion doesn't have electricity currently, uh, you know, we can handle the show, but we want you guys to hang out with us as well well because it's a lot more fun that way. Like with Good Morning Pop Culture, of course, I can hang out and do it myself, but you guys are the unofficial fifth bullshitter every time you listen to the show. So get ready because we're about to have some more of that fun. TLJ Screwjob says, Not sure if Spidey2099 is the bad guy, but based on the trailer, isn't? It' bad by Hollywood standards that the Latino male is bad. Guess not. If the, guess not if the black guy is a good guy. Um, Spider-Man 2099 is the villain. The spots the villain. Um, there's a bad Miles Morales in this movie, so you got a black bad guy, a white bad guy, a Latino bad guy. No women bad guys though, because they'd be bad women, and we're not allowed to have bad women in film when Amy Pascal is a producer. She's like Sony's equivalent of Kathleen Kennedy and if you don't believe me just look up her history. She has less power but
4: has caused just as much bullshit. She is the reason that Ghostbusters 2016 happened.
2: Yes. And if you hate that movie as much as we do well there's a finger to point at Amy Pascal. But then again folks we're only here to judge people on their merit and their work ethic and what they've achieved so that's all we're doing. It's not because she's a lady it's because she's bad at her job. TLJ Scrooge says, so even when Peter Parker isn't the main character, they still be Little Slash mocking with the pink bathrobe and not suiting up. Now he's Jake Parker, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's that level of dumb, but um he's shown to be a competent father. He's shown to be a good husband. I know there's a joke about how he doesn't know sports, but I always took that as just a joke. Like he he clearly knew what's up. Plus two. if you've ever read the Spider-Man comics, Peter Parker's a huge Mets fan. He knows basketball. He wants to play football, but he knows his spider powers would make him too powerful and therefore draw attention to him. And, uh, yeah. So, the stuff they do to Peter, I'm not a fan of necessarily, but overall, it's not that they cuck him out or do something stupid. Like, MJ's there, she's hot, like MJ's supposed to be. Uh, you know, Peter gets the girl, all this shit. I just don't get to see him in the costume which kind of sucks but that's a personal issue I have now guys real quick while we're on the topic of Spider-Man I found this YouTube video that had some unmade Spider-Man scripts Uh, they pretty much acted them out and read the entire premise there was a Spider-Man script in 1985 it sounded awesome it's about Doc Ock and his weapon and all this shit it's essentially in 1985 they wrote Spider-Man 2 and um It sounds crazy. Like, they wanted Bob Hoskins to play uh, Doc Ock. They wanted Tom Cruise to be Peter Parker's Spider-Man. And had this movie been made, Batman 89 wouldn't have been the superhero event of the 1980s. It would have been this unmade Spider-Man film. I'm going to send you guys the link. It's a little long, but if you have the time to put it on in the background, I highly recommend it because it's like the greatest superhero movie we never got. And I wish it would have been made. But then again, it's very much Spider-Man 2, just like a lot more 80s. So, like, Spider-Man goes on the Letterman show, but Doc Ock still wants to make this machine that's a giant magnet and destroy time and space. It sounds cool. So, folks, if you want to look that up, I don't know the name of the YouTube channel, but there's a video about it. So, Unmade Spider-Man scripts, check it out. I highly recommend it. And if you do go watch them, tell them WCBS sent you. Bob Hoskins is... um... Doc
3: yeah, that, yeah, I could have seen that. That could, that could have worked. Tom Cruise is Peter Parker in the 80s. He had to look for it, for sure. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, he, he almost had the... He almost is... Like, even back then, he looked too all-American. Like, he needed to look a little bit nerdier. Even if they put him in glasses, I don't think that would work too too well. I don't know, man. Don't Remember, know. back in the it 80s, Tom Cruise had bad teeth. That's true. That's true.
4: See, it wouldn't have worked, though, because, like, 1985, he wouldn't have been able to do it. He was too busy making the greatest movie of all time, Top Gun. Fair. Fair. And I don't know about you guys, but I'd rather have Top Gun than 10 Spider-Man movies. Just saying.
2: Well, That's true.
4: I got Spider-Man
2: 2 at the prime age of... What was I, 16? 15 when that movie came out. So I really... I'm going to stand with you on that one because I like Tobey Maguire. I like being there for the first Spider-Man movie. Like... Anyone that's younger than us that wasn't around or cognizant for the first Spider-Man movie, it was the event of the year. Not Lord of the Rings, not Star Wars Episode Two, not mm-hmm. whatever other fucking movie came out that year. Spider-Man was the thing that captured everyone's imagination, and it was good. And then the second Monday. one was better.
4: Yep.
3: It was fun, man. <laughs> yeah, it was so good that Nickelback made a song for it. <laughs> and I don't hate it. <laughs> I remember that. I bought uh, the, the CD the, single, the video and everything, man. They did they did the whole nine. It was uh, it was
2: glorious. It was glorious. It was dude, <laughs> that was my favorite thing to watch on MTV back in the day. That and the Eminem video for "Without Me." But... Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the thing.
3: Yeah, and then, like that. Once again, that was the good old days where we'd have these artists make make good songs. Well, I mean, you know, sorry, sorry, memorable songs for movies like this. I shouldn't say good. Memorable is you know more accurate. That's fair. <clears throat> yeah. It was it? It was. It was a fun time. We also get. We also got video games for some movies as well. That, that was. That was fun. So you yeah, know, it was a. It was a good time to be alive.
2: Dude, it was those first two Spider-Man. I will actually go this far. The Toby Maguire trilogy had all good video games for their time. Meaning, the first Spider-Man game, when it came out, there had never been an open-world Spider-Man game, so you didn't have anything to compare to. Then Spider-Man Two comes out. And it's amazing. It's a great game. It changes uh, superhero gaming. And then the third one comes out and it's just the same shit with higher resolution graphics. So I don't understand the criticisms of Spider-Man 3 the video game. It's as good if not slightly better than Spider-Man 2 the video game. It's not as groundbreaking but you got Bruce Campbell you got great graphics, you got great gameplay up until the Spider-Man PS4 game, I don't think there had been a better Spider-Man game. But uh, that's just me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colin Vader said well, The front man of saliva Was also in that song yeah, I remember that Jeezy That was a big Scott. thing Yeah That was a big thing Because You had saliva Nickelback coming back Coming for Doing that song for a movie And it was You know It was quite
2: big So Yeah Weird times and so, man Weird times <laughs> 2002 was a hell of a year For saliva Because they actually uh, Did a song for Wrestlemania Called Superstar Yep And they performed it live That was a big deal um, Yeah Is saliva still around I want, I want to say yes I want to say yes but I don't know well I wish them the best but fuck nickelback <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't know I'm I'm with you I do I do whenever I hear that song uh hero by nickelback I do think of spider-man every time so it's like it's not bad it's not bad
2: <laughs> no it's not like I get it, folks. It's fun to shit on Nickelback and pepper or pineapple pizza and a couple other things, but it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we'll leave at that. Yep. So, yeah, folks. 4.5 out of 10 for the Spider-Verse. Highly recommend uh, you do what you want to do, but you've heard my thoughts. Now, I do like to read the Super Chats in order, but since Jack White brought this up and it's topical... No love for the Ultimate Spider-Man game on PS2? No, but I had love for it on the original Xbox because uh, I was working a fast food job when I was in high school and I said to my mom, Mom, I need a ride to Best Buy. I gotta get this new Spider-Man game. So she drove me up to the store and I bought it and I beat it. Jack, I don't really like Ultimate Spider-Man. I don't really... I never have enjoyed stories of teenagers except when I was about five years old with the Power Rangers. Then I grew up... And I wanted to read stories about people, you know, college-aged or older. I wasn't enamored by slightly older teenagers. I was always fascinated by, you know, that age group. And so the angsty nature of Ultimate Spider-Man doesn't appeal to me. My Spider-Man... Shit, by the time I was reading Spider-Man, he was married. I mean, fuck, Mary Jane would have that miscarriage a few years later. So, you know, I'm in a weird age gap. But it was a good game. Graphically, it was awesome. And I would buy a remaster of that game in a heartbeat. If that got a 4K remaster with up graphics or redone graphics because it's cell shaded and it looks like a comic book, I'm there. It was good. Um, I really don't have a lot of uh, critiques for it, Jack, at all. All right, guys. Um, now I've sparked sparked a whole conversation about pineapple pizza in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I wish I There's would. nothing
4: wrong with pineapple on pizza.
2: I had it for dinner tonight. I'm probably going to get a slice before we get off air because it's calling my name after all this wine I've had. So
4: Ham, ham and pineapple with bacon mm, and extra some drizzling and barbecue sauce is really good.
2: I concur, good sir. I'm down. I, had, I mean, I've already had it, so it is what it is. All right, so let me consult the notes. Folks, it's time for the Summer of Bullshit. Now, this is going to be a running thread throughout the entire summer this year. We're going to have some fun topics each and every podcast week to make sure you guys are excited. And uh, if you want it, the demand's there, I might even bring a little bit of this to Good Morning Pop Culture starting Monday at 7.15. I know it's early. You know what? Let's move it to 7.30. I'm going to need a little more rest time. So an extra 15 minutes will mean I can go out and get a cup of coffee and start the the day right. Uh, But I do have some awesome pop culture mugs that i'm going to be drinking out of and uh now that i've got most of my stuff or everything from california i'll be able to do everything the right way so um this was an idea from kendo folks so if you want to thank anybody thank kendo so tonight we're gonna be looking at some iconic summer blockbusters we're gonna be looking at some iconic summer songs the nick at night summer block party and some summer slam moments slash other summer wrestling events Maybe not the uh, invasion angle, because that's going to require a lot more time than what we have on tonight's show. But we'll get there eventually, because 20, what, 22 years ago, wrestling changed, and not necessarily for the better. But again, that's a topic for another day. But, guys, summer blockbusters have awe you know change the course of our entertainment lives some of our favorite films have come out during the summer and so tonight we're going to look at a list of the best summer blockbusters but we want to know what your favorite summer blockbuster is so in the chat please let us know some of your favorite summer blockbusters is it jaws were you there like dr coffin nails for jaws or channel dad brian lape we're with you buddy he just had a surgery were you there for uh independence day raiders of the lost ark star wars more what'd you say I remember
3: Independence Day. That was uh I love that. Movie. Was, that was a fun one. I remember when that trailer came out man, I was like, "What? the hell is this? It's
2: great." Did you know the trailer for that movie is actually the first take? Like they were trying to come up with something and they came up with that right away and they're like, "All right, that's what we're putting on the Super Bowl." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that in, in the in my shitty theater in uh, serville Tennessee. Like it was it was crap, but it was me and my, I think me and my friends went to go watch it, man. It was, it was awesome. It
2: was a good time. I remember going to see that movie. Uh, maybe it was opening week. I don't remember exactly. But afterwards, I remember spending about 30 minutes to an hour playing Area 51, that arcade game. Oh, my God. I so love that game fun. so
3: much. It's so, it's such shit. Even part two was crap. I love it. I love if it. I
2: could get like three arcade machines, one of them would be Area 51. Oh, that was such 100%. <laughs> oh man yeah that one caught up i i sunk so much money in that fucking game <laughs> well once i get a copy you'll never have to sink money into it ever again you just come yes. over to the wcbs headquarters and we'll watch we'll play it together yes the wcbs compound anytime now mm-hmm. folks we got to get me nick dion and kendo each a house for the compound we also have to have a helicopter. Uh, room for a pony and a whole lot more so just uh, <laughs> a pony if we're gonna do something dual with style like Doc yeah, Brown true. says 100% 100% no. so we're gonna look at this list we're gonna get your takes on uh, summer blockbusters as well and we're gonna have a lot of fun so folks hit that thumbs up button if you haven't already and let's start some summer of bullshit so according to this list of the 30 greatest summer blockbusters Rambo First Blood Part 2 Uh, Do we have Hmm. any love for that movie? I do. Yeah. I've never seen this one.
4: Oh, dude, it's iconic. Like, all the Rambo parody that you see comes pretty much from this movie. I am aware of that. So, like, they took all the seriousness of the first movie, they balled it up into a tight little, like, little, you know, throwing object and fired it straight out the window. And just said, we're going to have Stallone run around with an M60 and a bow and arrow with explosive tips on it and just fucking mow down people. And it was glorious.
2: I own First Blood on VHS, and I've seen Rambo 3 and 4 and 5. also
3: Also, the name itself is just like fucking hilarious. Rambo First Blood Part 2. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I- it's missing the electric boogaloo. I know saying. it is. It
3: is. It is. It is. You know, so, but still like just that, that name alone, I think is like hilarious.
4: So, yeah, what you need to do is you need to get, um, the Rambo Blu-ray pack thing. Cause I got that on black Friday a couple years ago. It was like 20 bucks, all five movies on Blu-ray. And I brought it with me here because I'm like, there's a good chance I'm going to want to watch this at some point. Well, I think you sold
2: me. If I can find all five Rambo films for $20, I'm going to buy them. Uh, Next on our list is uh, There's Something About Mary. I like this movie. I don't have much to say about it, but I like it. Yeah, it was, it, it was all right. It was fun. It's a movie that can't be made today. No, it can't. No. <laughs> next on the list is Guardians of the Galaxy, released August 1st of 2014. I like this movie quite a bit.
4: Yeah, it is. I wouldn't consider it like a summer movie though. But
2: no, I I don't think of it as that. I think of like like we said, Jaws, Jurassic Park, Independence Day, Men in Black is a summer movie. I remember seeing that at the drive-in back in '97. Oh, dude! I,
3: yeah, once again, the, the crappy theater I would go to to go see that. They would do a whole act of like people in suits like chasing around. Um, uh, An alien, I thought it was hilarious. Um, but they did that loving like at, at the Friday night, the Friday night, like nine o'clock show or something. Uh, it was fun though it was fun. they They, they put a little bit of effort in it was nice.
2: Um, yeah, I like when movie theaters actually try. It makes this theater going experience just a little nicer. Uh, next up is Shrek. I don't
4: have much to say about Shrek. It's the only one of the series I like. I can tell you that it was released on May 18th, 2001, because that's what it says right there. And I can tell you I knew that ahead of time, probably only because that was my very last day of grade school. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was in the sixth grade. Yes. May 18th, 2001 was the last day for seniors at Fox High School. And we graduated two weeks later. Nice. Uh, Inception
2: from July of 2010. I like this movie I don't really have much to critique about it it was fun then and I'm, I
4: hope it's still fun now I saw it the once I thought it was fine and it turns out that uh, in that movie uh, shit what's his name ends up making out with a dude <laughs> Elliot Page <laughs> yeah well that's why it's the perfect June movie folks so I go forgot, watch I forgot right who now. was the love of, interest of Elliot Page in that movie but, you yeah, know, so but it is now so, a June movie Jeez. It was Tom Hardy. Ah, that's right.
2: Uh, Spider-Man. We just talked about that movie, but I would—that's an important summer movie to me. Well, classic. I mean, also, also, wasn't this pushed back because of
4: nine eleven? So yes, it was. <laughs> it re-edited some stuff. Yep, they did re-edit some stuff. There was a lot of a lot of shots featuring a couple of buildings that didn't exist anymore in that yep. movie. Yep. Uh, We have Saving Private Ryan. I don't think of this one. I think of summer blockbusters. Uh, I don't think of it when I think of summer blockbusters or movies to make you feel good about the summer, even though I guess technically that takes place in June of 1944, which is kind of the summer.
2: Yeah. Uh, Gladiator. Good movie. I don't think of it as a summer blockbuster, though. No. Here we go, Independence Day. That is, like, this summer oh blockbuster to me. Yep, July 3rd,
3: 1996. Yep, I remember that yep. one very well. ID4. I, yep, that was the thing, ID... Yeah, it kept, it kept seeing ID4 everywhere.
2: <laughs> Dude, back then, marketing on for movies worked. Like, the summer before that, I would draw that fucking Riddler question mark for Batman Forever, and then ID4 was cool. Like... I'm going to cool. look up the Independence Day
3: trailer and see if it still holds
2: up. The movie does. Uh, I got it on 4K, man. I love that movie. Dude, that it's is, not a guilty uh, pleasure. I just love it.
3: No, 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 it. That's, no. That's a fun movie. That's a really a fun movie. It's. Uh, oh, God. I forgot they did a part two a couple years ago.
2: We tried to forget it. <laughs> oh, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, up next on this list is Toy Story 3. Eh, there's really not much to say unless anybody Never else wants it. to say anything. Now I'm skip it. Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. That's a good movie. And yeah. uh, that's definitely a summer movie in my eyes.
4: That is a, yeah. I was going to say, that's a summer movie. That's a fun movie.
2: Unlike, I don't know. Grease is fine. I fell asleep watching it, though, so.
4: Never watched it because musicals aren't my type of thing. Yeah, I, oh, no, I, I,
3: I, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I, you know. So, Kendo, what you're
2: telling fun. me is this Christmas we're going to have our first WCBS prose novel kendo slice and musical these types of thing aren't my bag baby <laughs> yeah. cool i'm down uh harry potter deathly Hallows part two don't like harry potter anybody man, no else no no, no no it's fine avengers that's a great summer blockbuster that's a good that one, one man holy shit yeah for as shitty as marvel is now back then god damn was it exciting Back to the Future. I keep forgetting that came out in the July summer. Third, holy shit! I didn't realize that. That's crazy. I just think of October twenty sixth, nineteen eighty five, the day
3: course, the movie yeah.
2: takes place. Uh, by the By worth... the way, by, by the way, I'm watching Independence
3: Trail in the background. It's still fucking epic. It's still like ridiculously epic. That's... Are you gonna watch the movie soon? I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out.
2: We should do a review for it one day. Not a commentary because it's a long movie, but we it should is, just do a review. I'm fine for that. Oh man. Ah, from 1981, Superman 2. That's another Mm. great summer blockbuster.
4: Yeah, that's a fantastic fucking movie.
2: Ah, The Lion King. That's a solid movie. I do enjoy this one. That's The animated, not the CGI animated. You mean the live-action one?
1: Uh, If it's a live-action (laughs) plate with
2: CGI lions, is it
3: actually live-action? No, it's just something that Disney likes to say is live-action, even though I don't know the fucking difference. Ah, uh, the Sixth Sense. That's a great movie, dude. So many jokes came out of that. That was a uh, yeah, it was a wonderful movie. But here's the thing, uh, and uh, people who kind of like are on the fence about M Night Shyamalan, Unbreakable is way fucking better. Agreed. Unbreakable is this hidden gem that not a lot of people know about or care about or have seen. By all means, go fucking watch it. It's so good.
2: I love that movie still to this day.
3: It's it's so it's so wonderful. It really is. It's such a good movie.
2: So we got another one next. Top Gun, Kendo.
4: <laughs> hey, there we go! Greatest May summer blockbuster of movie wow. of all time.
3: Wow, May sixteenth holy shit, that's that's awesome. It's a classic, man. I have a lot oh, more respect man. for it after the second one. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's uh, it's a damn good movie.
2: Speaking of damn good movies, number wow. eleven, Terminator Two, Judgment Day.
3: Yeah. 91 Fantastic holy shit movie. 32 years I ago i was yeah i was six i was i watch this in theaters holy shit did you really yes there was a one screen in gallenberg uh me and my mom and my brother went to go see it my brother was probably let's see if i'm six he's like five or four um one one thing i'll never my mom will never my mom still remembers it to this day in the beginning, when they show the skulls and like the the, the the desolate wasteland of um of the new world or whatever of like the robot taking over, yeah. When the robot stomps on the skull, I had a giant bucket of popcorn as a kid. I was holding and I the whole I threw the whole thing up because I was scared. Oh, it, it startled the <laughs> shit out of me. Threw the whole thing up and uh, I was it was I was startled and my mom and dad point and laugh at me because you know they love me a lot. So that happened. <laughs> Rightly so, I laughed yeah. too. Yeah, but it was one of those things that like, it startled the shit out of me, and I was totally engrossed because of like the voiceover and the visuals and stuff, and I didn't know what was going on. So yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing that in the fucking theaters, man. That's wild. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's it maybe James Cameron's best film. Yeah, it was yeah it that. was yeah it was it was a shitty one screen that doesn't exist anymore in that town. I uh, wish it still did, but yeah, it's gone.
2: Well, we should. Uh, have we ever done commentaries for Terminator Two? don't think so. We'll go, th- look it, we'll go through the entire, folks, if you want to see some great movies. Here's the movies... thing,
3: well, no, 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 here's the thing, if we do Terminator 2, we should do the director's cut, with the, the extra 10, 10 minute scene, 10 minutes of scenes it's, or whatever. It's the
2: only version I watch anymore, Nick. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Um, God damn, now I just want to watch Terminator 2, it's a great movie. Even the Guns N' Roses song is cool, and I don't like Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Animal House. Oh my god, yes. Not a movie I think of for summer blockbuster, but <laughs> goddamn is it great.
3: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, when I went to go see the Goonies house in uh in in Oregon, I was gonna go see this, but they were like three hours apart and I was like, I don't fuck, I'm not gonna drive that far. Uh but they had the addresses of like where the houses were and everything else. Uh they were you know they shot and
2: stuff. But uh yeah. The whole thing was shot in Oregon. It's weird. Have you ever heard the story about how Donald Sutherland was offered a cut of the box office, but he chose to take a $20,000 flat fee? No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 10% of the... Maybe it was like something really stupidly high, but he said no. He wanted to be paid outright.
3: Man. Well, I mean, I can't blame him because, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, had he known, he would have taken the percentage, but... He didn't know, and I mean, it's what it's like. Yeah, it's a super iconic movie. Once again, this is something they could. This is something that they they would never ever make now, not even consider making it now. You know,
2: mm. it's a, such a great movie,
3: though. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good.
2: Ah, Ghostbusters, the ninth best summer blockbuster according oh, to this sh- list. Sh- sh- wow. Wokebusters is a summer blockbuster, folks. That'll be released in the summer or the winter. So. Yeah, what have we not said about Ghostbusters already? We all love it. We all praise it. Yeah, I mean it's it's
3: once again it's one of those movies that's edited so well and put together so well. You you can't add or take away anything to it. The music is right, the tone's good, just the cutting. Everything is wonderful. Like you really can't you can't break it up. You once again, yeah, you can't break it up. You can't add anything to it. You Can't take anything away, or else you'll screw up the timing and the way it's put together. Um, if you've never seen it, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. You need to go watch it. Really, because busting will make you feel good, folks. It always does. It always does.
2: Number eight is Forrest Gump.
3: <laughs> Don't really think uh, of it as a blockbuster. Oh hey, I, I, well, this sort of this sort of series of fucking restaurants—that's always nice.
2: <laughs> it's a decent <laughs> restaurant too.
3: Oh god.
2: Uh, number seven, Mad Max Beyond for or Fury Road. That's a good one. Wow. Yeah, that was a good one. Up next is E.T. the Extra Testicle. I've, I've never ol- seen this movie, and I've I never only
3: will. I've only seen it twice in my life. Only seen it twice in my life, man. I remember there was a big controversy with the uh, with the guns when the re-release of like the 30th anniversary or like 20th anniversary or some shit like that. That was a big thing with that, and Spielberg changed the the guns to walkie talkies when uh, when when he could. So yeah, that was a weird thing to do. Yeah, and now he regrets it. Yeah, cuz it doesn't make any fucking sense, man. Good. Yeah.
2: Number 5, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Fan fucking tastic One of the last Indiana Joneses I watched as a kid. Oh, really?
3: Yeah. Cuz I watched uh Last Crusade first cuz it's it I think it came out I think it came out in theaters and I was able to watch it as a kid. Let me look at that. 89. 89. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the small theater that was there in our town. Went to go watch it. Um, even though it was four, my, my, my parents took me. Um, uh, yeah, I watched that one. Then then Temple of Doom because, you know, a lot of Indians, you know, wanted huh? me to watch it because, you know, there's a famous Indian actor in it. And I was like, you know, eight at the time. And then I watched Last Crusade. I, then I watched La- uh, Lost Ark. Um, Last.
2: You know, so that was mine. Raiders... Raiders was not my first Indiana Jones film. I saw Temple of Doom first because my, when my dad passed away, inherited all of his stuff, and one of his things that he owned was an original Temple of Doom tape. So I used to watch the movie constantly. Yeah. I loved the Temple of Doom, and then I saw Raiders. I bought my grandma bought me a copy of Raiders, and then we rented a copy of Last Crusade. And the grocery store went out of business, and uh, yeah, so we never returned it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was that was the time that was a time for us that happened where there were like six six video rental places in like in our vicinity and we went to all of them because I think in the beginning there were like one or two and then for some reason it exploded and there were like six. It was weird. Uh, but yeah, that same same shit happened to us. Oh God, Dark Knight.
2: Yeah, dude. Look, it, folks. I know we people talk about the uh, the MCU starting in 2008 with Iron Man and then the Incredible Hulk a few months later. That year belonged to the Dark Knight. Everybody and their grandma saw this fucking movie. I watched. Everybody. I re-
3: I recently just watched it because I think Amazon Prime or somebody had it on. Somebody had it on for four K in their streaming service. and I watched it and I was like, man, it still fucking holds up. It's good. still fun as hell. Still dark. Still gritty. Still a good time. Once again, I mean, I'm sad the guy died. I, I That doesn't give. That doesn't make the movie any better or need less in my eyes. I just like it because it's so well done and like the jar un, and the jarring re- reveal of two-face was so fucking epic i will never forget being in the theater for that and looking at that because i remember well, i remember you know hearing uh Aaron Eckhart's name like in you know, his character name in the movie and i was like that sounds familiar who the fuck is it and then i remember somebody told me he's like oh it's two-face from the cartoon i was like oh shit so and then, and then they showed like clips of him like with half his face on in the, in the trailer and i'm like what the fuck's he gonna look like what the hell is it he gonna look like and that was my thing. I remember. Good. I remember being on the edge of my seat when that when they had that hospital scene. They were only showing some of his face, and it was awesome when they finally revealed it. And I was like, "Holy shit, man!" It was great. It was so epic.
4: I like that they're including the dates on these things because now I know exactly what I was doing. On July 18, thousand eight, at some point in the evening, I was going to see this movie with Brandon. Yep. Yeah, I saw this movie on
2: opening day. I was working at the Seven Up Pop Company, and I hated that job. And all I could think about that day is, I got a ticket to The Dark Knight at 5 o'clock. So no matter how shitty this work day is, at 5 o'clock, I'll be seeing Batman. So I drove out to the nicest theater. I got some Nathan's uh, hot dog mini corn dogs, big (laughs) cheese fries, and a huge drink. And I sat there. I was literally in the back fucking row. And it was like all these old people next to me. I mean, like really old people, not just like 50 year olds. And I was so invested in the movie. I bought it on Blu-ray that fall. Yeah, I loved The Dark Knight. I really did love that movie. In hindsight, the internet has turned me off to it a bit, but yeah, man, it was the movie of that year.
3: Yeah, I I understand why, because I kind of praise it because Homeboy died. But, I mean, besides that for me, besides that for me, I thought he did wonderful with Joker, like just in general, especially the beginning scene of like, (laughs) he was so diabolical, like he kept making the guys kill each other, and then he was the last one, and like the way the, school bus like the whole thing happened at the beginning was like genius and insane at the same time it was it was great it was a great way to showcase the joker and portray him in real life you know it's sad that he died i wish they would have wish it would have continued to part two or sorry but the part three and done you know maybe maybe like four to three movies it would have been great but we got what we got and you know it's it's still an epic movie
2: ah number three on this list is jurassic park from june 11th of 1993
3: yeah, saw that yep. at a drive-in. I remember watching that in the shitty theater in Tennessee as well. Yeah, I didn't see that movie until 2013. I remember thinking as a kid that it took really long for that VHS to come out as a kid because I remember they would there would be like I remember kind of timing it out as a kid because there would be like a six to six to nine month gap or even longer for VHS movies to come out of movies I wanted yeah. to like own. For some reason, I kept thinking like this one took too long to come out.
4: It took a long time to come out because yeah. We, we ended up getting it because my mom worked at a grocery store that had a video department and so they'd get like 20 of these movies and then after about a week they would sell like five of them. So then that's how we got ours was a used rental copy. Nice. But yeah, I saw this at the drive-in. It was interesting. It was fun. I miss drive-ins.
3: I did too. <sighs> drive-ins are wonderful.
2: The music of Jurassic Park is fantastic.
3: Yeah, and incredibly iconic, man. Um, yeah, once you hear that music, you know what it is immediately. The best part
2: about it is, if you go to Universal Studios, you'll hate it by the time you leave because they play it every five <laughs> fucking seconds.
3: Well, see, like, see. Well, here's the thing: if, if you if you go to if you go, that's what happens when you go to the West Coast one. The East Coast one, they don't play it until you go to Islands of Adventure, so you're fine.
2: I've never been to Island of Adventures because the last time I went to the Universal Studios in Orlando was when they were building Island of Adventures in 1998. <laughs> yeah, well, the only
3: Jurassic Park is in Island of Adventures, so that's the only way you'll see hear hear the sound and interact with the quote unquote dinosaurs. So you'll be fine. You won't go insane. <laughs> you sure about that? Um, sure. I I can't fully guarantee it, but I can I can give
2: you about eighty percent. Okay, that's a good enough number for me. Yeah, <laughs> number two is Star Wars: A New Hope, May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven. We all know that would date. Have, I would have
3: loved to have been there that that two week period, the week before and the week after, just to gauge the response and see the headlines of people who have watched the movie. Like beforehand, people were like, "I don't know if I want to go see it," and then like they heard it around the water cooler with their friends, and was like, oh, I got to go fucking watch it." Like, what
2: happened during that time? Like, I just I would love to be there for that. Same. It's the most important movie ever made. Uh, it changed everything. And I stand by Star Wars all the time. No matter what Disney did to the franchise, it's st- the original Star Wars, man. It's crazy. And now we all knew that number one was Jaws because it's the first ever blockbuster.
4: <laughs> Is that a Salsa shark?
3: 1975.
4: Holy shit. Dun, 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 dun. Salsa shark. We're going to need a bigger boat. Man goes into Salsa.
2: Shark is in the salsa. Our shark. <laughs> 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 Fucking <laughs>
3: Randall. That, yeah, and like once again, I I love how I love hearing the story of that movie because
2: everything didn't work, but the movie's iconic. Yeah, well, you know, you improvise, you make it work, and then you make a classic.
3: Yeah, you and and like it's funny because I think Roger Corman copied copied that uh, that that method because he didn't show the monster in his movies until the end either. So he completely copied the, uh, the
2: the Jaws way of doing things. Well, it worked out for him because, you uh, well, Jaws is the number one summer blockbuster of all time. That's crazy, man. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Now, is there anything on this list that you deserve, you feel should have been on the list but didn't make it?
4: Mm, not that I can think of since we're talking about it in terms of the summer. Is it like a summer blockbuster? Like, in terms I mean, of summer movies, there's probably a bunch on there, but they wouldn't call them blockbusters.
2: No. Um, oh, I guess we could consider Die Hard a summer blockbuster since it came out in July of 88. Yeah, that would count. I do love that movie. Um, I always tell people, I was there. My mom saw that movie in 88, and I was she was pregnant with me, so I technically was in the theater back then. <laughs>
4: I was at my grandparents' house, being probably most likely dumped off while my parents went and saw it in theaters.
2: Um, well, I'm looking at
3: another list, and I think Beverly Hills Cop 2 came out in the summer.
2: You know that movie won a Kids' Choice Award from Nickelodeon? That is fucking weird. It has strippers in it.
3: I know! It's strange. Yeah, um... Fucking weird, man. Yeah, well, yeah, that's back then, I guess.
2: Um, better times. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, according to another list I found, National Lampoon's Vacation. That's a great movie. Oh, yes. We also got Speed, Face Off. Oh, my God, Speed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Speed's a guilty pleasure. I'm, I'm still waiting for Speed, Speed 3, Autopilot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this list has a movie we love to talk about here on the channel... Our favorite summer non-blockbuster has got to be Dave, um, that movie that Kevin Klein. Yeah, where he pretends to be the president. Oh my god! Yeah, it's got a ninety-five percent fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. That is that is crazy. It is a
4: funny movie. It, I mean, I remember seeing it. and It's not bad. It's no, all no, no, right. no,
3: no, no. It's it's it, 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 it it's, it's a it's very much uh, of of the era of the '90s and stuff like that. It very much
2: is. Uh, it's, it's a it's movie. A, yeah, it's a damn good movie. I would like, say if it's a movie that's on TV, I gotta watch the whole thing because it's like, oh shit, Dave's on, and I'm gonna watch it.
3: No, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Dave is uh, Dave is great. I mean, I think I've seen it a couple times in my
2: life, and it's yeah,
3: it's 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 you should at least see it once. You know, that's a good movie.
2: Uh, I guess we would make we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it. Alien is on this list of all time oh, great summer oh, I, posters as well. Wow. I'm in the camp of Alien is better than Aliens at this point. I used to prefer Aliens to Alien, but now I'm the other way. Well, yeah, and, like, I, I'm i I'm, I'm, the other way. I think Aliens is better
3: than Alien, but I've, I've seen Aliens of so much. And it was on TV when I was a kid so often because, it, like, it was on FX all the time because different rights issues or whatever.
2: Uh-huh.
3: But I would always see Aliens a lot more than a- Alien. So I always thought Aliens was better. I remember watching it as a kid and being blown away. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" There's a mech. There's a giant. Um, there's a giant mother alien. There's there's acid spewing xenomorph. What the fuck is this? As a kid, I thought it was good, the greatest from thing you, ever. Bitch. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. You know, it was awesome. And um, I didn't know it was part two, and then I watched part one, and I was and when I was, young, I was really young, and I watched part one, and I was like, oh, this is okay." I watch it later in life, and I really came to appreciate it because it's a very slow burn. It's a horror movie as opposed to an action movie. And you have to just kind of, you know, give it time. And uh, I appreciate it more later in life than I did did when I was a kid.
2: Our friend Ray in the chat says, No Batman 1989? (sighs) That's just a great movie. I forgot that came out in the fucking summer. (laughs) Dude, the summer of 89 is considered the best summer for movies ever you had. Batman, Indiana Jones. Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 2, James Bond... Um... Shit. Yeah, it keeps going. I just forgot. But yeah, dude. That is like... The Summer of 89 is iconic for its movie releases. Better than the Summer of 69, but you know, I digress. Yeah.
4: Brian Adams might have a word to say about that. I hate that song. Eh, it's okay. I think I just... it gets overplayed.
2: Yeah, that's why I dislike it. I mean... That's the number one way I'll hate a song is if I've heard it far too many times. Um, Yes, folks, the Star Wars prequel trilogy also was released in the uh, summer months back in the day. Um, I don't think I would rank them higher than most of the films we talked about tonight, though. Uh, Definitely not.
4: No. Not at all.
2: Now, Kendo, the one thing you had brought up when we were doing some show prep was the old summer block parties on Nick at Night, which yep. they don't do that anymore. Oh, God, Night I miss those, man. Fuck. Still around? Those are fun, man. Nick at Night's still around. Would you mind telling the audience for a second while I quickly step away what the summer block party on Nick at Night was?
4: <clears throat> sure. So Nick at Night's summer block party, and I can I've actually got a list of all the summer block parties ever, Here on, I found this website, Yesteryear Retro. It was a thing that Nickelodeon did during the summer. Well, Nick at Night did during the summer. I don't know if there was, I think Nickelodeon, Nick at Night were the same thing back. I don't remember. But it started in 1994. And the way they did it was, Monday through Fridays, for about four hours, they would show classic TV shows. And I remember I started watching it i don't know if it was in 94 or if i wait because i remember when i started watching it the monsters was on mondays and according to this in 1995 is when the monsters first got on mondays so i do remember that quite a bit watching the monsters that's how i got to really get into the monsters quite a bit um i know i love lucy was always a staple of it i would watch that but i wasn't as big into that as like the monsters I did enjoy Bewitched and I Dream of Genie. And <laughs> those are were like staples for pretty much every run of it. Apparently, Dragnet was in the first se- se- uh, year of it. I, yeah, and I, I remember I remember hearing the dra- I remember Dragnet to me
3: was really boring as a kid. And I was like, ah, I'm not gonna watch this. And like I remember the um the beginning like stuff of it. You know, it's like mine, you know, I'm I'm Friday, and this is my you know, my partner, the, the da, 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 and like the the whole thing and i remember being very serious and very boring as a kid and i was like oh, i'm going to skip this so
4: there was a tv show called square one i think that i fucking loved that was on pbs and they had a thing on there called mathnet and it was two detectives going around using math to solve crimes and things like that you know child crimes not not child <laughs> crimes Stuff that was like basic, simple stuff that children could watch and understand what they were doing because they were teaching <laughs> you math. Teach you. And I remember seeing Dragnet the movie came on one day and I'm, oh like, I'm, God, and I'm Drag- like, oh my God, dude. I'm oh my God, it's like, and I found, and it was not Mathnet. So I was immediately turned off by this. Now dude. as an adult, I fucking love Dragnet the movie. It's Dragnet the movie is movies. one of
3: my goddamn favorite movies. I fucking, I fucking love, love that movie. That movie. So much. Holy shit.
4: I've never really tried to watch the TV show because it's like you said, it's kind of boring. Like I never really got into it, but I can, I know enough about it that when I watch the movie Dragnet, I get the references that they're making. Mm -hmm. So there's that aspect of it, but yeah, I didn't want, I, I was not a participator big on that first uh Run of Nick at Night with Dragnet because I just I wasn't a fan of Dragnet, but apparently in the second summer of 1995 they had Welcome Back Cotter, which oh, is a show yeah. that I never learned to appreciate until I became an adult.
3: <laughs> that fucking song, and John Travolta being a moron and Horseshack, and the, just those guys were hilarious, and the teacher was fucking spot on, man. Oh my god.
4: Yeah. So. But that's just a quick rundown of what summer, you know, the Nick at Night, you know, block party summer was, but I can run through the list of each one. So I love Lucy. Like I said, I love Lucy Bewitched and I dream a genie pop up on here all the time. In 1996, I was watching The Munsters. On Thursdays, I should have watched The Odd Couple because I do like The Odd Couple movie. I don't know if The Odd Couple TV show is anything as good as the movie, but that was fine. Uh, 1997, uh, the Munsters. This is when I probably stopped watching it nearly as much because the Munsters got replaced by a show called The Monkeys, and I was never a fan of the Monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the Monkeys? Three out of four are dead. I still have- <laughs> and I haven't come up with any more lyrics, um, but they're still three out of four dead, and. Now, Thursdays was Happy Days in 1997, and I hadn't started liking Happy Days yet, I don't think. Or maybe I was um, close to that. Because there there was a time where I hated Happy Days vehemently because in the afternoon, ALF would come on, and this was probably like 93-ish, 94-ish. ALF would come on, and it would be on for two hours. And then one day, I got home from baseball camp one summer. Because I was at baseball camp from eight to noon every fucking day of the week for like the entire summer. Because I love baseball, playing it, I was good at it. And I got home, ate lunch, sat down to watch Alf, and Happy Days was on. Alf was no longer in the rotation. It was now Happy Days. So I had a vehement hatred for that TV show. I hated it with every fiber of my being. And then one day I watched it, I'm like, you know, this show's actually not too bad.
3: I remember Andy Griffith being on like after like in the afternoons and summers, and it was like the most annoying like beginning music. Oh god. Uh, it
4: was so terrible. That's all right. They although I like the Andy Griffith show. Like that's another one that as an adult I've caught in on like me TV and shit like that when there's nothing else on. I'm like, you know, this is actually not that bad. This is fairly entertaining. TV. Well, it's
3: it's it's one of those things where like I didn't I didn't like the Andy Griffith show, but I loved Don Knotts as a kid. Like him and some of his movies. He was fucking hilarious. I think one of my favorite ones was like the Ghost of Mister Chicken. Yes, still, still laugh my head off at it, man. It's still funny. It's still funny. His reactions to stuff, even the one where he went into space, was hilarious. Like, oh god, that ghost man is funny. And, the ghost What's the one with Mr. the fish?
4: Chicken. Great.
3: The fish. I God, I do not know. I have to look that up.
4: Uh fishy makes fish face.
3: <laughs> I know. Ah, okay. I know what you're talking about because it was. It was like a very. It was very like. Like Mister something, yeah, it was a very prominent cover with him and like with with like his fish. Uh, okay, do- <laughs> I literally put in Donuts, Donut's Fish movie, the incredible Mister Limpet or Le- yeah. Limpet. yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, 1964, God, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, he do. Yeah, I I remember Ghost of Mister Chicken a lot. I remember he was also in the Chicken Little movie. That was the last thing he did. He was the mayor. Uh, in that movie, uh, he was also. Oh God, I forgot he was in Three's Company as well. Shit, he was Mr. Roper. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Roper. Furley. It was Furley, sorry, Mr. Or Furley. Mr. Furley.
2: Because was- the Ropers were the couple. Yeah, that's true.
3: That's true. Yeah, yeah. We
2: talk about late night shows like, for me, Nick at Night was uh, the precursor for. TV land, like everybody else, but I watched a lot of the classic shows like Bewitched, I Dream of Genie, The Munsters, yeah. all of this shit. Because Kenda, you and I were watching the same summer block party. Because I remember going to my grandma's house in the summer of '95, because we eventually bought her house in 1996, and it was our house then. But I remember being so excited to come home and watch The Munsters because I had seen all the promos. I love The Munsters, dude. That is a dude, good show. Old, I fucking yeah. love it. Getting introduced
3: to old TV back then was fucking awesome.
2: It was. Because you had, special.
3: like, and, and like, it was, it was funny because, like, you're a kid at that time, and the jokes from 30 years ago are still landing and still funny. Mm-hmm. That's how good the shows were. They were, you still got them, even though you were young. Like, they were just that simple and that clear that you, you understood what was going on.
2: Well, it was a simpler time, um, and I miss that. Like, you know, the old Batman stuff, some of those campy jokes really land well.
3: God, dude, the old Batman show I fucking love. It was so ridiculous. It was so much fun.
2: I like the one where Catwoman is like, oh, Robin, can't we just kill him? (laughs) It's like, yeah, I wish we could kill Robin. (laughs) But we can't.
3: Uh, Yeah, I remember I I Dream of genie. I remember, what is it, Mary Tyler Moore. Um, Mm -hmm. I never dug that one. Um, I like it. Was, it's, 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 yeah, it's it's all right. It's right. I remember my dad really loving Taxi, and I watched a lot of Taxi. actually I watched all of Taxi during the pandemic. Uh, watched the entire show. I think it was on Hulu or something. It might still be on there. Uh, but solid fucking show, man. Solid fucking show to this day.
2: Yeah, I, um, I would get lost because the summer block parties were fun, but I don't know if you remember the evolution on TV Land where they would run the entire series of a show over a weekend. Yeah, like I would watch the entire run of them. Um,
3: yeah, I th- yeah, cause yeah, cause family. you would yeah, cause you, you would catch them. You know, yeah, like you said, it would be over the weekend, so you catch like you know some of the stuff here and there. You couldn't watch the whole thing because you know you couldn't be up that you couldn't watch TV that many hours. You were out like especially during the weekends or during the summer, man. You were outside, you know, drinking drinking from hoses, getting getting skin knees, riding down, riding That's down with your friends. The doing...
4: summer was so great as it came on in the evenings around like seven o'clock my time. So. It was right when we were all going inside for the most part to yeah, eat dinner stuff, and hang out.
3: Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Good
2: stuff. Yeah, it's fun time. God, I, I you know, I look back on those fondly. But Nick, I was one of those kids that tried to watch the entire 48-hour weekend block. Of the... <laughs> it's like I saw almost every episode of All in the Family, The Jeffersons, oh my God, dude. Uh, Happy Days. And I was, like, watching the watched, reruns, and I'm like, when did Richie have a fucking younger sister, but oh, there wasn't Joni? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I only watched a little bit of Happy
3: Days. I mean, I got the gist of it, but I never really got into it, because I, I don't know what happened. I either, like, the the, the timing changed or something, but, uh, I mean... I, they I were too white, time. just admit it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he,
4: couldn't, he couldn't relate to white yeah, that, people that's in that's the the thing. With You that. white, you Richie
2: Cunningham. <laughs> Tell him, Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a problem.
3: Um... No, I distinctly remember the fucking uh, introduction song very well. Um, Yeah.
4: (laughs) Now, a little bit of trivia for you. The introduction song was not always the introduction song. What was the original introduction song? I have no idea. I was going to ask that. It's uh, Bill Haley, right? Bill Haley and the Comets rock around the
2: clock. Because when you said the introduction song, I was going to be like, you mean the Bill Haley one? Because I couldn't remember which song it was. But I do prefer the actual Happy Days song. Yes. But like the first version where it's like, the part that doesn't go, the weekend comes, duh, 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 duh. Yeah, I don't all care Michael about that.
4: Michael ready to race to you. These days are Happy and free. Oh, happy days. This <laughs> copyright strike is for Jeff. Oh, happy days!
2: We've gotten three of those this fucking week. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, fuck those people.
3: <laughs> quit, quit playing Taylor Swift songs in the back, Jeff. It's totally fucking a <laughs> bad it's,
2: it's Miley Cyrus, bro. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Flowers. I'm sorry. Flowers for everyone.
3: I didn't realize you like you like that you know those women with those really raspy voices. The, the, I really forty-year-old smokers cough. <laughs> How you and doing? And they're only
2: Jeff? like they're like ten years younger
3: than I am. <laughs> okay, so in this case, it's the it's it, it's the vapors cough. There you go, the vapors cough.
2: Yeah. Speaking of the vapors, um, <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know half of her music. I just remember the wrecking ball song was in that the night before movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, real quick while we're talking about Happy Days, did you guys know they made a Fonzie Jumping the Shark action figure? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um... Oh
3: my god.
2: Yeah. We I almost
3: kind of want to own that. It's very expensive as shit right now.
2: I think it's a fairly new toy, isn't it?
3: Really? So what yeah, you're uh... telling me is that NECA made Fonzie Jumping the Shark, but they can't make uh, fucking
2: Axel Foley. Okay. Oh, well, first off, Fonzie Jumping the Shark is from 2005. They also make a Jefferson Darcy action figure with a No man t t-shirt. What?!
4: Yes! Send that link over to me, please. Um... It's out of stock, because it's Mm -hmm. from the year
2: 2006, but it looks like JBL more than it looks like Jefferson
4: Darcy. Which, again, fun fact, you know who was on Happy Days? Ted McGinley, right? Yeah, he was. He was, He he was. Uh, I think that was like the first thing he ever did was Happy Days. I'm glad it wasn't
2: the last thing he ever did because Revenge of the Nerds is wonderful.
3: Oh, God, yes.
4: Ted McGinley. Oh, he's 65. He's still around? Good. He's still around. 65 years old, Ted McGinley. Uh, first thing he did. Yeah, Happy Days, 1980 to 84. He was in 61 episodes as Roger Phillips.
2: <laughs> oh, Mr. Phillips, you're so cool. Oh,
3: God.
4: And then he, yeah, so while he was doing Happy Days, he also did Young Doctors in Love, which is a film. He was in Revenge of the Nerds, and he filmed a couple episodes of, let's see, Fantasy Island, Making of a Male Model, and then he started on the love boat. I did know about all of those shows, but he will forever be Jefferson Darcy to me. He will always be forever Jefferson Darcy to me as well. However, he's also going to be Mr. Scream. <laughs> I forgot that was him.
2: Yep. I like how he thought it was Handsome Dan, but was it Dan Caston? No, Harry Shearer was Handsome Dan. Harry Shearer was
4: Handsome Dan.
2: So it's just a name. Uh huh.
3: You're need- not even there- listening to me. There, uh-huh. there needs to be a fucking documentary about Miranda the the Nerds, I swear to God. We should make it. Don't don't tempt me, Jeff.
2: We have the pull and we have the the ability to make it. We can get Robert Carradine and Anthony Edwards and
3: That would be so much fun to just hear. Even just to do a roundtable thing of like all the wild stories of what, what what all happened in the first two movies. Like I would I would that would just be three hours
2: I would love to just hear. Like nothing else. Before I left California, the last one of the last movies I watched was Revenge of the Nerds 2. I don't know why, but the Hotel Coral Essex sign when it became Hot Oral Sex, it broke me. I could not stop laughing at that fucking scene. There's a, I think, I think it's, what is it? It, it, It's Atomic Cotton
3: is the t-shirt company. They make, they make a glow-in-the-dark version of that shirt. Yeah, I know what I'm
2: doing after tonight's show. (laughs) Why does your shirt say Hot Oral Sex? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. (laughs) I love how we've adopted that. That's... It's so much fun. Look, Barry Badrinath is a man about town. We're, uh, yep. we're all about that. Who's Barry Badrinath? Who's Barry Badrinath? He's my uncle. Calm down. <laughs> you know Silo Johnson? He wasn't storing corn in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think what we're taking away from tonight's show is entertainment used to be better a long time ago, and it's not God. just because of age. Oh, oh dude oh what was it I'm like remember the nerds for nerds in love I
3: remember the promotion film was broadcast part of Monday night Fox Aroma promotion as a promotional gimmick Fox telecast a film in 3d and aroma vision the latter of which utilized a series of scratch of cards sold at 7 11 I remember I remember this I don't uh, I, I remember just remember catching it shit. on TV thinking this is an okay movie. Because I remember again. going, I remember this being a big, yeah, because I remember it being a big thing. Like you had to get the glasses and stuff and the the cards to watch this movie. And it was like, oh, it's coming coming out tonight. You got to get everything beforehand. Oh, wow.
2: That's crazy. What did uh, what did Skolnick smell like?
3: I have no idea. I'm sure I have to find the card or something to, to figure it out. Um, Yeah, it's crazy, man. Such a weird gimmick. The '90s was a weird decade, and yeah, mind you, this was broadcast in 3D. You had to have the glasses on to watch it for your for your
2: TV, man. That's insane. Imagine just uh, flipping through the channels and you didn't have the glasses. You're like, "What is this blurry mess?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, like, oh,
4: fuck, the TV's going out.
3: Well, here, here, here's the thing. In the in, in the uh, in the Wikipedia, it says several other network shows implored. Similar gimmicks with aroma cars and three D glasses at around the same time, including Living Single, Married with Children. The three D effect used these broadcasts uh to base on the Pulfritch effect. Okay, whatever. But yeah, so Married with Children had a three a D or Smash scratch
2: Scrutchus episode. I remember the three D glasses for Married with Children because he had to get them at Subway. And that's I what going it was. Yeah, I remember, I remember those too. I remember those two. <laughs> They're like, sorry, we're all out of those glasses, and I, that was the first time I ever went to a subway, not to eat food, but to get glasses to watch Al Bundy. Yep, yep. He's yeah. the—is he the best TV dad of the '90s? I would say so.
3: I mean, he was tough on his kids, so yeah, it's, he wasn't soft on them. So,
2: probably. Well, Kelly and Bud were idiots. What do you expect? <laughs>
3: well, that's true. God, dude, I would, yeah, I would love to do a uh, a documentary on the the fucking nerds. Render the nerds. It'd be so much fun. Let's do it. We have the it's platform. So fun, let's man. make it oh happen. Oh my God. Cause I met because I met I think I met them when I was starting to do the conventions at um one of our favorite conventions ever. Um Friday night Horror, Friday night F- Friday night Film Fest. <laughs> Better than Fandom Fest. <laughs> yeah, well it was the same people. But it was like I think it was my second or it was first or second year I was doing it and I I, I and they had and I remember looking at the uh, the, the the guests. There was a Red of the nerds. I got a poster, which is hanging in my place right now. And I had them all signing it, and I had a picture taken with them as well. And I remember talking to them about it. And uh, I think I, I I couldn't talk to uh, Robert Carradine because his brother had just died, like, like very recently before that convention. So he was very like somber and didn't really want to talk to anybody. So I just like handed him my poster. He signed it, and then I handed him the money,
4: and that was it. Correct me if I'm Lamar wrong. Cool? Wasn't Robert Carradine's uh, brother's death uh, slightly uh, unusual?
3: Yes. Yes,
4: it was. It was autoerotic asphyxiation, kind of. Well, who who, yeah, who are you?
3: who are you asking me about, Jeff? Was Lamar cool? Lamar was awesome. Holy shit, dude. He had so many stories, uh, So of Takachi. The one that uh the one that had a lot of stories was Wormser because Wormser told me that he was still young and I was like, I asked him, I was like, Hey, did they treat you like shit on set? Cause you were the little kid. He's like, no, they treated me like a little brother. They would call me out of school and we'd go fuck around town and things. like that." I was like, that's awesome. That's great. I want to hear more of these stories. I want to go back in time and hang out and be a part of those stories. <sighs> Dude, that'd be the shit. But yeah, I mean, you know, like, like once again, if, if we could like do a round table and just have them talk about it or even interview people and just do a whole documentary, like even if it's, even if it's, Two hours long, or it's you know on par with the ones that they've done for, um, for the
2: thirteenth, or um, you're telling me you want to make a we're... Camp Crystal Lake memories documentary for? Revenge I feel of the like Earth? we
4: could probably get Booger.
3: He's still, I mean, he's still doing stuff, you know. So yeah, it, it would be yeah, he's probably be the most expensive one, but
2: we could still get him. Curtis um Armstrong. Yeah. What you do is you pitch it. If we can get a couple people involved, we're like yeah, man, we got. We got Curtis Armstrong and this one and that one. They're all like, "Well, should I miss everybody? I want to go." Yeah, no, I would, I would, yeah, I would,
3: I'd love to do a really long one about that, about like how 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 the story how the story started, who wrote it first, whose idea was it first, how many drafts they did, you know, did they they have do they have trouble with the um, the studio? What uh, what what headaches and hiccups did they did they run into? Uh, Were there all of a sudden like weird casting choices? How was everybody on set? Were they cool with each other? Were like the people who played the jocks and the and the nerds, like, you know, was there, like, a method acting there where they were away from each other because of the movie? You're like, I want to know all the bullshit. I want to know all of it. You want to know
2: what they ate for lunch every day on set? I guess. Yes, I do, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Same. If I could learn all that about Beverly Hills Cop, I would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would I would love
3: to make uh, an accepted documentary about all the nerds movies and, like, how it all went down and stuff. It would be fucking great.
2: I would too, man. It would be so much fun. Folks, if you want that press 1 in the chat, who knows? I could make anything happen. I'm going to put a 1 in the chat for WCBS. I'll speak for Dion as well. So, um, yeah. We've talked about a lot of the uh, Summer Block Party stuff. Is there anything else we're supposed to mention in
4: terms of Summer Block Party memories? No, that's about it. just... Some of our favorite shows, some of the fun and interest and happiness that we got watching that stuff, because I fucking love the summer block party. Well, most of the days of the week. Some of the days of the week, I'm just like, I don't want to fucking watch this.
3: I just yeah. like old TV at night. Yeah, dude, old TV old TV back then was so much fun. But yeah, like you said, like I, I ran into Welcome Back, Cotter. Me and my brother watched that. We loved that show. Uh, that was funny as hell does us. We couldn't stop laughing as kids. It was so much fun. I dream of genie bewitched. were good. Yep. Um, unfortunately, didn't get exposed to too much of the monsters until recently. I didn't. Unresolved picture.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, yeah. The actual
3: the, the, the actual old ones. I think they're on Peacock now or something. So yeah, I've been watching the old ones. Um,
4: I can tell you that Walmart, at least uh, a few months ago, had the monster or the monsters, the Munsters uh, DVD box set for like ten bucks. Ooh,
3: ooh, might might have to look into that
4: because i bought it and i'm just like this is awesome yeah let's yeah it's got we'll a bitch
3: theme song too <laughs> <laughs> um now when you guys were teenagers and a little bit older when it was like about in like may or june maybe even july 4th did, did they play
2: will smith summertime on the radio like incessantly yes okay. hell i played that song today on the way home from the movie <laughs> you know the um how well do you know that song I know it, okay, I haven't listened to it in a while, but I, I used to know it very, very well. <laughs> well, do you know that song, do you know the part in the song where he talks about that plateau where everybody goes? Yeah. I went there. It was fucking cool, because it's, if you're ever curious what it looks like, there's a shot and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where you overlook the downtown area. It's, that's the plateau, because I went there, I was like, is this from the song? And I geeked out. This was before Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, so I still respected him. <laughs> but, like, I used to love Will Smith, and summertime is oh, my God. is my Third favorite song by him, it goes "Nightmare on My Street," "Men in Black," and then "Summertime." Yeah,
3: and "Nightmare on My Street" the video got released a couple of years ago. Finally,
2: you know I believe it was DJ Jazzy Jeff who leaked it. I think it was him. I, I think because right. it, like it showed up on a, like a really crappy quality, and then like all of a sudden, like two days later, it shows up in full high quality. I'm like, yes. Because for years, you would read about it online. They would tell dude, you would, what it was dude, like we, about.
3: You, you, would, you would mention it incessantly on the podcast. We would constantly talk about it, and it was a great song. Didn't have any video about it, nothing. And then, yeah, you're, you're right. All of a sudden, like a shitty like like
2: VHS copy came out, and all of a sudden, bam, full HD. It was weird. I was actually going to go the – look, I was so into that that I was actually going to do a poster based on it. Like I had a whole concept laid out. I might even do it down the road because it's just a good concept for a poster – but I might put Freddy Krueger in it instead of actually, like, the Frankenstein monster they use. But, That's dude, right. I love that song. It's so... It's a great song, man. It It's the best, like, song that talks about a horror movie ever. Very few songs can tell the story of a horror movie, or any any movie in general.
3: Like, yeah. I, I, oddly enough, I remember Waxworks too got a got a rap song at the end of it for no fucking reason. Who was it by? Cool the Gang? I, I don't know. I couldn't remember. I really couldn't. It was just random at the end
2: so many uh, how many okay so the um, the Addams Family got two rap songs oh yeah they holy shit they did oh my god I forgot they had Tag Team and MC Hammer
3: yes yes they did
2: did you have a preference Would did you like Whoop the Addams Family there it is or the uh, yeah I did Hammer? I did
3: like that because Whoop there it was was, was popular at the time so I went I went towards that then I did the other one
2: I had that on tape as a kid by Tag Team Tag Team back, back again. again party yeah. people in the house <laughs> God,
4: it's, woop, there it is! Thought you did. Woop, there it is. Copyright strike.
2: <laughs> nah, our singing's so bad, no computer will ever misconstrue us as the real deal. Yeah. That's why we should get Dion drunk and do a karaoke show. <laughs> Dion, will you sing us some Yoko Ono presents Africa by Toto?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: by that's America. why. Hey man. Hey man,
3: That's why. That's why. That's why there are no vampires in Africa. The waters are blessed
4: <laughs> that would make sense
2: i unironically enjoy that song i i fucking hate it
3: every time i do it every time this is the 80s mix on spotify i skip it every time
2: oh you know what we're gonna be playing as soon as i see you at horror hound right <laughs> rick i'd Asso's rather I'd rather, a- I'd
3: rather you play axel f 18 times than that song i'll listen to Axl which, f. which version
2: whichever one you want i don't care all right I'm gonna play you this really short pedantic one and just play it on loop <laughs> oh my God
3: <laughs> yeah I can't I, I don't want to, I don't listen a to ton of Africa I just can't I think stranger things killed it for me because they get playing it in the fucking shower or something I forget what happened or It was, I was around a to people for who, a minute or yeah I was around people who kept playing it over and over again and I just like got got over it real quick and I was like oh, fuck I can't do it
2: Touch I want you to give though. I want you to give one more chance to Africa for one reason. What's that? There's a version. It's called the alphabetical version, where they take every they fuck up the song, but they just say every word in order. So it goes Africa, 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 Africa. And then it goes something, something, something with B's, and then all the C's and all the D's. It's like stupid, but I think you'll get a chuckle out of it. Oh, if not,
4: ding, ding,
1: ding, 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 ding. <laughs>
2: um, okay. Do you remember
3: when uh, when Thong Song came out and they tried replacing oh, Summertime with the Thong God, Song? God, that yeah.
4: song was so fucking miserable. Yeah. I loved it back in the day. Jesus Christ, I've got less respect for you than I already had. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, they, well they, they redid the song, I think, in like 2015 or 2017 or some shit like that. It
2: was 17 because we had an episode of the show back then, and you're like, yeah, they redid the thong song. I'm like, really? And then we did yep. a whole segment on the thong song.
3: Yep, 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 yeah, yeah. But no, I remember when, that song, when the thong song came out, they tried replacing Summertime with it. And it's like, you can't... It was like. Summertime is a very G-rated song because you can say everything in it. There's nothing like bad in there that the, the, the radio didn't let happen. But with Thong Song, it was like edited. You couldn't listen to there were certain parts you couldn't couldn't have on the radio, so it was different. It was different.
2: They would edit out the word breast where I lived. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: I mean, I was, I mean, I'm still in the south, but I was like, you know, in the in
2: the, the re- dirty place. south where Ludacris lived.
3: Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Now, now I'm in that area. I wasn't there before. I was in the. Uh, in the rural south oh oh, oh i'm sorry yeah
2: yeah yeah a, so yeah yeah so, they, yeah
3: so they yeah so they chop they chopped up that song pretty fucking
2: well what you just got was the instrumental <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the instrumental heavy breathing that's all i got <laughs> i want to create a song that's so terrible but so popular that it's like we can't play this on the radio you can play the instrumental and then all the kids listen to it on YouTube. That's what's, that's the future. No, no, what what you want is for them to use it for their fucking
3: TikTok, because that's how you get popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot TikTok was a thing. Yeah, nobody, yeah, I, I I want to forget it too, Jeff. I want to forget it too.
2: Every time they do one of those, uh, there's those articles like, is TikTok actually a government tool and they want to shut it down? I'm like, just shut down TikTok because it sucks.
4: Yeah. It's a broke dick version of Vine vine was fun yeah there was always funny shit on vine now the funny shit on tiktok you know is staged because they're like oh let's let's do like a thing where this happens and this happens and it's like you know obvious fake video is obvious yeah yeah
2: that's terrible man that's terrible some of the vine memes still hold up like i'll every time i'm over at phil's we watch youtube shit and I've watched some Vine retrospective memes. I'm like, yeah, the Water Malone and the WAP and all that shit. That's still funny to me. <laughs> oh, so, man. so if we're all good on our block party stuff, we'll get to keep the flow of the show going. Let's check in with the audience and see what's up, so we don't have to go till two a.m. Even though the audience wants us to go all the way until Thursday next week. Yeah, not at, <laughs> yeah I don't that's gonna take. Energy. That's gonna take some super chats. <laughs> I'm gonna need more pizza for that one. Our friend Jack White, big supporter of the channel, says, You guys see the reveal trailer for the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 and the announcement, the remaster collection of the first three Solid games? Nope. Yes, I did. I will be buying all of those games because I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. Uh, my favorite one is probably 2 when you don't play as Raiden. But yeah, I'm getting that remake for uh, the Xbox day one. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say besides I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid. That Solid Snake is a huge... Is a personal favorite of mine, so... Sign me up. Um, But thank you, Jack, for your message. Mm. Lofty's Pixels Detached PP says... Animation is a medium, not a genre. Anime knows that better than anyone. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I just want to watch good animation now. TLJ TLJScreenjob says... To quote Dumb and Dumber, Nick... Bree gave me some shit about not listening to her something. I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> you got a John Deere letter. Perfect. <laughs> Talk about jokes that didn't land as a kid because I didn't know what John Deere tractors were. I was talking to my mom about uh, Dumb and Dumber and how the line about we had the monkeys, which were a huge influence on the Beatles. Like that joke didn't land for me as a kid. Now as an adult, it gets me every time. God, I love Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Jack White thank you very much you're next but TLJ Screwjobs first he says have you guys given any more thought to my Patreon reaction to Red Letter Media playing Nightmare on Elm Street trivia game and trying to beat Mike and Jay idea Uh, I forgot about that actually let me take another screenshot we should do that guys okay Uh, see who we can beat in trivia maybe we can beat him so bad that we'll get him to show up on our show and beat him again Uh, we'll do trivia questions Uh, we'll pick the topics so, the films of 1984 starring Eddie Murphy, um, <laughs> horror remakes by Rob Zombie, oh dear, oh. And, and the most patriotic film in history, Top Gun.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'll do good in that one.
2: You know who doesn't do good on Top Gun, Kendo? Uh, no. This guy.
4: That's what he did.
3: Brand. X. Yeah, I mean, he's, well, I mean, he's, he's also Russian, so it's
2: fine. It's, fine.
3: it's true,
4: too. Yeah.
2: Poor guy. He's got everything going against him. <laughs> uh, Jack White, thank you for your message about the Ultimate Spider-Man game on PS2. We already read that one a little earlier. Darian217, what's up? He says, In the past, I would quit when you did movie reviews day one. Seems the movie have reached the point where the spoilers don't matter to me anymore, as they suck. Thor 4, Ant-Man 3, this spider Verse movie. Yeah.
4: Well, um, Darian, what's that tell you about the state of Hollywood and the movies being made?
2: Yeah, well, they all won that high uh,
3: ESG score now. That seems to be where they're going, so.
4: Do you
2: win, like, a prize at Chuck E. Cheese if you have the highest ESG score? I don't know what you're it's waiting. it's
3: like it's like it's like being the the wokest company on planet earth you i think you win an award but that's a but but you lose all of all integrity and money <laughs> you win a wokey you win a
2: wokey oh man that's like the emmy only shittier yeah. Or oh, no no no, you know what's shittier than an emmy a saturn <laughs> oh ryan johnson is the king of the saturn awards there you yeah. go there you go congratulations mr roundheaded johnson we we don't care about you but Darian, though, that is the, an indictment of modern entertainment. It's uh, sometimes when people say, is it me or is it that? It's that. It's 100% that. Yeah. But Yeah, because uh, we,
3: yeah, like, we were talking about the summer blockbusters. like Those were exciting. Yeah. ID4, the trailer, that was exciting. Men in Black was exciting. These were movies when you saw the trailer six months beforehand. Even if it was a teaser for 30 seconds, you were like, I want to go watch fucking that.
4: Mm-hmm. So now it's I'm like I'm making plans to go see that movie.
3: Yeah, now it's like, eh, uh, should we go to the movies? Now let will watch something on VOD until you know, and you you may watch a handful of things you know in theaters you know this year. So
4: yeah, I watch I watch a movie I've already seen 50 times because I know I'll enjoy it. Yeah,
3: same yeah, here. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people are doing that as well because they don't want to you know invest time into a show that uh, might might you know shit the bed five episodes in. Yeah,
2: remember, your time is the most valuable thing, so...
4: Yeah, watch it swing by as the pendulum swings or whatever it is.
2: The clock ticks life away. It's so unreal.
4: <laughs>
1: R.I.P. Chester.
2: Cheddar Chester Benetton. Chester Buttersworth.
4: Yeah, Chaz Butter, Buttersworth or whatever.
2: Chaz Buttersworth, we watch- loved you. I was watching this video yesterday about, like, the, the greatest songs of each year and... A couple Lincoln Park songs came on, and I thought of our old episode. I was like, <laughs> "God,
3: <laughs> oh, god. yeah, oh god, yeah." I used to be I used to be heavily into Lincoln Park, um, unless un- until my ex girlfriend broke up with me mercilessly. Now I fucking hate him.
2: <laughs> well, in the end, it didn't even matter, Nick. Uh, Neither did she. Neither did she. <laughs>
4: ah, to be fair though, their first two albums were pretty good.
2: Yeah, I, Hybrid Theory and Meteor, right?
4: Yep, those were good. I enjoyed. Yeah, them. I have
2: to. I have to admit that I really yeah, do.
4: I. I will never say that they weren't inter- or weren't good because I bought Hybrid Theory when it came out and I listened to that CD cover to cover. <sighs> I don't know for about a week and a half straight, just driving around when I first started college. I was like, God, this is a fucking good album. I really like this. And then Meteor came out. Same thing. I was like, This is a really good album. And then they came out rapping a remix with Jay Z, and it. Was oh yeah, I remember that shit. There. Like
3: was it, what is this? Was it just me or, or when, when, when Happy Theory came out, they used that song that year for like a ton of trailers.
4: I'm pretty sure they used it f- probably for a ton of trailers. Cause that okay. was like a big deal song for a while. Gotcha. They were everywhere for years,
3: man. Yeah, that's, that's true.
2: Well, they don't perform uh, thank, anymore. Thank you,
3: Dr. Coffee so. Nails for breaking down ESG for everybody in the chat.
2: Uh, let's see what he put on the, in the message board right now. So I can, uh. Yep, and that's what's happening, folks. If you ever wondered what's up, there's some asshole that came up with this terrible concept, and he's fucking up our entertainment.
3: Actually, if you really want to know what's happening, I think there's um, the, a podcast I watched recently. It was Flagrant 2. They had um, Patrick like the Bet-David on, and I think about halfway through, um, Schultz, Schultz asks Patrick about the whole thing, about you know, Bud Light and Target and things like that, and he tells him why it's happening uh, while, while we're getting this. It's a long, it's a long, it's, I, I, th- I think it happens halfway through the episode and the other half is just him explaining the whole thing. Well, it's a long explanation, but he does a good job of doing it. So you can kind of understand the whole breakdown of it. Uh, just, be, just be prepared for that.
2: I prefer the uh, thoroughness, so. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Coughanails. Thank you, darian Seven. Thank you to Susan Dolan, who says, Pinkertons have existed since before the Civil War.
4: That's crazy. Well,
2: fuck them. I was
4: not aware of that, actually, Susan. They have been nothing but a pain in my ass whenever I've played Red Dead. Yeah, I can see that. They're
2: just dicks without time machines. (laughs) The Shiny Disciple, that's a cool name, says, How was Spider-Man? It was bad. 4.5 out of 10. I really hated the movie. I would rather watch every Spider-Man movie that isn't this one. And I didn't judge this movie based on my dislike of Miles Morales. I thought narratively it was annoying and boring and I never want to watch it again. So those were my thoughts on Spider-Man. I wonder wonder if this one tanks, if they're going to actually go through with the live-action one. I know this is a dick thing to say. I wish this movie would tank so hard they wouldn't even make the third chapter in this movie. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The Happy Plague Doctor says, For Dion, I had a dream last night where I got my forehead brained by a bunch of boomers branded mm. by a bunch of boomers wow that's a much different statement than I said <laughs> yeah uh well, that that sucks <laughs> I don't know what to say nobody wants a brand yeah yeah the only time we'd like to talk about branded is that show from the big Lebowski
3: or brand X you know because everybody uses that yeah, you don't want to use
2: know. that do it improve Joker products folks what if and this is a huge uh, what if? What if there was a Jack Nicholson Joker cameo in the new Flash movie? Would that get you to go see it?
4: Mm, no, no, <laughs> no.
2: Same. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably gonna watch a movie at
3: some point. I'm not gonna watch it the weekend but I'll probably watch it at some point just because of the uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Michael Keaton uh, cameo or part in it as well. So, because I watched the cartoon a couple of years ago, so I want to see the the you know the fuck up they've done with uh,
2: with the new one. So. I purchased some of the merchandise. I have the Batmobile from McFarland Toys, so Nice. If the movie if I ever watch the movie and I like it, I'll get the Batwing just because I want a giant Batwing toy. <laughs> Where does he get those wonderful toys? From Jeff, because Jeff has all the toys. There you go. Adama, thank you very much for your generous super chat. Speaking of the nineties show, did any of you guys watch the anime Ronin Warriors? I'm aware of it, but I've never seen it. I recently bought the whole series on Blu-ray. As a kid, I don't even know I didn't even know what anime was yet.
3: No I didn't either. Anime didn't hit me until I think like I wanna say the two thousands, maybe a little bit earlier. But I remember I remember seeing the animation and being completely turned off from it because I was used to like the American stuff. And it, it just seemed odd to me and I didn't like it.
2: I just thought it was such a different looking cartoon and cartoons in general, but I didn't get into anime until Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. And then I was hooked. But I think what really whetted my appetite for accepting anime was Power Rangers because it was Sentai and it was so weird and different. The way they moved, the giant robots, like a lot of uh, tropes that are in Japanese uh, pop culture are in Sentai footage. So we were like that first first well, there was like that generation that would watch like was it Battleship Yamamoto and a couple of these other shows Voltron and this and that but we, like, we were the first one where they like the first generation where they brought and didn't try to localize it completely some of the stuff we'd get was just like very Japanese and it was cool I enjoyed it I still enjoy a lot of that stuff now guys um, let me look at the, uh, the show notes to see what else we got rolling um any, we mentioned the summer songs with "Summertime" by Will Smith. Another song I like summer-wise is "Hot Time Summer in the City." That's a good song. Yeah, <laughs> I
4: like that song too. <clears> that was of Die a, Hard Three. <clears> those <throat> yeah. song
3: I think I, I think they played it for two summers where I was. It was "A Beautiful" by Pharrell and Snoop Dogg. I thought that was a, like a very apt summer song, especially with the video.
4: Uh, you're on Lonely Island with that one, there, bud. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, speaking of Lonely Island, do you think they'll ever make another album? <laughs> uh, that's a great question because I have no idea if they're ever gonna make another album. Probably not
2: because <laughs> it, it would be too controversial and people would get mad at them. uh by the we, way, Xavier de God says dbZ came out in eighty nine but in America, I believe the first dub was in ninety six. There's like a blue ocean dub. But that wasn't that popular because it was on syndicated television. But once it hit Toonami in 1999, yeah, that's when it took off. I remember. I that's remember when toonami. Dragon Ball Z was a household I, I, thing. Yeah, I remember Toonami. Um, God, it just takes me back. That show was so cool. The promos for Toonami were the things that sold me on anime. The shows were good, but the Toonami promos, man, they got me hyped beyond belief. Yeah, wasn't it wasn't the Fiction. little spaceman or
3: whatever, the little CG spaceman that would keep showing for Tom, Toonami.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was wonderful. But
3: uh, you
1: know,
2: it is what it is. It takes me back and it's a good time, a good memory.
4: Never so, got uh, into the Dragon Balls.
2: You're not missing out much, but you know, No, don't uh, go back. You're a
4: little old for it now. Yeah, they, they, no, they're... I have no intention of doing so. Like I said, original Voltron is and Pokemon is about where I draw the line with the, uh, the anime stuff. You got to catch them all, though. Well, yeah, I mean, I do. I, like I said, I like Pokemon. I liked watching Pokemon. I liked watching Voltron, but... That was pretty much it. I never really got much into any of the other stuff.
3: I think I was over at a friend's house like a couple of years ago watching... I like, real drunk watching Akira, and I was like, this is not that bad. So I kind of like that, but, you know, I can
2: only handle so much of it. It was a great movie. I just... Uh, I don't know. I, I watch it for the artistic elements, not necessarily the story. Gotcha. Um, our friend Sysorjan says... Recently, found that world's wildest police videos on YouTube, peak '90s TV, and Netflix unsolved mysteries pales to Robert Stack. Um, oh yeah, add Max button, please.
4: <laughs> yeah, I've tried to watch the Netflix Unsolved Mysteries, and I can't do it. It's
3: there. I mean, like they they they're they're Netflix Unsolved Mysteries. Like that's what they are because like just the way it's produced, it's in that Netflix style.
4: Yeah, it's not like the original series was with Robert Stack, which I mean, one. It's hard to reproduce the Robert Stack because he was just the perfect bit of creepiness to scare people without and, <laughs> being like completely frightening, I guess.
3: And and even then, like when you watch that show as a kid, you got a little terrified from one of the some of the stories like, they, they they put on. And remember yeah. that song, whenever that music would come for the introduction. You get a little, you get a little like you know startled. Whatever it would, like pop on, because like what's going on
4: oh yeah i was like four or five years old when that show first oh, came shit, out and it scared the shit out of me
3: oh man some of those fucking stories were and like yeah some of them are like because you know he'll go through the go through the, uh, the the descriptions of stuff and they'd be gruesome but it would be on cable tv and i'm just like jesus yeah, what's going on, on? TV.
4: it was on nbc or CBS. Yeah. yeah yeah that's the music right there this one no that's uh, not it
2: yeah, I was about to say that's not the unsolved mystery No, no I was trying to scare you no, on air, no, no, but no, no.
4: No, no it's a, it doesn't work anymore. I'm an adult now. Like I will be at work sometimes and I'll sit down and just pull up YouTube because they've got a lot of like the Unsolved Mysteries episodes on there. And I'll watch the old ones. The part that's like unsettling to me now as an adult is like I'll watch Unsolved Mysteries from like seasons one, two, three. So we're talking thirty plus years ago that these things came on. Unsolved dot com is still a live and functioning website that's dedicated to the unsolved mysteries and they have the case archive and everything they had a podcast that i listened to every week that that ended a couple months ago the unsettling thing is because they will go back and they will update it there's things that there was episode there was stories they broadcast in 1989 that they updated in like 2022 because a dna hit somebody the unsettling stuff is we have all this technology to go back and there are still cases that they show that they have no idea who killed this person. Yep. They don't know where this person disappeared to. Yep. They've never found them. Any of that stuff. Like that's the stuff that's like, that's the kind of unsettling. Thing. It's like, man, it's been 35 years and they still don't know where the fuck this guy is.
3: There was, there was one I saw where like some guy was like apparently drunk and like jumped in or fell into like a smelting device. And for some reason his body didn't survive, but, like, his walkie-talkie did, his shoes did, or some shit. It was fucking weird. And, like, they didn't find his body, but they found his walkie-talkie and shoes. And I'm just like, this is, this is, like, it was a smelting device or some 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 or, like, concrete device or something like that. But, like, they didn't find body parts. They found, like, <laughs> they found his tools and shit. I'm like, how does this happen? I don't
4: know.
2: It's an yeah. unsolved mystery for a reason, Nick. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Something's fucking like, wild,
4: man. That's the unsettling stuff now as an adult. It's just like, fuck like there was i was watching one the other day some dude was on his way from like alaska to seattle to go to college and he picked up a hitchhiker and the dude fucking iced him in the woods and took his life story and was going by his name and all that stuff they've never fucking found that guy and this is like 32 years or so that's gone by and they have no idea who killed this man and then the worst is like his parents are being interviewed on there so you're like. They're probably dead by now because they were, you know, in their 60s when this happened. This was like 30 years ago. And they went through the rest of their life having no idea who murdered their son. And if that guy's still using
3: his name or whatever, that means that he's, if he's married and kids now, <laughs> they have, they have that dude's name. And he's just constantly still playing that fucking character. Whenever he goes to work, whenever he's. Anywhere he has to play that character, until, unless he's like in the car by himself or something like that, like he still like mentally has to.
4: Fu- you know how psychotic you have to be to do that for this long? Fuck. Well, you have to be kind of fucking psychotic to hitchhike and p- get a ride from a stranger and take advantage of their kindness by killing them in the woods.
2: <sighs> it's it's wild, man. It's fucking
4: wild. The ghost stories used to scare me a lot as a kid, but they don't anymore because ghosts aren't real. They violate the second law of <laughs> thermodynamics. <laughs> And then love the, US, the UFO stuff is fun. I do like the UFO stuff, even though, like when it's like the Hudson Valley UFOs and things like that, where there's like 20 people that have all seen this and they've got video and they've got things like that. It's like, yeah, this is believable. I can buy into this. But when they got you know Billy Ray Joe Bob on there and he's like, I got obstructed I by the I got obstructed by the UFO and they took me up on their spaceship and they put a, a device up my butt. It's like, yeah, I don't believe you. I think you got really fucking drunk, and you probably dreamed it. <laughs> dream think a little dream, clothes.
3: man. There's a documentary about one that crashed in South America in the '90s. I think that's a really interesting documentary.
2: Yeah, I'd yeah, watch per- it. Send me yeah, a per- link. Yeah, yeah. apparently,
3: yeah, apparently, there was like a creature, and some some people like were like ten feet away from it and saw it. Some guy like saw it was injured and carried it to a medical facility and he got some oh, medical disease
4: vince mcmahon writing this story
3: <laughs> sorry a hospital there you go um and even the like the guy who made the documentary like there were army people there who wanted the x-rays and like he x-rayed the he, and like he x-rayed the, the creature in a bot in the like in the body bag and as soon as the x-rays were done they took it out of the doctor's hands and like took the body bag out and left so like they there there a bunch there's a bunch of that happened in there. Like it was it's it's crazy, but I'll, I'll look it up and find it for you.
2: And he was never heard from again. Dude, it's
3: it's it's wild. Kill, 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 ma,
2: ma, ma. <laughs> Speaking of summer, Nick, man, summer camps, Camp Crystal Lake. What's more infamous?
3: Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be flying flying up there tomorrow, meeting uh, R rated horror commentary dude himself, Joshua James. Hanging out with him the whole weekend, and uh, we, you know, are going to go see the uh, the camp and go meet those people. I got my poster ready, and hopefully, I can get it signed by by some people, and have a good time. So,
2: get some cool pics for our Twitter. Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, at least tell us if you have a good time or not. Yeah, man, it's gonna
3: be uh, it's gonna be interesting because I've I've always wanted to go up there. Um, I have, and this is like once again, this is the first time I'm going to go check it out. Because I know that, um, what is it, House of House of Myers or whatever it's called on, on Instagram, they're doing the uh, part six camp out here in June or July. Maybe it's in August. I don't have to check. But, yeah, they they, they camp out for a couple days and um, watch I the movie and camp- stuff,
2: yeah. I want to camp out and watch horror movies with people.
4: Yeah. Wouldn't that be, like, the best place to start murdering people, though? <laughs> like, think about it. You get all these people out here in the middle of nowhere to camp out and watch these horror movies. And at night, while they're all sleeping, you can go around reenacting the slasher things. And it would just be like so – you know what? That's a movie idea. We, we just came up with it ourselves. So none of you motherfuckers listening to the show better come up with a script for this unless you send it to us first.
3: You know what? Our I'm, idea. I might, I might actually, st- I might actually, at some point write that because I really want to do a camp horror movie so fucking bad, or something that involves that kind of scenario. By the way, Jeff, the name of the documentary is called "Moment of Contact."
2: Oh, that sounds. It's called. Sounds it's, it's literally different. called. It's
3: the, the name is "Moment of Contact," the Roswell of Brazil. That's what it's called. So. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well I'm taking that note down. Let's see. Let me get you the trailer for it. Oh, it's on Tubi. Good.
4: Oh, I love
2: Tubby. It's on Tubi, Redbox, Crackle, and Plex for free. You know what, what else is
4: on Tubi for free right now, Jeff? That you can watch? Oh dear God! Oh, dear Bad God. Lieutenant Two, Port of Call, New Orleans. Oh,
3: thank God! I thought you were gonna say something else.
2: <laughs> That's all we can show. Do <laughs> him <Even> again. <laughs> His soul
4: is still dancing. That is one of the now, greatest scenes in cinematic history. I'm sorry. It is. I woke up
2: from a fucking weird slumber to that scene playing on my TV and I'm like, what is this? And I've never been able to forget it since.
4: Do fish have dreams?
2: Do androids dream of electric sleep? Or sheep? Ooh. I don't know. Do they? Uh, let's press that button for Sejorgian.
1: But how the world turns. One day, cock of the wall, next to feather dust. Play something Tantan. ton
4: Something tragic. Because of that button's debut last week, on my way to work the next morning, the first thing I did was turn on Baker Street. (laughs) I'm like, man, I want to fucking hear Baker Street. It took you back, eh? I fucking love that song. Baker Street's a great song. It is It is a good
2: song. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'll listen to it after tonight's show. Sounds like a good time. Uh, Jack White, thank you very much for everything. He says, series recommendations for you guys. Yu Yu Hakusho, My Hero Academia, and Black Clover. I have Yu Yu Hakusho... Sh- <laughs> I have Yu Yu Hakusho on Blu-ray, as well as My Hero Academia in manga form. So... Yu Yu is them.
4: something I like to get at the Japanese restaurant.
2: Do you get it with a side of uh, chicken katsu?
4: Yeah. Chicken katsu. No, well, young, young sauce. We're good.
2: Nick, you took us to that Japanese curry house. That shit was delicious. Oh shit, yeah, man. Yeah, that place was fucking awesome. I could go for that right now. I agree. But I can't.
3: What is it? It's a clone geek said. I remember coming home from Last Jedi my mom was watching an Unsolved Mysteries involving MKUltra and this and this guy's dad. Oh, man. Yeah. That stuff's wild, man.
4: Yeah. It's a fascinating but Trust topic. the government, folks. Trust the government. They have your best interest at heart. When yeah, they need they, to they, 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 they I, never I, lie to you.
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they, I don't know if there's a
2: documentary about the Montauk project, but there should be one. Dude, the Montauk monster is one of my favorite topics to talk about or read about. I love that shit
3: once again that book that book i read you guys need to definitely read <laughs> if it's on audible i'll
2: put it on my list i've been listening it's on, to no, no no book. no
3: it, it is on audible that's that's how that's how like that's that's how i once again that's how i like go through the books is the audible um it's uh it's uh yeah it's called
2: chaos well that's uh that's on my list right now because that's how i get through uh stuff when i'm working on wokebusters i listen to this book on american comic books and i uh there we go. And yeah, it's,
3: it's, 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 it, it's, it's a red button. It's chaos. Charles Manson and the CIA. Sorry. Tom Charles O'Neill. Manson, the CIA, and the, history, the, history, the secret history of the 60s. Tom O'Neill, yeah, that's it. Yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to commit and buy it right now. 100%. When you, and when you get to Chapter 7, you're going to be like, fuck these people. <laughs> I already feel that way about these people, and I don't even know them yet. Well, no, because here's the thing: when you get to chapter seven and you hear all the shit that went on that the CIA and the FBI did to the American people during the '60s and all the shit they were trying to do with disinformation and even using Russia as disinformation, you'll be like, "Oh, this sounds familiar." I don't know why, but it sounds familiar.
2: Well, shit.
3: Yeah, it's it's really weird stuff, man. <laughs> uh, and also, Clint- and also, I think like the second to last or last chapter, you start hearing about the guy who did the LSD experiments and he was at the clinic that um, Charles Manson constantly was at in um in, in San Francisco and somehow that guy was also at um, was also one of the first people to see Jack Kirby right after he shot uh,
4: Lee Harvey Oswald and then also yes, sudden- Ruby Jack, sorry, Kirby. Jack, Ruby. Jack, Ker- Jack Kirby was a comic book artist. You were 100%
3: correct. You were 100% he only correct. shot sorry, people sorry. in
2: World War II.
1: Sorry,
3: sorry. You, <laughs> you guys are correct. I'm wrong. Jack Ruby, you're right. Um, Somebody
4: that never really listens to the show just popped on and heard that, and now they're going to go fucking scream into high hell about their goddamn uh, conspiracy theory about the JFK assassination and cover-up. They're like, did you know Jack Kirby's the one that actually went and shot Oswald? And They just framed <laughs> Jack Ruby for it be like, no that was actually happened on live tv everybody saw jack ruby well apparently
3: Sheena's apparently what ball. happened is that this guy i forget his fucking i forget his fucking name jack remember. kirby okay <laughs> Jack jack ruby no, the, the, the doctor who did the experiments the uh, LSD experiments for mk ultra um he went he was one of the first people to go see him once he was uh, you know in police custody and all of a sudden afterwards the guy went insane all of a sudden hmm. and and there's a case where um, the thing near military base, something happened with a soldier, and this guy was also involved in that in in that court case as well. You'll read you'll you're the book towards the end, and it's really fucked up because he makes the claim that he ins- he instilled a memory in somebody using LSD, and he was able to make a false memory and make them believe
2: it. Like it's it's crazy shit, man. We're going to learn a lot about ourselves
4: and uh, the power of the mind when I read that book, Nick. I'm I'm really no, no, no. no, Honestly, believe that Jack Kirby was behind the Kennedy assassination (laughs) and cover up. Yeah, in the year
2: thirty-five,
3: thirty-five. Yeah. No, really, no, really, Jeff. I I would love for you to like kind of like blaze through it, and we have a discussion about it because it's it's really interesting shit.
2: I will. I'll. uh, I'll put my comic book history on hold while I'm working on my books, and I'll listen to this instead.
3: Yeah, it's yeah,
2: it's interesting. Um. Clone Geek, by the way, the book I'm reading is called American Comics, A History by Jerry Dalber. So, that's the book I'm talking about. It's excellent. I'm going to make some content around it, but comics were always political, but not in the way they are today, because, well, we'll just save it for the video. We'll uh, we'll talk about that later. So, Georgian says, Oh, I think I know what story Nick is talking about. Was it the alien of Varginha? Another was lead
4: masks of Viettim Hill? those are us episodes of bedtime stories as well and that's a great channel if you ever want to check that out um
3: i mean yeah no, no i was talking about sorry i was talking, talking about a documentary the one i just um sent to jeff it's the uh, yeah
4: the one about jack kirby killing jack ruby <laughs> on orders of uh Stan Lee. stanley oh,
3: <laughs> stanley there's
2: a now, there's a fucking story there's a story um if we ever want to make a comic book that grosses zero profits, we, we tell the story that Stan Lee... <laughs> no, Jeff, we'd make, we'd, make more,
3: we'd make more money than the last, the last eight runs of uh, Captain Marvel. We'd be fine, don't worry. See,
4: the thing is, DC Comics, Ken, the Kennedys were in bed with DC Comics going way back to Joe Kennedy. And that... as revenge for that, Stan Lee decided that they needed to take out John F. Kennedy. And so they ended up having Kennedy killed, and in order to keep it covered up, Oswald was the patsy, and Jack Ruby sent Jack Kirby to kill him. But then Jack Kirby ended up killing Jack Ruby. I mean, it all makes sense if you really if you really look at it. I mean, there's no way to not be able to prove that that yeah, happened. Could. Uh, so but, no, like but, world but, but no, but no. So
3: George and I was talking about uh, Mo- Moment of Contact uh, that came out last year. That's what I was talking about. The, 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 the Brazilian Roswell, you know, event or something that happened, so.
2: That, I, I'm going to listen to that shit as I fall asleep tonight and then have nightmares of, uh...
4: <laughs> Jack Kirby <laughs> killing Kennedy. Yeah, it's like,
2: it, Jack, I thought you were a better man. You fought in World War II and then you well, killed like the, the president? The, the, the,
3: the writer completely disregards Helter Skelter. He's like, the guy who wrote it and the DA who wrote it apparently is like a piece of shit. And he even uh, coached some of his, um... Some of the people doing confessions into what, what to say and how to say it and things like that. Like it's a, it's it's incredible. Definitely listen to it. It's 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 crazy.
2: I will. I'm already on it. Oh, we have to hit this button though for our friend Sajorjian as well. Uh, the Iron Grogu button. Where is that bad boy? Oh, here it is.
1: Mando, welcome back, my friend. A little welcome gift. That's not the only gift I have for you. <laughs>
3: Uh So what do you think?
0: Maybe when he's older. No. What do you mean, no?
3: I think he's saying he's old enough to operate it.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
4: No! You can't steal my catchphrase! No! Yes. No! Yes. Yes. No! Yes. No! No! That is one of my favorite buttons. Thank you. I enjoyed making it myself. that was fun.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, Georgian, again, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, speaking of LSD, that drug was, I think, a part of an experiment to communicate with dolphins. Larry Bundy Bundy Jr. has a video on it. The fucked-up origins of the video game Eco the Dolphin are similar. (laughs) If
4: you watch one of the later season episodes of Penn and teller bullshit they go into that as well because they have an episode about dolphins and the weird shit that people believe in terms of dolphins and they have video clips of the guy that fucking was popping LSD to talk to the dolphins
3: Dude, Penn and Teller bullshit was a wonderful show uh it was it was great so great. I, I, I really do love their one on the Ouija board and ghosts. That, th- those are fucking
4: hilarious. The Ouija board one's great because to prove that the Ouija board is real, the people are willing to be blindfolded and do the Ouija board. But what they don't realize is that the person that's you know, helping them do the scene flips the Ouija board upside down while they're blindfolded and they don't see that obviously cause they're blindfolded and proceed to do the Ouija board the way they've always done the Ouija board. And naturally they're landing on the wrong letters and calling them out. Like they're actually there. It's like, ha 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 ha. You've been duped, but then they'll probably go, well, that's because we've got black magic and blah, blah. Fuck you. Shut up. You just got, you got had Ouija boards aren't real. <laughs> Milton Bradley does not have the cornerstone market on communicating with the dead.
3: No, what they do is they put little pieces of a stone engine to it until, you know, the the
4: moon comes up and, you know, blast you with a fucking laser in your face. I mean, I'd believe that a little bit more than the ghosts are talking to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Those ghost hunting shows are,
3: like, I treat them as my personal reality TV because they're such shit and they're so much fun and it's
4: ridiculous. The amount of bullshit they find. Oh, my God. Yes. it's convenient. If ghosts were real, like if I could die and go to another plane of existence and come back and just, you know, revisit the earth, I'm not going to just go around fucking talking to people and telling them about things and transferring myself through a Ouija board. I'm going to go hang out in the showers of like the women's volleyball team.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would I once again, I probably do you probably do that like 5 years ago, now it'd be questionable. You're a ghost. How are they going to cancel you? You're already fucking dead. <laughs> no, you—you you might see some dude's dick. Is what I'm getting at. Oh yeah, oh. good point.
4: That's a very good point. Very good point.
3: <laughs> well, it's June. You should be uh, accepting of that as a ghost. Yes. I didn't. I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just say it's going to happen.
4: In honor of June, I'm going to go hang out in a random locker room and check out the showers as a ghost. Yep. Well, Kendo, I'm glad you're not a ghost yet.
2: Yes. <laughs> By the way, Sir I have. Uh, we're friendly with Larry Bundy Jr. here on this channel. So uh, we're working on something. We're just trying to get a date. And we're going to do a live stream together. Or a video. One of the two. But uh, yeah, Larry's a cool dude. We've had fun. I've been a fan for a long time. And uh, be on the lookout for that and a whole lot more from WCBS. So guys, I think we've reached the end of another fun episode. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we put this baby to bed?
4: Uh, ball sack.
2: I did not shoot the deputy.
4: But, but Jack sure. Kirby shot Lee Harvey Oswald.
2: And Kennedy. <laughs> you think we'd get a cease and desist from the Jack Kirby estate if we made a t-shirt that says Jack Kirby yes, shot we Jack were. Kirby? 100%. I don't think we would. I don't 100%. think we would. Because I think we should risk it. I think we should oh, risk it, could. too. Oh, God.
4: Jack Kirby killed Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, For the man. amount
2: of $80. For the amount
4: <laughs> so the thing is i don't know if we get a cease and desist letter but i'm willing to find out oh good
3: kendo kendo wants to wants to fuck around and find out
4: yes with in this case i do because what's the worst that's going to happen they're going to send us a letter that says jack kirby had absolutely nothing to do with the death of lee harvey oswald anybody that watched the, the broadcast like, my grandmother watched it live on TV because it was national news coverage. That of the, must have been the, crazy. Of the transportation of him through the jail. Wow. And clearly it was not Jack
3: Kirby. The wa- the wild, the wild he was the busy on star- the fantastic floor. God, the wildest <laughs> wild story, my, my mom told me she was she was in a school in, in India when JFK died. And their school, they didn't have school that day because the American president died in India. That's That's how big an effect it had.
4: Well, I mean, Indiana is one of the fifty states, Nick. India, I mean, jackass, not Indiana. Whatever. We're starving people in both. <laughs>
2: That's true. That's there are a lot of hungry people in Indiana. That's probably true. They've asked me for money all the time.
3: <laughs> do they keep saying? Do they keep playing it in in the arms of an angel and and <laughs>
2: trying to guilt you into it? I'm like, look, that shit works for dogs and puppies and kittens yeah. and shit on TV, not for a dude with two teeth, telling me he wants to feed, you know, his coke habit. I was like, I'll buy you a cheeseburger, no problem. But just keep the Sarah McLaughlin to yourself.
4: Yeah, play sad music with like sad looking dogs and cats. I'm probably gonna give you money. I'm like, yeah, I know. Take care of them, dogs and cats. I, I like animals too. <laughs> I mean, we all have we have a heart. Yeah, it's like the Grinch. A couple sizes too
2: small, but you know, it's still there.
4: Yep.
2: all right guys well it looks like we've reached the end of an episode join us on uh monday for good morning pop culture i'm gonna do that at 7 30 i'm changing that up but uh join us for more videos in the coming days but in the meantime folks be smart be safe be cool but always be excellent to each other
4: dot com.
2: nice shooting son what's your name
3: My name is Jeff.